Best Picture cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one, each episode myself, and revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not a who should have won podcast. We are here to discuss the inner circle of movies who took home the crown in their respective years. As a disclaimer, this is an opinion-based podcast and a subjective discussion by movie enthusiasts who don't claim to be trained experts. If we destroy your favorite movie or praise a movie you think is trash, we encourage you to write us in at our email. Our email is, of course, bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. The socials, all of the other socials, you're going to get us at Best Picture Cast. That's at Best Picture Cast. Maybe on Instagram, maybe on Twitter, maybe on Facebook, maybe on Letterboxd. And we are back with a third season in the books. If you're familiar with what we do around here, you'll know now that this is our season cap off rankings episode. We have the original five rankers back in studio to do this thing. I think the five of us haven't been uh, together in studio since the season two rankings. Very, very fun to get back into things here. I am going to kick it off and introduce them one by one. First, I just want to remind you, if you listen to this podcast, if this is something you like, please rate and review, please subscribe, get those downloads in. All that helps our visibility, helps us get out there and recommend the thing to, uh, to a movie lover you may know, uh, a friend or a foe, whoever that might be, just someone who uh, is into watching movies and, and hearing people talk about them. So we're Best Picture Cast. Get that out. Get the word out. And we thank you for spending your time with us. I'm going to start by uh, letting the uh, people around the room talk a little bit and, and introduce themselves. Uh, we'll start with the start, the man who was on the pilot episode here. And he is, tell them who you are. I'm RDB, guys. How are you doing? They can't answer, but uh, I'm sure they're doing fine. I'm still waiting for a response. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just wait for seven hours. Artie, it's been a little bit here. How you doing? Good. You I'm doing? doing good. It's been a, it's been a few months. Uh, it's been. I'm excited to get back on air, though. This is fun. Absolutely. I think we've all uh, had a lot going on in our lives here, and we took a little bit of a break with, after having a bunch of stuff backloaded. But we're happy to be here to do this to cap off season three and begin our journey into season four. And uh, in that journey, we will have the man who was on the second ever episode here and someone you have heard probably more than anyone else other than me. And he is, and if, if Worst Picture Cast keeps rolling, you maybe will have heard him more <laughs> than me too. He is Joey R. Joey. Hey, ah, happy to be here. 45 movies in. This is pretty nuts. Super, super happy to be here and hope everybody tells Artie how well they're doing. Yes, 45 movies for sure, and I, I will say that Joe has kind of like established himself as the in-house statistician, so he'll throw, uh, he'll throw different, different stats at me from time to time. Where are we getting in the hours, uh, hours recorded? Mark? We're eight hours away from 200 hours. Incredible stuff. Yeah. That's just for one episode, right? <laughs> yeah. That's season three alone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we can get there in this rankings episode in itself. Um, I want to kick it off next to the man who was on the third ever episode. He was on both the Season 1 rankings and the Season 2 rankings. He missed out on our Top 30 rankings, but he will hopefully be there for the Top 45. Tell them who you are. I am Chris G, and I'm glad to be here with all of you guys. And uh, excited to talk about some of these, some of the best ones we've seen and some of the worst ones we've seen. <laughs> yes, as we've joked around Season 3, this is, we call the Season 3 The Purge, <laughs> where we picked quite a few interesting projects to go. We needed some definite... Uh, palate cleansers along the way. So you're going to see some of the best of the best and some of the worst of the worst, as Chris just said. 
Uh, and we're back in the Chris G Studios. This is where oh, we recorded oh, yeah. the season one rankings. And uh, season two, we were over at the RDB Studios. We're back here. Uh, the RDB Studios are uh, under con- under construction right now. They're getting rebuilt. Yeah, there's a giant bathtub in the RDB studio right now. Oh. <laughs> waiting to be installed in the house. Uh, Not conducive yeah. to recording. Unless you guys wanted to sit in the bathtub. We're not going <laughs> yes. to make that happen tonight. And uh, finally, we do have a fifth with us here today. Very rarely the the fifth in fifth place around here. He's usually in first place when it comes to the tournaments and and uh, events we do. And <laughs> if you don't I recognize, feed off your booze. <laughs> I feed off of them. <laughs> Delicious. If you, if you don't recognize his voice. You certainly have seen his art before if you follow us on any of our social medias. He does all of the graphics here for Best Picture Cast. He designed the logo. He does all of the uh, the Best Picture Cast themed memes that you'll see. The tournament brackets. Really, anything you see. Merch, is right. Do not give any... Yeah, the merch, the merch on, yeah. on our merch store, on the t-shirts and mugs. We have a wine tumbler in the, in the mix. That's oh. a new addition to, to yes. Teespring. It's very exciting. exciting. I'll start adding those in. Yeah, without further ado, why don't you tell them who you are? I am Grant Z. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> of course, by the time this records, we don't know who the winner of the tournaments that we're running. We're, of course, That's running a, a rom-com tournament and a sports movie tournament alongside March Madness. Of course, they've gone so long that they've outlasted March Madness in true BPC form. It's been a very long month. Uh, Grant, you have endured quite a bit in the, uh, the graphics room there's been a lot, but it's been fun. It, it, it I, I enjoy doing it. You see, yeah. the bang well, things out really quick. I'm yeah, yeah, the turnaround yeah. is amazing. It Luckily, is. I'm a terrible employee at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love anyone out there listening to see the amount of work that Grant does. His thing, it's really is incredible, and the uh, the amount of um, like impressive work too. It's right. not like hackneyed graphic. Like it's really yeah, good looking. There stuff. are times where I go on social media and I'm like, you know, where's where, where's this thing up yet? And I have to think like, oh, well, give Grant some. Time here, like, yeah. the poor and, guys. And, and all the, delays are usually my fault. Yeah. I, I, usually, I usually ask here, I'm like, "Hey, uh, can I get the uh, the number? Uh, can I get the, the teams and the movies?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get it tomorrow." <laughs> I get ready to go, ready to do it. Grant, why don't you tell the people about our, our merch store? We started this last year as season two rankings. We decided to start selling some merch. I made artwork from not all the movies that we've done, obviously, but some of the more notable movies and inspired artwork. Inspired. Yeah. They're kind of clips from the movie, like scenes that look like the movies. It's kind of like you, you know when you see it kind of thing. Like if you know, you know. Start throwing those together and they're for sale. It's The link is in our, in the episode descriptions. Yeah. Uh, so, you can, so you can get it there. And I just recently uploaded more Godfather art. Yeah. This yeah, was, uh, we had one from the, the first Godfather, but it was the horse head scene. It was kind of bloody and uh, I guess... A lot of people wouldn't even want to buy a shirt like that. So uh, I, I do I, have a pint glass of that bloody horse. <laughs> I drink out of it often. Uh, so this one's a little bit more, a little bit more tame, but it's just as iconic. So it's a great, it's great. It houses a great bloody Mary, I will say. Are we going to be tapping into the NFT market anytime soon? BPC NFT. Listen, I'll have to Google what an NFT actually is, and then I'll get on. We'll it. let Artie point. <laughs> been explained to me several times and i still haven't the slightest idea what it yeah I, is. I don't understand how that works but <laughs> i believe there's a few items of merch that are being held back because we haven't covered the movies yet so you have some art ready to go there are but some, when we get to the movie then then they'll be released there are some there are some big ones i do have one of from i just kind of made as a lark for ben hur i don't know if i want to release it or not mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess i will because like yeah, why the why fuck not, not? yeah <laughs> Yeah, and so, I mean, I think there's ideas in the future of some of the movies we've already covered and then some of the ones that we haven't Well, there's, yet. there's a West Side Story one in the, in the, in the bank. There's a Casablanca, Casablanca in the yeah. bank. No Country. 
No Country for Old Men is in the bank. The, so, room, the room you've covered. The room is in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the room's going to be is in there. Is No Country for Sale or no? Do I still have the number one? I think you have the only. Wow. Because we haven't the only. Check that store often because you never know when they'll add a new item. i got to get my hands on one of these wine tumblers right now. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, the tumbler. That's, yeah, I, I break the glasses <laughs> oh, you would often be enough. So. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about why we're here today, guys. And that is, of course, the rankings. And... I'll explain how these rankings work here and what exactly we're doing, how we're going to tackle these 15 movies that we covered in our season three. Each season, 15 movies. As we go, we rank them, and then we'll do the group of 45. We'll get done at some point, too. But today, we're just focused on this season three. Before I explain exactly how that works, I want to go around the room and check out what everyone is drinking for the occasion. Um, I will actually start myself here first. I have, for the uh, duration of the episode, I, I have my go-to Montauk watermelon session. That's what I'll be drinking as we go. But I did bring one can of a local brewery I wanted to highlight, and uh, that is from the uh, Sand City Brewing Company, which is local to us around here. They have uh, a location in Northport, and they have a location in Lindenhurst, New York. Their go-to IPA that they try to push out is called uh, Oops, I Hopped My Pants. Huh. Um, a play off the SNL Will Ferrell skit. I thought that's what I grabbed here today, and of course it's not. Uh, it's the Finback is what they have here today, uh, the uh, Beachfront a, Avenue. What a segue. Finback, yes. But a, a really nice pineapple beer, and it's 8%, which is a lot more than the Oops, I Hot My Pants. That's that an already, already level. Yeah, yeah, so I'm setting myself off in an interesting path here. I was just uh, at that brewery with my uncle this week, oh, and nice. I had that exact beer at the brewery. It's so, delicious. Uh, yeah, great place. Yeah. And, and, Great beer. Did you go to the Northport one or the Northport? Northport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I cool. haven't been to the South Shore Linden or It's quiet. Uh, it's, you have nice spots in the sun to hang out. The brewery's great. All the guys are friendly there. I yeah. love that you have place. a dog, you can bring the dogs. Chris, why don't we just hop to you then? What are you drinking for the occasion? I am drinking uh, Stone IPA ah. from uh, California. Uh, I figured it was appropriate. A lot of these movies were so long, I almost turned to Stone. <laughs> Uh, so I figured that would be a good beer to start with. And it's just a stone IPA? And just a straight IPA. Straight IPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very solid. Great it's a art. classic. Great art. Yes. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Classic art. The gargoyle. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Joe, what do you have? I have another Long Island beer. Blue Point. Um, the Anytime Sunshine Grapefruit. It's a blonde ale. It's good. Tasty. Easy drink. It's only 4%. Cool. The, uh, the Blue Point Brewery, another local one. It's out in Patchogue, yep. Long Island. Yep. Nice little scene around that uh, brewery too. You can. Yeah, it's really cool um, over there. Some of these, some of the Long Island breweries are very like isolated, where there's there's nothing like else industrial to do around them. Yeah. That one you can walk right out, yeah. and Patchogue's a great little. Well, that was like area. one of the original. The, that's yeah, the I mean that, that got. I mean that got bought by Inbev, didn't yes. it? Yes, so it yeah. used to be a tiny little sh nothing in a parking lot. Then they blew up. They took over the old college I, campus. I still haven't awesome. been to the new one yet. It's cool. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's like three floors. Yeah, Artie. What are you drinking here today? I wanted to stick with a, a recurring theme in the movies of season three, so I went with the Keegan Ailes Mother's Milk. Oh, it's showing, showing, throwing shots already. Here. Gonna, I had some, uh, like, two in the morning with some cold chicken. It was very nice. It's a milk stout, is it not? milk stout. Yep. Mother's milk. Yeah. You know that was a thing, Joey, milk stout. You oh, yeah. aware of that. Okay. Very, would, you have, <clears> would you even drink that? Is no. Even, just because it says milk in the name? It's made with... I don't really like stouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair yeah. Okay. I don't like stouts in general. It's made with organic human breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been following along with our season three, and probably even earlier episodes... I think Joey season, has... Probably yeah. season one. Yeah, Joey I mean, has a podcast-long feud yeah. with milk. and uh, Milk and is, chicken. Yeah, milk Poorly and... Poorly handled and chicken. I love it's chicken. It's more about how people eat the yes, chicken than the chicken It's the, the eating itself. of chicken. Yeah. I have no issue with chicken inherently. 
Well, I'm sure we'll get to that with a few of our movies here. But uh, Grant, what are you what are you drinking here today? Uh, well, it's not a Long Island beer, but it is an island beer. It's a uh, Kona Brewing Company's Pipeline Porter. One of your favorites. One right? of my favorites. Yeah. One of my absolute favorites. Uh, so this is going to start me off. Then I'm going to switch over to um, Harpoon's Duncan uh, Variety yes. Pack. I still have a few of those. Wow, so we have uh, both both Grant and Artie went the stout the stout route. I've had that beer before, Grant, and it's very good. And I'm not a stout guy. That one's very good. But I don't, I don't associate stouts with Hawaii. You know, like I don't picture like being I, on like the I beaches thought, of Maui. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. I thought that exact thing when he said that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I went. I went to Maui on my uh, my honeymoon. And they had a Maui Brewing Company there. That was right by my hotel. Went there, and they had a, a coconut porter oh, like on, on on tap. It was one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. They disguised was... that porter with the can, the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, you would never yeah, think that there's like a guy surfing. It's yeah. orange. Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's some there's some coffee beans on the front. You know, it tells you what. I know what you mean. But though. these are only limited. Already. You can't you can't yeah. get this all the time. They usually have like lighter beers. This is like yeah. a. It's a great brewery. Yeah, yeah. Long, yeah, Longboard, that's like their big... Their Longboard and like... I like the Castaway IPA. Castaway's really oh, that good. That one's good. Really the good. Connolly IPA is really good. Really good, good. Yeah. yeah. A little stronger, I like that one. Let's oh, talk like... about uh, how we're going to tackle this rankings thing here. So if you if you haven't heard one of our rankings episodes <clears throat> before, we're going to start at 15. We're going to make our way all the way up to one. We'll each give our 15. If someone has that movie ranked higher, we're going to hold off on it. We'll move on to the next one. Once we get to the point where everyone has announced it, that's when we'll talk. So if all of us have the same 15 we're gonna dive right into it if all of us at the same number one you're not gonna hear about that number one until we get to that one slot so uh you'll kind of get a feel for it as we go i do want to say too is we have a fun little aside here in the middle here we'll, we'll break this up in fives and two of them are as, as we mentioned before we ran the rom-com tournament as well as the sports movies tournament so we each made a rom-com movie based on season three characters so you can plug any characters in any order and you kind of write your own movie uh, of the rom-com variety, which is something that we've argued about, what a rom-com, what makes a rom-com and what a rom-com really is throughout. So we'll see if that continues. And then we'll also choose a character to be the coach of our very own sports movie and tell us what that movie is going to be about. We can maybe include some characters uh, in the mix there too. You pick the sport, uh, you pick the coach, and we go from there. So that'll be fun to, to kick around too. I'm interested to see what route you guys went with that. So, do we have uh, any other thoughts here or anything before we get started here? I'm just ready to get into it. Okay, Joey, you, my friend, are in the number one hot seat today. I mean, we, we don't know how it's going to be when you sit down, but you are in that clockwise All right. uh, margin here. So, get us started, Joey. What? Oh, oh, you know what? I want to stop you. we got to tell the people what we're ranking. we got to tell you oh. people what movies we're ranking here, of course. So, sense. I'm going to read the movies off in the episode order. Here. Before you do that, I have a question. Okay. What's the relevance of the "We Didn't Start the Fire" song at the beginning? Well, I had a bunch of the movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, oh, were they? Yeah. Thanks, Artie, for um, for yeah. kicking out. Yes, we covered two of the three Best Picture winners mentioned in "We Didn't Start the Fire." Yeah. Ben Hur and Bridge of the River Kwai, and the third one will be kick off our season four, and that's Lawrence of Arabia. So that was going to be the debut of that. Uh, which was in the next verse that you would have heard if you kept listening to the song. And there was Psycho in there. And uh, so Psycho, like, actually, we, we talked, I think Marlon Brando well, gets shouted out. Well, we, talked, we touched on Psycho when we uh, did the Rebecca episode. Uh, yes, yeah. true. A little, yeah, a little BPC callback there. Uh, and another kind of like deep track is before the season two rankings, we teased that we were going to have it out with Chris over Billy Joel. Uh, and we never quite got there. So we'll see if it comes up to that, too. Billy, uh, Chris, a, a known Billy Joel hater. We're all Long Islanders. Yeah, it's more that it's shoved down my throat living here. Like, I mean, <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, Billy Joel's from here. Yep, and from Hicksville, yeah. And, and he, I didn't grow up here, but these guys did. And, and he, it's, he's just beloved here. Like, he's a hometown fucking hero. 
and that, and you have to hear it everywhere you go, and it just it drives me crazy. That's all. I wasn't always a hater. It's, it's, I've, it's, I've grown. My my hatred has grown. Chris, I, I mean, I I, I I dare you to listen to Vienna and not get moved. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it, dude. I'll take that back. Yeah, that's beautiful. My, my favorite, favorite, song. favorite Billy Joel That's a great song. Yes, great choice. Um, okay, so here are the movies we will be ranking today. We're going to start with what kicked off our season three episode, and that was The Godfather Part Two. Episode two was Grand Hotel. Episode three was Chariots of Fire. Episode four was Twelve Years a Slave. Episode five was Ben Hur. Episode 6 was Around the World in 80 Days. Episode 7 was Titanic. Episode 8 was Gigi. Episode 9 was Tom Jones. Episode 10 was The Best Years of Our Lives. Episode 11 was How Green Was My Valley. Episode 12 was The Bridge on the River Kwai. Episode 13 was The English Patient. Episode 14 was A Beautiful Mind. And episode 15 was Green Book. So those are the 15 movies we are covering. This is the calm before the storm, boys. Things have been noted to get a little hot here in these. We're, we're all still friends right now. Hopefully it stays that way, but um, we'll, we shall see. Uh, uh, listen, if we survive the platoon debate, we can survive anything. You'd think. I don't but, think that uh, debate's over yet. Right. <laughs> we're about three months from yelling at each other about that again. Uh, we're, about, <laughs> we're about three minutes from yelling at each other about, about that platoon? again. Platoon? Platoon? I don't know. Okay. Joey, without further ado, what movie is your number 15 of season three? So I'm going with the Dune of season three and Chariots of Fire. Wow. Starting things off with Chariots of Fire. I have Chariots of Fire higher. Me yeah, as well. Wow. I don't. I'm embarrassed to say I have it higher. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Grant, I have it with Joey at 15. Grant is locking in Chariots of Fire at 15. It fills me okay. with shame to say that I have that higher. Okay. Joey and Grant have Chariots of Fire 15. <clears throat> Myself, Chris, and Artie. We all have it higher. That brings us to Chris here. And just so uh, we know the order will go here will be Joey, Chris G, Artie B, Grant C, and bring it back to myself, Kieran B. Chris, what was your number 15 of season three? My number 15 would be, with a bullet, Tom Jones. Tom Jones? (laughs) You too. Artie has Tom Jones locked in at number 15. And I will say... It ain't unusual to rank Tom Jones below anyone. And it is my 15 also. 15 locked in, all three of us. But you two have it higher. We don't know how higher yet. I have it so much higher. Okay, I love this. Uh, We're moving now because we've now moved all of our 15s. All of our 15s are spoken for. We go back to Joey here. Joey, was your 14? So number 14, I will be joining you bros. And we are... Up to Tom Jones. Yeah, same here. Grant, okay, so yeah. all right, Tom, all right, so Tom Jones peaks out at 14. I Shamefully guess high. We each had it at 14 and 15, so we don't have to get too uh, too polarized here with this one. No, but I stinks. do want to start, and we're, there's going to be obviously be a lot of bashing, but let's start with the qualities of it that might have uh, that might have survived it over another movie. Without talking about Chariots of Fire yet, right. what about it, Grant? Well, yeah. uh, there's parts of it that, are, that isn't uh, dull. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's like there, that's the thing. Like there's, there's, there's parts. That's a of hilarious, it, like, like it's positive. It's like, like the movie. The movie is confounding. The movie's confounding in the way it's made, and yeah. and the plot's really screwy. What plot? Well, I mean that's exactly. that's kind that's of part of the problem. Of, yeah, but like there's at least some parts of it that are like at least memorable. It's sort of funny at times. Yeah, you know what it is to me is a, is a movie full of gags. 
Yeah. And there was a couple gags that, like, I was like, oh, that's where that they gag... Kinda, they kind of worked, yeah. Or, like, yeah. that's where that gag came from. You right. Know, there was one where, like, they're listening at the door in different positions. For, and, like, I was yes. like, oh, that's kind of a funny gag. That, that yeah, was, there, like, the best there's, there's, There are some things that, that work. You know, we'll, we'll talk about Chariots right. of Fire in a yeah. little bit. Uh, Joey, how about you? Again, without right, yeah, without yeah. referencing Chariots of Fire, we'll do that. Yeah. I, I chuckled a few times, which took it... Um, right. I like the silent movie start. I thought that was something different. And the very bad sword fight fake robbery at the end, I really enjoyed just how bad it was and that they stuck with it. I laughed at that, so that made it over. I'm going to kick it off to, to, to you guys in a second. My, my thoughts on this one are, are well known if you've heard the episode. Artie, you were on that episode as well. Yeah, um, thanks for I, that. <laughs> I will say, when Chris texted the group, now watching Tommy J, uh, I texted Joey on the side, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Wouldn't it be interesting if, if Chris was the, yeah. like the one that really loved it out of the bunch? And then like 40 minutes later, I text for Joy back. Well, never nope. mind about that. <laughs> it, it was, Chris, I, you just watched it this week. I I I hated it. I I, I hated it <laughs> in a way I rarely hated a movie. Like it like Joey, like I know there's certain some of the Broadway melody, I felt like it's so bad, it's kinda like I found something there's a charm. Right. Yeah, I found something so bad, bad that good. I enjoyed. I, it, this one, I I didn't find one thing pleasurable about it. I just okay. fucking hated it. I, un, I, 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 I can't even believe how much I hated it. I, I mean, yeah, there's not much to debate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, again, for the besides the couple of gags that I mentioned, that 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 was the only thing positive. I mean, it was a struggle to get through. Yeah, already. I mean, I'm on the episode, so you've heard my opinion. But I feel like saying something nice about Tom Jones is like when you have. A thing of guac and the top of it's all brown, and you try to just find a nice part to eat, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, that was a good part." Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing with finding nice that's, stuff to say about that's Tom fair. Jones. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. We're eating around the bad part. Of I, the I don't even understand how this movie was made. Never mind how it won a Best Picture award. It and at the time it did. I mean, it wasn't like there wasn't other movies that were really good or well, well yeah. made. I mean, I time. think any other season, this is an easy number fifteen for me. <laughs> Chris, I think one of the things you brought up on the side was the, the editing was just is so bizarre and and I mean, good. Kieran, honestly, that... you're a better editor of this podcast <laughs> than they are of, of a Best Picture winner. Like, and I don't mean yeah. that to offend you. Yeah. It's right. just it's really that yeah. amateurish. Like that, that hunting sequence was like a fever dream. It, and yeah. Yeah. Just like <laughs> yes. harsh cuts, like in mi- almost mid word, they cut. It's like, weird. It's, weird. it's and like you're watching style. IMDb yeah. TV and they're going to commercials. It, it almost you can do that harsh editing as a stylistic choice. That but it doesn't this. feel like this was a stylistic no. choice. They just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch for all the wrong reasons. Like not like, yeah. and I mean that literally all of them. Like yeah. it's tough on the eyes. It's yeah. tough on the ears. It's tough it on the it, mind. The brain. It, it, it attacks. You know? it Text every sense. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I get uncomfortable. You smell bad things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it makes your skin oh, crawl. It affects yeah. your sense of touch. Ugh. Now it's you know everybody's every character's a, a terrible person. I don't. Yeah. There's don't there's, there's no redeeming. No, everyone's irredeemable. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and it's, it's confusing tough. at yeah, parts. Yeah. All of that. Because it's bad. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad it's, story. For, as bad as it is, it's somehow not the worst acted movie in the world. Like, no, it, it has it, that is like one, okay. the one thing that I could at least like tip my cap to is that like at least the actors were trying with what they were yes. doing. Yeah. But it, it, the production of it is such a mess to me. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, as we're talking about the first movie here, which means it's the uh, you know among the worst that we say. Worst picture cast. What would a worst picture cast episode of Tom Jones look like? Because I feel like it carries some qualities. 
I didn't think we'd do it because it's not like it's not entertaining not, enough. Right. It's not fun. There's no charm. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't have that like bad movies can be entertaining. Right. This yeah. doesn't like, have that. Like no. Samurai Cop is so much more, so much fun, more fun to watch. Fun. Yeah. Than, because, that's the problem. There was just Tom Jones. Like Chris said, this wasn't like like I chuckled a few times, but overall it was not a fun watching like you, experience. Like you and I enjoyed Broadway Melody when we watched. Hundred percent had a blast. Like it's a bad movie, but we enjoyed. Great it. watching experience. Yeah. This is the thing that a lot of people about. Like I hate to bring it up again, but like a movie like The Room is like the best example of like a movie that's everybody knows is terrible, and people are like, well, why would you watch it if it's terrible? It has certain qualities right. that are just fun. That's to our watch. whole gimmick at Worst Picture and, Cast. Yeah. And this doesn't have that no, at no, all. No. It's bad yeah. in every way and, and no, no good in no it way. It takes itself very seriously when it should not. Yeah. We've spent far too much time yeah, on I think this. Yeah, we can move right on. I just want to ask did, when we did the 30, just off the top of my head, I don't remember, did everyone have uh, Broadway Melody at 30? Or there's some. I think so. I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. No one bumped it up. Okay. I, th- I think we, I, th- I think now Tom Jones gave it, giving it a run for its money. I, I, honestly, <laughs> it's honestly, a canon. No, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but hey. as I said on the episode, Broadway Melody's not forty five. It is a canon for yeah. ninety four. Yeah, it's a canon for ninety four. Uh, we're up to Chris. We're up to your fourteen. Okay, and I think we're they're here. Chariots of Fire is my favorite. okay. This is yeah. fourteen. Artie, you're fourteen. Uh, let me reference the document. Chariots of Fire. I will uh, tic-tac-toe you both here. Chariots of Fire is my 14. Okay. So we are talking Chariots of Fire now. <clears throat> so, so far, we're on this all on the same page here, basically. Oh, this is great. Everything we said about Tom Jones, only it's dull. <laughs> yes. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, it's, it's everything about that we said about Tom Jones, about yeah. it being, like, the plot's kind of stupid, and it, it's really nothing good about it, or re- redeemable about it. Only just about like a bunch of pasty British dudes running, and it's fucking boring as yep. shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's imagine Tom Jones had a song that became this huge, like epic song that lasted for generations. Well, they had a crooner, right? He was named after the movie, so that was <laughs> the legacy yeah. of the movie. Right. So that song is the thing that moves it above Tom Jones, yeah. because funny, otherwise it's unwatchable. That's fair. Party, but the that's funny fair. thing about that song is it's barely in the. I know, it's so poorly used. But yeah. that's why I have it last because it's set up like, oh, the song, good scene, and then it is the least fun I've had watching a movie. Yeah, it's brutal. And you guys know I will watch anything. I have fun. I have never had less fun watching a thing yeah, in my it, life. This was yeah, a drag to watch. And I'll watch anything. I will watch very bad movies and enjoy them. I look for <laughs> things to like. I couldn't. I I hated every would, second. Would of we it. consider this a sports movie? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never. Watched a sports movie where the lead up to the event is such is played up so much like you know, the Olympics, the Olympics, and we get there, and I'm like, is this is this it? Like the, it, it's like the race doesn't nothing, even happen. Nothing, it's nothing the opposite happens. of Ben the, Hart. The two racers you follow don't even fucking race each right. other. <laughs> they don't race each other. Fuck, they're right. different events. Uh, it's like it's like it's, having, it's like it's like miracle only. Russia and the USA don't play each other. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun. I had Chariots Fire 14, so there was a reason that I had it over Tom Jones. And what was that? It, pretty much exactly what I already the said. Song? The score. It's Vangelis' score. The it's, score? The only, it's the only reason it the was The score, high. and, you know, it isn't... The actual production of it isn't as bad as Tom Jones. There's, like, decent editing in it, and, like, you know, it's not good, but it's not as bad as Tom Jones. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not... Uh, 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 it's I, not good. The editing's not pretty. The editing in those Olympic scenes is awful. It's just all slow mo. Yeah, but they're not, really slow mo. But like too Way slow. Too Artie, slow. they're not cutting people off mid word. They should have. <laughs> you know. I will say what you brought up about the characters <laughs> annoying you or the characters being terrible people. That. 
I wish that the characters were annoying and terrible. And, yeah. and, and there was nothing. There was a, they there gave you so nothing. Like, I wanted to feel so something. Blah. And I think you said in the episode, you don't even know who is who. Like, it was just yeah. like the, the actors look the well, same. Every every character terrible was casting. Like, yeah. Every character was like a bowl of like lukewarm porridge. They just they offered nothing. Lukewarm. British porridge. Like, yeah. <laughs> the worst. Hell of a score, though. Hell of a, hell of a theme. So they, they put beans can, on their porridge. So how do you guys explain the best picture win in 1981? I, mean, I, I honestly think that the, the, the theme had something to do with it. I mean, that's, that's, the song went number one. Yeah, right, number one okay, so right. we, we've set our piece on, on Chariots of Fire there. Let's Goodbye. move on to number 13. Joey, we're going to be... We, we're pretty uh, in sync so far. Yeah, so far. Not that so far. We're uh, slide so, over to you, Joey. What was your 13? So for number 13... Um, Around the world in eighty days. Okay, wow. that was I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah! Yeah, three for three, you and I. Chris has it higher. I don't have it higher. I have it here. I also yeah. have it here. Hey! So, Chris, you're the only one that has it higher here. So, start we building your case, Chris. I, I don't really start want building your case, really motherfucker. To. I'll tell you, Mike. These five are. Not far apart. From no, me. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I so, get it. Yeah, um, yeah. So we need to hear now what your number thirteen is, Chris. How green. Was my valley? Ooh, well, I had the higher, yeah. higher it's number well, thirteen. We know we all had this higher, yeah. but yeah, we're not going to be talking about that one. Right. No, I would. Just... Uh, okay, so that brings us to number twelve. Joe, I guess that'll be you. Number so 12. for number twelve, I have our most recent episode and Green Book. Okay, oh, Green Book. No I have it higher. Uh, okay, a couple with it higher. So Chris, we're going to your number twelve. Okay, my number twelve would be Gigi. Chris has Gigi in at 12. I have Gigi higher. I have Gigi at 12 also. I have Gigi at 12. Okay, we got bang, bang, bang. You each have Gigi at 12. I have Gigi higher. Joey, obviously, you have Gigi higher. It's the ones without Um, the Gene Kelly. Yeah. Uh, So we're holding off on Gigi. (laughs) I will say my number 12 is right in line with you, Joey. I have Green Book. (laughs) Number 12. There we go. Love it. (laughs) All right, so we are off to 11. Joey, what is your 11? My number 11 is Gigi. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, I also have Gigi at 11, so it is Gigi time. Gigi. We'll go with the negatives there first, I suppose, right? Because we're still on the, we the bottom in here. So, I mean, you've um, spoken about it in long form. Let's hear the, the naysayers there. Sure. Now, just to be clear, you guys all had it at what number? 12. 12. At 12, okay, which is, yes. Yeah, so we all had three yeah. behind it. Uh, pretty bad. So listen, <laughs> it had a couple of things going for it. I actually liked what it looked like visually. That was interesting. Cinematography um, was good, yeah. I know the... the, the <laughs> A lot of problems with the opening and closing song. Uh, however, that was a big deal. Like anybody I talked to about this movie, the only thing they knew was that "Thank God for Little Girls" song. Yeah. Somehow yeah. that song was the song that survived all the others in a positive way. I don't get that. I but. don't understand it, but I mean, I, it is. I, I even I think I texted you guys like I'm enjoying this pedophile number. Yeah, uh, that's exactly <laughs> what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a, a delightful song, and except when you see the visual of the old man staring at little girls as he's singing it. Uh, and you actually has. break down the words. Did you guys watch it with captions? I might have. We broke it. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the I words. Did, yeah. There's a line that says something like, uh, uh, "A little girl's eyes so yes. so what so is helpless, helpless and, and appealing. appealing." Yes, that's nope. that's super troubling. Don't like that. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Henri so, is a fucking creep. That's where Henri is. It goes weird. Not bad. Anyone yes. who doesn't pronounce that Henry is creepy. <laughs> Henri, we're French. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a difference? That part. Out. All right, don't worry, they're docile. They won't come uh, after us. Oh my god! Uh, so oh, yeah, no, we have a big French audience. So it's it's a brutal it's brutal in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, it's um the cinematography I think is what kind of gives it a bump. Yeah, uh, I don't think the performances are all that great. 
Uh, some things they do are interesting, but like it's I have a hard time like ranking a movie highly that just skews me out. Right. Mm. And it and it kind of just does, I have no problem. It just like does. <laughs> <me out. laughs> so um, yeah, I mean that's, that, those are my thoughts basically. Okay, uh, Joe, Joe, before you kick it off, I'm going to throw a uh, a hot take out there. Oh, if you don't mind. I love it. This was a lot of talk about season three, The Purge, and we're going to get into all these. I have GG at 11. I have Green Book at 12. I consider 11 to 1 all great movies. I yeah, like, that's a hot take. I like number 12 at Green Book. I do not like anything about my 13th and 15. I think they're terrible. Uh, but I don't think that this list of movies is that bad at all. In fact, I, I genuinely like the 11 movies that I've ranked in the, in the top 11. And Green Book, I definitely do not dislike. I just don't think it's the greatest movie. We'll talk about that when we get there. Right. Um, Gigi, listen, the subject material is beyond questionable. Okay, and it is it, especially like as each year goes by, it becomes it more and more curious worse, yeah. as this how does it yeah. thing. However, we're not dealing with a, a, a completely and entirely fictional thing that was created by some writer who then was who who touted it out as this wonderful uh, lavish musical. I mean, this this sort of shit went on. Yeah, but it's, it does feel celebrated in this movie. Okay, and I think that there's an artistry to that. I think there's an artistry to that, and I think that there's commentary on that based on um, what went on at that time and how it was intertwined with the culture of Paris. If you get yourself past the idea that this is uncomfortable to talk about and uncomfortable to deal with... In 2022. Yeah, or I mean, I would hope even earlier than that also, but yes, definitely now. But I mean, as opposed to when it came out. Yes, yeah. But there is subtext to the movie that is very rich in culture and rich in art and there's a, enough to watch in the movie to be to consume your interest if you allow it to get past that uh, the the overall themes that you start with and i i think that there is redemption for Gigi in this world where she is basically destined to be cast off as you know, an upscale underage prostitute. It's called it's called Spade Spade. I think she ultimately dictates her own way and and does it on her own terms. And now the the creepy Henri character. I know I talked about this in the episode, and Grant, I know that you had some questions about the idea of it. But is he is supposed to represent Paris and how Paris dictates how the culture went and how the people were forced to interact with it. That's just the idea that there's no story to me is just a little bit off because I think that there is a, a story being told. And that's not even the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is the elite costumes. Yeah, costuming, costume yeah. photography, wonderful yeah. set design. Yeah. Just uh, again, elite. There is if you watch, take any scene in that movie, there there is spared no expense. There is a, a, every single thing going on in the background is there very specifically and there for reason. The color schemes of the different rooms are in whether it's Henri's all yellow room mm-hmm. or uh, Gigi's Gigi's red room. The, the red room. The, the times of her wearing plaid, not wearing yeah. plaid. Everything is so carefully designed and carefully picked. It, it is a, it is a very intelligent movie. I, I do have a question, and again, I didn't listen to the entire episode. Um, I, I just didn't have 14 days to do so. Gigi's apartment is is often talked about as if it's a dump. Does yeah. it not look like a dump to any? It doesn't look like a dump to really me nice at all. To me. If yeah. I didn't yeah. say it was a dump, I wouldn't have. I didn't that. understand that. That they were just letting you know where everybody falls, it was, and they, they yeah. made the apartment way nicer <laughs> than maybe it was supposed to be or should have been. You know, and I think Leslie Karen just does a really good job. Yeah, that's oh, so, so good. I, and, she so is good. Good. and she's someone I really shit on in the past, so I was really, you know, she did great. 
the other thing, while a lot of the songs are super forgettable, the whole whisper singing in Maxims really I sticks with like me. Like, I'm a big fan of that. I thought it was such a part. cool way of telling stories. I, I will say one more thing I, I enjoyed. When they would walk into the, the nightclub and... You know, everybody would stop, and it would all. Everybody would freeze. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I really love that. I love they'd that. They'd all, they'd all stop. The whisper singing. Whisper. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that. And, and I thought like, that was awesome and really unique. And whether you like musicals or not, or whether you're into that, I did. And this is probably one reason why I do, or I've learned that I like musicals, is I can dig a movie if I'm not totally wrapped up in what's going on with the characters or what's going on with the story. I can just get sucked into those sights and sounds, and the I can world, watch yeah. the screen yeah. and listen and and. And enjoy what I'm seeing without having to follow. And it, it, it plays as a rewatchable movie to me. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times even since the episode. I mean, so I, I already haven't talked too much about it here. No, I thought I was going to get away with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one note is the costumes and set design are, like you said, elite. Yeah. yeah. You can tell it's high quality. Uh, you know, the singing and the dancing, not dancing, but the singing takes away for me in the middle of the movie. I didn't like the songs. It, the story's a little too thin at that point to have that many songs. I will say it started strong and it ended strong because they packed a lot into the end. Really good. And ending. I did like Gigi's character. She was strong. I like yeah. that. Yes. So, yeah. there, we, there we have it. And there, <laughs> there it is. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, Grant, there what it is? is. Any, any words to add to it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really disagree with your, with your assessment. It just doesn't, just doesn't work. It's a genetic yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I just, listen, the, the character is such a creep. And I think if you, such a creep. if you watch it knowing that he's not we're, supposed we're, to be a good guy. Yeah. Right. Like seeing it, see, like when I watched it, I didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. You're, you explained it kind of opened, opened yeah. that up a little bit. Yeah. I just, um, I look at him as the gravitational pull of the culture. For all the wrong reasons. reasons. like, what's wrong? Right. Yeah. Because if you yeah. don't, and you just see this guy, like, high-fiving about someone trying to commit yeah. suicide, no, it. it's hard to... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's dressed up in, right. such, a, in such a fancy way. Maybe, uh, maybe, he wears maybe, dope maybe, suits. Maybe, maybe it's just one of those things where, like, I didn't think that they were that clever. <laughs> there's more like, to this movie than that. it... Well, the suicide scene is the tell. I mean, there's no way that right. they could oh, portray that in a positive... Him, right. like, high-fiving people. Yes, you got your first suicide. You got your first suicide. What? Right. It took you this long? It's kind of why I wasn't creeped out by that character. It was so metaphorical and in your face. Like, I couldn't... I didn't take him seriously, like... But I think, Grant, to your point, is I would think that at this point, probably... Most people's first watches are just with you. They can't. They see it, and it's just they're, they're turned yeah, off yeah. To right away. I think that that's a common thing, and I think that 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 turn off factor was much lower when this movie came out. Probably um, because like what like I talked to like my aunts and uncles about this movie. They're like, Gigi, like they're like it was yeah. a part of what was going on wow. back then. Like, it was yeah. a thing. Like, yeah, I've so. talked to people who are like, oh, I haven't seen that in so long. Like older yeah. people, and they're like excited we talked about it and watched it and liked yeah. it. I was like, yeah. interesting. Any any other uh, thoughts on Gigi here before we put it rest? Chris, did you have something you wanted to? Oh, I, I think we all <laughs> low key really good cinematography. That. One, oh, yes. one for cinematography, but it's, it's like not one that you, you very good. Like, yeah, no, it's good. Right it, it look, listen, it looks great. It's great stuff. Every, everything from the yeah. camera work to the the costuming and set design. It's and just going around Paris with them. That Gaston song is bad, but the way they go <laughs> around is really yeah. they just do on a great location job. filming too, yep. which I love. Just, okay, so that was. Mine and Joey's 11. Yeah. So, Chris, your 11. Is around the world in 80 days. Okay. Yeah, mine is at, yeah, at 13. Everyone, so. everyone else had that at 13. Okay. So, Chris, you are the high man on that. You so, love this movie. Tell you're us all, you're, <laughs> you're also on the episode. So, what's wrong know. with you? Go ahead. <laughs> Why are you such a monster? 
you know, if you listen to the episode, you know that I I didn't this movie, and I mean these these below these like kind of like what you said, Kieran. Although I'll say uh, the bottom five to me were were all equally pretty bad, and then the next ten are, are you I had, love all of them. You and Howard Green was my valley in your bottom five, right? Yes. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I I didn't love this movie, but compared to some of the other ones, uh, I did. I did again, cinematography in this one is really good. There's a lot of you know, scope. big grand. Yeah, the scope of it's big, big grandiose shots. Um, uh, Press per two there, I loved him. Mm-hmm. He was great, and it, it had some things that Fenty were cameos that were entertaining to me. So I, it was it was more watchable than some of the other ones on my on my bottom mm-hmm. five. Now I just just before we go on, you said you loved ten. Your top ten, you like? My top ten. This is my eleven. This is eleven. Okay, so I just want to just kick around the room. What's that number for you guys? Because for me, it's it's eleven. It's eleven for me too. Eleven. Yeah. Grant, you like two? Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, probably, no. It's it's higher. Movies I love. You love. Well, like that you enjoy that you would consider good movies. Oh, um, I think for the most part eight. 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 Up. Okay. Okay. Well, Grant is generally the harshest. Well, it sounds like Artie's about nine. to watch I'll say nine. Oh, okay, all right. I thought you were, you were, you were yeah, going to say six. Yeah, I thought you were going to say six. I was like, holy shit. Artie's nine. like, I've only seen nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've read Wikipedia like, for that's six. That's true. I watched Green Book on the way over here. <laughs> yeah, he watched the backseat of my car. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's I'm on on his really. phone right now. <laughs> um, I'm like, hold on one sec, guys. He's okay, like, oh, so, what the fuck you doing here? All right, so before we, we start the beatdown, um, is, there, is there anything else about Around the World that, that elevated it above the other movies that you would clock it in at that 11 um, slot you said you had it yeah yeah i thought it was an interesting yeah. it could have been listen it was an interesting story it wasn't executed as well as it could i mean yeah it didn't have a lot of um thematically a lot to offer no. so i mean that's why it's in my bottom it's, five yeah, yeah. listen the a lot of these bottom five could have been interchangeable yeah well, okay so yeah. it's Great. um it's an ambitious movie. I'll give it points for that. I mean, I guess they, they did accomplish it back back in the day. But I think it's one of those movies that was meant, like, kind of like an Avatar, where it's right. kind of meant to be watching the big screen. Yes. Yeah. Story kind of stinks, but it's like if you if you experienced it, you loved it. It's the experience. Of yeah, it. but like if you were just watching your TV, it's like yeah, yeah, it's fine. Artie, you're really sharpening your sword over there. I can tell. Just I know, I know your uh, I, I know your mannerisms. You're ready to go off. So what? Just go. I. Thought this movie was a torturous endeavor. What was it? What, what number was it for you? Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Only Chariots of Fire and Tom Jones are below it. Okay. I'll sense. give it some points for for its ambition and yeah. apparently, if you when it came out, it was like the first widescreen movie or something. Like you so had to like move, literally move your head. Yeah. So yeah. so a lot of these really drawn out, slow, awful, boring scenes are for, <laughs> were visually very great back then. Mm. It didn't translate to my TV in my den. It was very boring to me. It, wait, you mean it didn't work on your iPhone in the car? <laughs> I drove around the block 80 times to watch it. While texting around the block 80 times. <laughs> Would it take you a lot more than 80, I'll tell you that. Yeah, like 5,000. So anyway. It's in a quarter of the screen on your phone while you're texting how much you hate it. it just, there was too many slow parts. In between, but everything to keep went me too going. Long. Like even everything. like the bullfighting scene went too long. The, the bullfighting scene did love... go too long, but it was it was. Past part two was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, the bullfighting scene is one of the worst scenes in any best pictures movie we've watched. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> even I, I couldn't did, believe what I was watching. Well, you need I'm to like, watch this it on a TV. I really I did too. I watched it on my TV. Even on the even the the scene with. With the Native Americans attacking the train, like that was like that was a cool yeah. scene. But, like it went on for so long. Well, also the arrows look like they're made of rubber bands. Well, you know, like, they were yeah. hitting up. They were hitting up for part two, and then yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys just and then Frank Sinatra's in it for eight seconds. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I will disagree oh, with Artie on the bullfighting. While it's too long, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I like that scene. It's just too long. Yeah, I like this scene. The, I, I enjoyed it for the first the Spain, 20 minutes. The whole, the whole Spain long. segment was yeah, the first way 35 too long. minutes of the bullfighting scene. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Joe, Watchable. you were on the episode myself and Chris. Uh, thoughts to throw on top. We, all four of us had it at, at uh, 13. 13. Yeah. Okay, so. uh, and I had it at 11. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, it's not like I had it at 2. You, know? yeah, well, you weren't yeah. that far apart. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about my number 11. Okay, but you know what? You were the only one who picked other movies that weren't. Uh, that weren't Tom Jones and Chariots of Fire ahead right. of it, which is interesting because we yeah. the, the rest of us had those. I think there's a big jump between fourteen, fifteen, and thirteen. I think uh, the bottom. I mean, I don't agree with that statement. I would I would watch Around the World in eighty days again if I had to. I have no desire to ever watch Tom Jones or Chariots of Fire. Yeah, I have no again. desire to watch Around the World. Yeah, I'm um, with Grant. I I I'm actually kind of real not happy with myself that I have two movies behind this one. Yeah, I, yeah, I would right. love to have this movie at fifteen. Oh wow, okay. I, I it. This movie really? again offends my past my part two brings it up for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're wasting uh, my now time. Listen, now here's why what, what, Joey. What, sorry, what past part two brings it up for yeah, me. He too. was a lot. Yeah, of I, I do like his his performance in it. Uh, David Niven. Okay, fine. Um, but and I like. Here's what brings it up over the other two. Okay, because there are some 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 quantifiable things with this movie that you have to tip your cap to. It was a big deal at its time. All right, you can't. You can't ignore that, all right? It was a big scene. It was a big production. Uh, the producer really made his, his name off it. The panorama vision, all that. Also, the invention of the cameo is a Huge. big deal. It's yeah, never been done right. before. It yeah. was a great idea. It's used all the time was now. It, was it Sinatra? Was one of them? Uh, there's so many Sinatra's one of them. in there. Was, there was a piano 50, player. Yeah, 50 famous people. In yeah, there. I, mean, I, think, just, I think a lot of them haven't translated to 2020. There was a lot of European, European actors in it. Sinatra's the biggest one. Jackie Chan. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, well, Buster Buster Keaton is Buster one Keaton's of them among, among yeah. others. But um, so there's so there is that. Now I think something that should be pointed out too is is Chris, you said you know it was a good story, and Grant, you said it was it was a terrible story. I, I, thought, I thought you said the story. Uh, really, I guess the prep. But, I, okay, but no. But the point I'm point making is is that you're both right. Because this is a Jules Verne property. Yeah. This is a classic literature story. Yeah. I mean, this is this is yeah. a this is a classic. But Grant, yes, it's told in the worst of right. ways. They, yeah. they spent too much money on how it looks and too much time on not just how it looks, but how it's going to be presented to the audience of 1956. And that's like such a specific type of dated that it's has it has a ceiling for how good it's ever going to be. And it's, you brought up Avatar, Grant. It was on the tip of my yeah. tongue with it. Yeah. This is. The Avatar of 1956. It's only as good as it can be in 1956. It doesn't work for modern audience. And what's yeah. funny is that they put that they put like the first movie you're going to this moon in the beginning of it. So they had concept of the future, and yeah. they made them the most of its time movie that they could possibly make. Yeah, you know what? It had a concept of the present being the future, right? But it didn't have a concept no. of the future. Well, it, he looked at it as if the future is the way that will, like the present is how the future will be. We got a be. cool Smashing Pumpkins video from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, that was also kind of yeah. um, the Smashing Pumpkins video is better than Around the World in Eighty Days by a lot. <laughs> well, that, close. that opening, it's the opening. That's scene. the opening. No, scene. Yeah, let's, well, that's yeah. trip to the moon, but that's right. Right. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, that's yeah, from yeah, a silent yeah, film yeah, from right. from earlier earlier on. Yeah, there's nothing new created there. You know, I don't have a whole hell of a lot more to say other than it's. I just don't ever want to watch it again. Um, I don't, yeah. and, and I feel that way about all three of the, my bottom movies. Like uh, Tom Jones, Charts Fire, Around the World in 80 Days. I'm good with them. Good. I mean, uh, that's exactly good. how I feel about my number 
13, which is... Yeah, well, you guys well, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Anything else on Rattle World, World in any days? You were not amused by Press Part 2, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a shtick going on throughout the movie. I, I thought it was, it was a nice slice of culture in yeah. there, just from what, from like, what I guess he was important to... The um, highest banking star in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's sailing away. Around the world in 80 days. All right, so we have now given all of our 11s. Artie. Oh, Artie. I'm, I'm giving my 11. Artie's 11. He's a little, uh, he has some trepidation yep. about this one. Uh, just looking at my list, I have a feeling this is going to, anyway. My number 11 is How Green Was My Valley. I okay. have it low. I have it lower. I have it higher. Is it lower? I have it higher. Joey has it higher. Okay. Joey's probably yeah. the one, one opinion. I have no idea what he's going to say about that movie. So, uh, Grant, you were on the episode. For that. Yes. But we're holding off on how green was my valley. Grant, we finally get to give a number here. It's not just 10. I know. <laughs> uh, 11. Um, it is similar to Artie's, but it's green book. Okay. That's my number 11. I have it way up. Green higher. book is your 11. Higher. Okay. Chris and Artie have it higher. Of way course, I higher. said before that my 11 was Gigi. So, we are... Headed to the top tens, right? Yeah, number yeah. tens. Okay, so before we do the tens, it's time for build a rom com from season three characters. I hope <laughs> it gets wacky. We don't know how wacky it's gonna get. Artie's eyes just lit up like, uh, like I don't know what that, but they lit up like. <laughs> I'm just wondering if this is even gonna make it to air. <laughs> oh, I, you know what, Artie? I honestly, I had one and I scrapped it. Dude, I, thought it was I too had much. two. And I was like, this is, I'm just never going to be allowed yeah, on the podcast again. What I, I've learned to not ever start with Artie. So uh, <laughs> Woody Allen and Back in the Future taught me that one. Uh, so would anyone like to go I'll first? I'll go first. Joey's going to go first. Okay. Mine's super convoluted. Oh. It's prequels and sequels. So 1932 Berlin, the Grand Hotel. So the movie ends. Dr. Augerslag's final line is always the same. People come, people go, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the backdrop for it. So that all this shit goes on at the Grand Hotel. So we have like a, uh, a mishmash of characters at the Grand Hotel. Yeah, okay. Just like the movie, they're okay. just coming okay. back. Angahard, you know, Catherine O'Hara's character from How Green Is My Valley, leaves her husband in South Africa. She goes to the Grand Hotel figuring out what to do next. Gigi leaves Gaston when he starts allowing their daughters to be groomed by fellow creeps. <laughs> they're older now. Warden, before he's the major, after World War I, not sure he wants to do. He goes, explores Europe, ends up with a nice love triangle. Warden from... Uh, Bridge, bridge over the river quad. Right. right. Before he's, you know, major. Jack, Jack Hawkins. Hawkins yep. right, yeah. Only he's a teacher professor at Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, he's figuring out his shit. Okay. Right? Goes on vacation after World War II. Nice love triangle with the three of them. Okay, so we have Maureen O'Hara from, from How Grown Is My Valley. We Leslie have Karen. Leslie Karen from Gigi. And we need and someone Jack, else for Jack, Jack, Hawk, Jack uh, Hawkins. Jack, Jack Hawkins. Jack Hawkins bridge. We're youngering him up. Okay. Yeah. All right. you make up. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. So they just and they're the just, they're just in the Grand Hotel. And <laughs> so nice love triangle between the three of them figuring out where they want to go and chaos ensues. And What's chaos this movie ensues? rated? NC-17. I hope so. That's what I'm wondering. I'm go PG-13. No. Go You're not going to see... All right. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. We got a, we got a Grand Hotel what? setting there. I like it. Um, My, mine's in a similar vein if you want me to get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. In 1920s Paris, Rose Dawson is six years older and okay. it's still... Trying to make, you know, she's still making life, making it count. She headed back to Europe? She went back, she went back to Paris. You know, I mean, Jack was in Paris for a while. She kind of wanted to... Hope she flew. Rekindle that. She did not... <laughs> in 1920s, <laughs> I think she took a boat. But she, she still can't find that someone. But at a restaurant, she bumps into a man named Felix von Giergen, also known as the Baron, from oh. Grand Hotel. And she learns that after a couple of dates that he's a uh, he's a burglar, and she's like, "Oh, well, this is exciting. Maybe, maybe this is what I needed." 
though he's in Paris and he's casing, uh, he's casing the th uh, the robbery of Gaston Lachiel. So he's actually there to rob Gaston, who's now single. If he's Gigi, Gigi left him. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and so yeah, and that's, and there's conflict arises where she thinks that that Baron's only there for her necklace. And that's not the case when they end up together, but they, you know, ultimately it doesn't work out like speed. But like, <laughs> like because she goes to, because Rose marries someone else and, and, and Grand Hotel, you know, 12 years later, he's single. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my rom-com. I like it. I like it. Very good. I, I totally can see, uh, can see Rose as the, uh, the pickpocket type with the, with the right kind of influence. Sure. There. I like that. Chris, you ready to go? Yeah, sure. All right. So I, I'm going to give you, I do something a little different. I'm going to give you my the, the uh, characters from that I chose, and then we're going to go into the story. So I chose jo uh, Judah Ben-Hur and Masala. Yeah! Two childhood friends reunite after years apart. It is apparent almost immediately that the two men have a deep romantic feelings for one another. But before they have a chance to take their relationship to the next level, tragedy strikes. Masala has a terrible chariot accident and suffers a traumatic brain injury, leaving him unable to remember anything longer than 24 hours. <laughs> now Judah has to begin every day trying to find new <laughs> crazy and kooky ways to woo the man he loves called Ben him <laughs> 51st uh, chariot rides I guess 51st I chariot that oh, was amazing honestly something like that was my backup that's amazing <laughs> Masala Ben-Hur back yeah, I was, was trying to like movie. redo a perspective like that and I couldn't get there that's amazing that's so funny so good it's good so good uh, Artie right <clears throat> so I I I teased this in the group chat, but there's something about Gigi. Okay. So we're taking the premise of there's something about Mary, but there's several men in love with her. Now, these men are all from season three, and they're all weird. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Ra Ralph, Ralph Fiennes from The English Patient. Ralph Ray, Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes from The English Patient. He likes Gigi. <laughs> Tom Jones likes Gigi. And Leonardo DiCaprio likes Gigi from oh. Titanic. And... The movie is the three of them trying to court young Gigi. I like it. There's something about Gigi. Some hair gel. And hair gel in the mix. Now, you will also come to realize that there may only be one rom-com movie I know. There's something <laughs> about Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Great All callback. Right. Okay. So, I, mine is not too dissimilar to that. So. so, the door has closed on Kate Corleone. And she's not sure what to do next with her life. Mm. So she decides she's going to up and leave and head to Europe to try to start anew. Out in Europe, her, her friends out there introduce her to some new gentlemen, one much older and one much younger. And the two court her throughout. The uh, man much older, of course, is a well-connected gentleman in the town who can show her to all the right places. His name is Henri, and he's always <laughs> looking for... Um, she's a little older than his normal type, but uh, she'll she'll do, uh, she'll do for the business is a little cold for Henri, so uh, he's courting Kate Corleone, and then the much younger Tom Jones is in the mix and looking to uh, go for a uh, a cougar himself, and she likes the fun and free loving nature of Tom Jones, but she also likes the connected cultured style of Henri. Unfortunately. Uh, Michael's, oh, Michael's, <laughs> Michael's Italian crew, who uh, were just settling back in from bringing uh, Frankie Pantangeli's brother uh, back to Italy, decided to take a little uh, stroll to France, too, and 
and get a little sniff of what's going on here. You did say rom-com. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's some funny stuff going on. I can analyze this situation. It's like a dark comedy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more yes. like a deathless movie. It's like yes. kiss, kiss, bang, bang. So as Michael's friends go off and uh, and go after Tom Jones and Henri, and it doesn't end well for either of them, Kate runs <laughs> off with another young buck coming through, and he is Jack. And Jack is going to show her... Uh, show her a, 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 a good a good time. Yes, and they're gonna hop on the boat. Back to no, the time friends are all screwed up. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's yes. like this is like the latest Spider-Man movie with like all the different universes. So Kate yes. ultimately <laughs> dies on the Titanic. No, <laughs> quite the opposite actually, because Jack meets Kay Corleone. I called her Kay Corleone before. Kay Corleone. He doesn't go on the ship. He oh, doesn't no. play in the poker game. And he goes off with Kay Corleone. Unfortunately, Michael Klein, and he, sleep, <laughs> he sleeps with the fishes anyway. Um, yes, and uh, this movie is entitled Against the Family. Ah. And uh, Kay learns that going against the family isn't as easy as it seems. There you go. Doesn't sound very funny. No, well, there's, there's, there's some jokes smattered in there. Is that to kill off a Well, lot of Jimmy Fallon plays Leo in this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So far, so good. We're headed to number 10. Joey, kick us off. Joey, ours number 10. So for number 10, I have Grand Hotel. I, All right. Anyone I also higher? have Grand Hotel. I yes. have Grand Hotel there also. Higher. I have Grand Hotel at 10. So four oh! of us have oh! at 10. Very nice. Very nice. Artie has it higher, though, so we're holding off. Love it. We're headed to Chris. Your number, your number 10 was Grand Hotel. Yeah, Artie, Artie's your number 10. The English Patient. First sighting of the English patient, and that's a skosh. So uh, we'll go to then Joey, your number nine. My number nine is the English patient. Hey! Uh, hey. Chris, you're number nine? Nine. Is the English patient? This is fucking crazy. This is amazing. Higher. Higher, higher. That does not surprise me. Not acceptable. Wow. So Artie, what's your nine? uh, Artie, your number nine. Number nine is Titanic. Ooh, the first sighting of Titanic. I have Titanic higher. First and last sighting of Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Snow Lights, can you? My name's English speech. Yeah, so we go to mine number nine, and mine number nine is, and I, I guess I'm the low man here, A Beautiful Mind in at nine. So you guys all have it have it higher. Yeah. Um, again, I love it, but well, I guess well, I'll be the low man, so I'll, I'll have to explain that on that end. So we're headed to eight now. So my Joey number eight, eight is Beautiful Mind. Okay, Joey's number eight, Beautiful Mind. Do we have people up higher? Higher? I have it higher. Okay, okay, everyone is higher. Chris, you're number eight. Green Book. Okay. Oh, okay. that's the high man. I think it's... No, I have it higher. Whoa! Whoa. Wow. No. I mean, he did just watch it's it a really... ten minutes ago, so... <laughs> it's a really good Wikipedia entry. Okay. He's, he's holding off. All right. My number eight is Grand Hotel. Okay, and that would be the high man. Okay. Yes. Marty, let's just have it yeah. off. Why, yeah, why, why is it... Yeah. Really well made. Very clever dialogue. Way ahead of its time. Super memorable. I really stuck with me. I enjoyed it, and it stuck with me. Yeah. And I mean, uh, over these other movies, you know, they all have a, a something, but this had it all, kind of. Like, Joan Crawford. Put together. Oh, yeah, she's a beauty. <laughs> Ooh, great, great, a lot happens, great stories. I, I, it's way, way before, I guess, the no more wire hangers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's before that old period of her life. So, uh, right. She's not all beat up. Was that um, an abortion protest? Oh, you you never seen Mommy uh, Dearest? Da- Mommy Dearest? No. It's based oh, on her. Yeah. It's about, like, she was apparently John, a horribly John, abusive John Crawford's yeah. children. Parent. Oh. Yeah. Came out in the 80s. It's it, it's a classically like bad yeah. movie. But there's a scene there's a scene in it. It was like a good joke when it came out. Oh yeah. god. Oh yeah. 
But there's a scene in it everybody knows. About That's the, about, the scene about using wire and hanger. Yeah. Like, so let's just yeah. let's yeah, take sorry. a important a little roll call. <laughs> here. Did, we, did we all have it at ten? Yeah, and yeah. already had it yeah. at eight. eight. Chris, we haven't heard you talk about it yet. Uh, listen, I, I, I thought it was good. I, like I said, my top ten, I, I liked them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was good. like already said a lot of it. You know, it's uh, it was memorable. It, it uh, I thought it was it was ahead of its time. Uh, I love John Barrymore. He was he was really excellent. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greta Garbo. I had issues with her acting. I don't know. Is she considered? I don't know if she's considered a she great actress. She was a silent actress. She, she was, was kind of on the end of her yeah. run. Well, I could kind of. She see, was a big name. Now that you it. say that, I can kind of tell because she used her face yes. was very bizarre, like twitchy. I would consider it twitchy. Like mm. okay. it, was, it was just a very, very bizarre. A big name. Off, but I, yeah. I love Joan Crawford too. I mean, I, it was good. It was a great story. Like it was. It was. I enjoyed it. But it, yeah. it's. I just like other movies better. Grant, you were not on the episode. Uh, what are your thoughts? I was on not. Um, yeah, I, I think there were some there were some elements of it that I, I really liked. Like the cinematography, I thought was 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 really well done. Again, it's kind of it's kind of like Around the World in Eighty Days, where it is it was a very ambitious movie, right? Because this is the first like star studded mm. movie, right? Where they yeah. had a whole it bunch of. It was the first like, time they they had like multiple A listers, top yeah. stars. Yeah. So there there is there is an appeal about that. Um, I don't know. I just it felt like the first time they tried to do so many storylines in a movie, mm. where there was like five. They had like five or six irons in the fire, and to me, I think it kind of fell short in bridging all of them together in a clean way. Mm. Yeah, and and I think that's probably a product of the age, they, they haven't right? done it before, yeah. and right. it's you know it's it's hard to it's hard to blame them, but nonetheless, yeah. I'll say, Chris, you're normally super critical of movies of that time that yeah. as far as just how well they catch your attention but this one doesn't seem didn't seem to be a problem for you it was listen it's i have a 10 out of 15 so it's on the lower side it's not my favorite type of movie in general so it, it suffers for that but for its age like grant said it, it really it does a lot of things right and uh, yeah it doesn't do that and i'll say this about best years when it comes up as well they do a good job of like having it be natural dialogue a lot of movies of that time do that old time yeah. talk and I'm like I don't yes. even know what the hell you're talking about the transatlantic about. accent yeah it drives me nuts ahead. it's the same exact criticism I have a lot of old movies yeah. where they all talk in that stupid transatlantic uh, accent this had very natural almost modern dialogue yeah, exactly. and I, I really appreciate that me too it really engages you in an older movie more so than yeah. that stupid transatlantic yeah. shit Joey in, in ranking this and placing this amongst the others what sort of qualities of the movie stood out to you, and why did it, did it end up in this slot for you? So I wanted it to be higher. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't love where it fell. I, but because I really like the way the beginning seems so chaotic, but everything has its payoff. doesn't fully come together at the end. I do agree with Grant there. Really good performances. I love Joan Crawford in it. Um, Lionel Barrymore. I, I think like it's Lionel hyster- Barrymore. Yeah, I feel like we didn't praise him enough on the episode. Yeah. I, I really well, Oz made us do shots, so I lost my trains of thought. <laughs> uh, but Lionel Barrymore was really funny and really caring, and I really appreciated what he did. And it's just, you know, it, it was a movie that I think outkicked its coverage but just didn't fully land everywhere that it wanted to mm-hmm. land I, I will say it's about uh, Lionel Barrymore that um, I watched it a second time a couple of months ago in preparation for this and the second time around I just I did not like Lionel Barrymore's character oh really, really? why yeah I don't know I just he just seemed like so I liked him more on rewatch too much of a character is the drunk yeah, acting take you out of it? It, it, was, it was just like he, was just, he just seemed like such I don't know. Like it, it, it just seemed like such a needy character. 
Uh, and it, it just kind of annoyed me. See, I liked it yeah, more on the second I, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I also I, kind of, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I don't. That wasn't my reaction to it, but I could see how someone could say. That. I, I think Oz. Yeah, felt very. Because like, yeah. my first one, I liked it. And the second watch, I'm like, it was just too much. This much. Yeah. Was yeah. it a five a.m. rewatch though? Or? No, it was like a normal <laughs> rewatch. <Yeah. Okay>. <laughs> Confirming <laughs> the convictions oh. rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you're like, I'm gonna tell everyone, I'm gonna just, watch Birdman and tell everyone why I believe what I believe. Just proving my thesis. Yeah, exactly. Researching I, your own paper. But I do. <laughs> then you cite yourself. Grand Hotels of is an old know. movie that I've recommended to people that other people have liked, even people who don't like old movies, because there is something modern to it. I think it's the dialogue. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I think not, it's, it's, it's not a movie people dislike. I, I don't think anyone would dislike it. Yeah, so I gotta say, with, with Grand Hotel, I get Joey's sentiment about wanting it to be higher, like you wanna root for it, but there's just, when I'm looking at it, there's a little lack of certain top of the line qualities it's that just I need good, in a movie that just keeps it, right. but I, I don't dislike anything right. about yeah. it. Yeah. It's ahead of its time and all that. It, it is relevant to this year in the sense that a right. Best Picture winner has not won Best Picture without a directing uh, or editing mm-hmm. nomination yep. since Grand Hotel. You know, no, and Grand Hotel's the only one to win with it being its only nomination. Yeah. Until Coda. Until uh, Coda, yeah, Coda yeah. this year uh, yeah. took that. So it's just funny to throw it all the way back to that. Uh, Grand Hotel nominated for one award, Best Picture of Wins, which is kind of crazy. And, and I think it's just, the, it's yeah, a never, time. They didn't know what to do with all the supporting actors. Supporting actor, right. uh, uh, the supporting actor categories didn't exist yet. Right. So right. just little stuff like that. Just but. too, they had so many stars that, because again, Greta Garbo is not great in it, but she's such a huge name. A- am I wrong? Am I the only one that thought that? Or is uh, you guys... Was that a thing that you guys? No, she wasn't. She wasn't. I think Joan Crawford was way better. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't disagree with what yeah. you're saying. It's kind of where I'm at with Grant with the the Lionel Barry thing. I get what you're saying too. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really necessarily bother me. I thought that she was the weakest of the. Yeah, of the you could tell she's yeah. a silent actress. But I appreciated yeah. her presence. Me too. She was acting too much with her face and not with her words. Which, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no, it makes yeah. sense. That, that but said. I liked having her there because it was a different energy. I mean, she's, it's a pretty face too, and no question about it. But it's yeah. just too much. Too much face movement. <laughs> it was driving me crazy. And it was like over, she was overacting where I, I thought most everybody else in it, uh, 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 Barrymore, uh, yeah, Lionel, Lionel Barrymore aside, I, I think you're probably right there too. Just a lot of overacting, like being overly drunk is sure. like always mm-hmm. a criticism. I hate that. Like, yeah. Drunk, drunk acting is hard. Drunk, yeah, I guess uh, I'm around enough drunks where I guess I, I think I'd be pretty good at it. <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's just not done well yeah, often in that's movies. That's true. It's very rarely and done. We'll get to a movie yeah. that has a great. We get to talk about the yeah. other end of that, right. though. But I, I just want to throw out there, too, the director of Grand Hotel, Edmund Goulding, also directed the original Nightmare Alley. So another yeah. tie, to, yeah. mm-hmm. tie to this year, too. And I think it's a really well-directed movie, Grand Hotel. Very and another one that, movie. like, yeah. why is it not up for script? Like, right. it totally should be up for script. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It was so original that they're probably like, what is this? And then, yeah. you know, years just like later. Too far who knows at that time, maybe they they know they're giving it best picture, right. so they just give, give, go other You know, a lot of these movies, too, can, like, can go over people's heads at a certain time you know and I was it 32 some of the subject I couldn't find any kinda... information on a ceremony yeah so they probably just picked winners you know they had their nominees and picked winners right. I mean audiences have got become way more sophisticated over the years I would say yeah for sure so, yeah um, but listen for, for a movie to to be oh, viewers to, to be watchable almost a hundred years later is great testament to the people that put the thing together yeah, and absolutely. I really like the movie and you know it, it kind of was very easy to slot it in where I slotted it in this one. 
I wonder how easy it'll be when the field gets bigger. Though. Harder. I think no, that's it's it not going to be easy. It could get that's very a lot hard. harder. Yeah. yeah. This whole or, season's going to be a pain in the ass. With yeah. That. I think yeah, that this right. season yes. worked well within itself. Yeah. But once it spread it's out, it's, it's, it's like thirds. In the vacuum, it's going to be great. And, yeah. Like, yeah. When you expose it this, to every other. Yeah. Well, I already started looking at that, and it is very it's hard. Tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really tough. So, Artie, you had it uh, the highest at eight. I'll get you to do closing thoughts on Grand Hotel before we move on. I just thought it was ahead of its time. It was very well made. I like it more than the other movies that I have below this. Yeah. And you had it ahead of Titanic. (laughs) And How Green Was My Valley. Okay, Grant, so we are up to your number eight. Uh, My number eight is How Green Was My Valley. All right, I have that higher. What the fuck? I know, dude, I'm with you, man. But when you watch it separate than seven other movies, you... I mean, I did, and it's... it's okay, so... Uh, my tolerance for you is approaching zero. <laughs> <laughs> Up to my number eight, and my number eight is The English Patient. Am I the high man on The English Patient? I have a nine. Yeah, I have a nine, nine so... I have a ten. So you're the high man. Nine. Okay, I'm the high man. All right. English Patient. So I, this is one I was pretty confident coming in that I would be the high man. Yeah. Uh, so I will start things off. I understand the issues that anyone would have in embracing the entertainment values of this one. It is not the easiest movie. Does it to have some? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, I don't. I think it I'm does. joking. Yeah, it's okay. a joke. Okay, okay. It's, I'm just saying it does have a few things. It's overly long. It is self-indulgent, <laughs> and I have to say that if I'm going to ding up the artist for all the criticisms I have in the artist for aping Billy Wilder and aping Gene Kelly and whatnot, I have to recognize. The English Patient for its aping of David Lean's work. Because it is very clear that he's trying to create a David Lean epic type of thing. And there are some aspects where he falls a bit short. So I, I admit all that. That being said, you know, this is the type of movie that checks a lot of boxes for me. As far as cinemagraphic visuals, on set, film location, in the desert, performances. Yeah, dialogue them and all. performance. There's yeah, a lot of great Yeah, loved them all. Yeah. Really liked the layers of the characters. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that anyone here was written like your token movie character. Even our our pal um, Colin Firth. You know, I think that that character could so easily be just like plot trope. Here we are. But I do think that you could sit down and you can analyze the motivations of the character and, and, you know, figure out what led him to, to, to the decisions that he ended up making. I love the Ray Fiennes performance. I love the Ray Fiennes character. I think it is such a complicated layered, interesting, quote-unquote, protagonist, because while he leads the narrative, um, he's really just not the best of guys in so many ways. I like a movie where every time you watch it, you can psychoanalyze the characters and try to figure out why why this guy's doing that, what brought this guy to that. Uh, Juliette uh, Binoche who probably is the real protagonist of the movie, I would, I would think. Yeah. If you really want to talk about, like, the good guy. Of, right. of She's wonderful. Uh, She's it's a great, great performance. Naveen, Naveen Andrews is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I like uh, Chris, uh, Chris Scott Thomas, too. I know Adam dinged her up a bit. But um, I, I really like all the performances and all the characters. And that's the strength of The English Patient when you take that and mix it with the, uh, the backdrop. The backdrop of the desert and this and that. There are some... Uh, some storytelling issues and there are some editing issues and I'll let you guys pounce on on all that right now but um, and who had it the lowest? Artie? <coughs> I think I did yeah I, had I think it, yeah, uh, it was one spot lower yeah I, we're I right. had a 10 you had a 10 I had a yeah. 9 9 yeah. 
Right, so no one really, really ranked it very low. No, no. I had it at eight. So right. we are kind of We're on the same, 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 same area. Uh, Chris and Artie, you watched it for the first time this week, right? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Jack, my All wife right. and I watched it. Um, okay, but you have you two have the freshest watches. So, yeah. um, Artie, you want to Artie, you go. The first two things you said, I think, were pretty perfect. It's overly long and overly self-indulgent. Um, there's some... For a really long movie, you should not have expedi- exposition dumps. And it has a couple of them. Like, don't make me sit here for this long if you're going to cram a bunch of information into three minutes of dialogue. Like, yeah. like Chris says, you can always shave 20 minutes off a movie. This movie's too long. Mm. It's too long. It's really well shot at certain points. And to the point of um, Colin Firth's character, it could have just been a, a, a trope. It had layers. I attribute that all to Colin Firth's acting. I think he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think I, he created that character. And one more thing is, and Kristen Thomas, um, I didn't think she was very good. Okay, so you're on the same page with Adam with that. Yeah, right. I, yeah. To your point, Artie, I don't, I don't think Willem Dafoe's character needed to be in the movie at all either. Like, uh, well, it's, he, he was, he was a plot device. It he could, was, yeah, it could have been, right. it could have been interesting. It just wasn't, it wasn't necessary. He, in, in, Kieran. We spoke privately, and he, he explained that in the book it is more relevant. He's a more He's relevant more relevant character in the source material. So relevant that the director couldn't leave him out. But I, I, I agree that he, he doesn't need to He's be in ba- the right. He's, ba- He's basically there to tell you how we how Rafe how Rafe finds the exposition. How his actions affected broader right. things in the story. Sure, yeah. right. Fair enough. Cool, but it just it just seems. Oh like no, I know. I, I, in that long of a movie, I agree with you. I think it's, yeah, I agree I think with it's you. Mis- like, misused. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think already nailed it with the exposition and just the time of this movie and that something that long. It looked great. I, I really and I did love the performances, but the I think you nailed it and there because I think that's right for me too. I think yeah. the criticisms of this movie are well documented, not just with us in Seinfeld in pop culture. <laughs> well, I mean, that's guys, my great, wife. Yeah. And having never seen that this movie or that Seinfeld episode, was sitting on the on the couch. I, I we were sitting there watching this quiet movie in the middle of the night, and she's she, at one point she just turns to me and she's like, "Just die already!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had never seen that Seinfeld episode. So did good. you guys? Watch? I don't think we're alone in those criticisms. It's no, way it too just long, it looks you know. so good, and really, actors did a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. I really the camera's always in the right spot. Um, mm. Saeed's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed. I laughed every time in the episode you guys called him Saeed. Called <laughs> yeah, him we Saeed. just gave up on the character name and the yeah, actor. Yeah. We're like, it's Naveen Andrews, he's yeah, fantastic. I, I, if you're yeah. a Lost fan, you know who he is. Yeah, and I, I, I said, I said this one on the episode where uh, Julia Binoche and Naveen Andrews, like. I would have much rather seen a full movie about yeah. their relationship. Yeah, that was a oh, really yeah. compelling. Like, well, we just had a rom-com segment. You could have done it. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Artie, I just want to ask, because Chris, Chris Scott Thomas did not like her. Adam went on a... I want to hear why you you know, why you didn't didn't like her. What what about her performance? Full, bu- full Bush, is that why? Uh, that was a little unsettling. <laughs> Doesn't always give the appropriate emotion in the scene. She's very theatrical with all of her emotional reactions. Hmm. Sometimes it calls for a little less, and she's always... It's a little bit old-timey yeah. acting. Yeah, yeah like, almost like when you said Garbo this. Situation. It is, right. a little it's bit like similar to that. It is. Very facial, you know. It, and it, Rafe, it's it a, didn't work it's opposite Ray Fiennes where he's not doing anything. Dude, you just took the yeah. words out of my mouth. Well, I was it, still speaking, so I was going to make that I'm point. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird juxtaposition between her almost not I wouldn't call it overacting but uh, dramatically acting and he seems like he has 
very serious autism throughout the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. He if, does seem like I, I honestly don't know yeah. if that was a, a, a choice or not. I, I, I'm being serious. I think that's yeah, you his character. Where yeah. He's like, yeah, you said that odd. to me off mic, and I was like, whoa, that's such a take on this on this film. Do you Great know who take. he reminds me of? Uh, Deja Vu. Jim Caviezel. The Denzel one? Yeah, no, Jim Caviezel, the bad guy in Deja Vu, reminded me so much of Ray Fiennes in this movie. Hmm. I mean, I often feel like, I think that's Ray Fiennes' style, like... I mean, think I mean, about Schindler's List. He's the same. Red, Red Dragon. He's almost the same. Yeah. Right, a psychopath, Baltimore. but also Baltimore. kind of very. He's yeah. fantastic as Baltimore. I know. He's, he's but I, I, I said that much to Sheeran, much to Kieran chagrin. I know. Yeah, he didn't appreciate. Gotta bring up that. the Harry Potter if you can. You know, yeah, I, I hear you. All right, but, uh, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I think that this is a, this is a super well intentioned project by the director and it's funny because it's like you, you want to talk about him maybe like biting off a little more than he can chew and maybe missing his mark but he's still one best picture and director so it's kind of like crazy to think it's like oh well it could have been more but it still was a very well, that, big I mean, deal well that was Adam's point right he said like I wonder when he finished watching he's like I wonder what this movie would have been like with a different director yeah, yeah. and to have someone that can do like like a massive and put it together scope and like strong way. comfortable with it doing it yes yeah and, yeah, and, and, and really Anthony Mangella is the director and I what I thought he brought to this just in converse to, to your point there Grant and Adam's point I loved and, and he emphasized the ambiguity of the direction of the characters and I, I think that's what shines the most in the English Patient that there is a confusion in the status of each of the characters. Which is one of my favorite movie. parts about the movie. Yeah, and, and that little, just that little kind of entity of chaos makes the movie interesting to me. Throw that in a, in a desert setting with wonderful... Deserts work for you. Yeah, the, oh man, it's <laughs> the planes, the planes and then taking yeah. pictures of each other and like that, I, I love all that authentic... Um, it makes you do work, which I do practi- appreciate. Yeah, practical I, effects. But I mean, if they if took away some of the exposition and actually let us do a little bit more work throughout, I think it's... Um, Cave scene at the end this is awesome stuff. I, I you know, oh, I, I, I like the movie. What, and this is, it's just one of those movies I'm totally comfortable liking it and having everyone hate it. Uh, it's just, that's yeah. just one of those movies. I mean, I think we're all, nobody's, I don't, nobody's, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, 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 it is it is no, 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 by the end of it, it's so long that they think they also have died in a cave. So, I mean, that, that's... It's the link. Yeah, it, is, it is overly long. It is. Overly it, long. If, it, if it were 20 minutes... If it were 20 minutes, it's shorter. I think it's like tighter. But with the pacing, yeah. it's it's the issue. Yeah. I would love to one day, already maybe 10 years from now, when you rewatch it, I'd love to hear your opinions on a rewatch because I do think the movie has some unique... I don't want to say it has rewatchable qualities... But I think it, it is a unique experience when you rewatch it. I think you take different things out of it. I don't think it's rewatchable in the sense that when you finish it, you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch this one again. Like, it, it sure. you probably wouldn't watch yeah, it unless you could It's not, so, it's not something one. you would look forward to watching again. <laughs> okay, so that was my eight. We're on to seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Joe, so, you're seven. My seven is Ben Hur. Also wow. seven. Okay. I have, I have that higher. Anyone higher? Grant has it higher. How do you have Ben Hur higher than I do, Grant? You know what? <laughs> what I, sense does that make? I, I, re- I rewatched it. I rewatched it late. I rewatched it recently. Wow! <laughs> no, my my no my. I did not my, expect my, that. My four year old daughter likes the movie for some reason. Because it's good. And we put <laughs> and we put and we put. You wouldn't expect a four year old to like this biblical epic. My four year my two year old likes German death metal. So <laughs> yeah. I actually that's a fact. I've I've seen it. They know the word. She knows all the words. It's amazing. I've, I've seen videos. Of song. Yeah. It's very good. 
I actually enjoyed it too. Me too. Uh, okay. But uh, wow. but and on the second rewatch, I, wow. I appreciated it. Appreciated it more. I love wow. to hear that. I love so, to hear that. Yeah, that's great stuff too. So this is something I was not because I have been hurt seven as I mean, well. Oh, and, but, um, and, so, and to be to be fair, um, a lot of these the next couple of movies I have. They're very smushed together. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just small. interesting I think to me. That's for all of us, though. Our yeah. Ben Hur episode was was kind of you and Adam beating the movie down a little bit. I was a, on a bit of an island defending it. I thought. And yeah, it's just I, so interesting yeah. to me that you have it ranked higher than me. This, these things aren't all awesome. in a vacuum because there's other movies impacting where right. the rankings are going to be. Sure. Yeah. But it's just very like that is not something I expected to happen at all. So there's our first kind of little surprise. Grant, I'm really happy about that because I listened to the Ben Hart episode after I watched Ben Hart, and I was upset that you didn't like it more. I was like, <laughs> why is he not? More enthusiastic about this. Yeah. I, I already was full blown triggered during that episode. You were I was like, like, I don't understand happy. this as a kid. Yeah. Why aren't you standing up for this movie? I, who is this Adam guy? Who is this guy's too aggressive? We'll, 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 get, we'll get to my thoughts on Ben Hur one. Okay, yeah, we'll hold we'll up. Right, yeah. I'm just a little derailed. Yeah. Okay, so I have Ben Hur at seven. Chris, you have seven. seven. Joey have at seven. All right, yeah. this is awesome. Artie and Grant have it higher. So we're headed now to Artie's seven. A beautiful mind. Okay. Anyone higher? I, I have it higher. Chris has it higher. Grant has it higher. Okay. What do you have it at? You had it at one eight. Eight, and I had it at nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So Grant, my seven. seven. My seven is Titanic. Okay, I have it higher. higher. We're uh, uh, my seven was also Ben Hur, so we're headed to Joey six. Joey six. And number six, I have How Green Was My Valley. How is it? Is How Green Was My Valley time. It's got Where, to be what did good. you have? Oh, it's not because I have it higher. What oh! the fuck is happening? I love yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> You guys are completely insane. The right well, my valley's real green, and it's Jesus. Come up in the Did we watch Christ. the right one, Chris? Okay. I don't know, man. You watched the one from the '30s, from yeah. the like, like the old, uh, like the, the one from yeah. the '20s, like the uh, fucking Oliver Twist. <laughs> I did. I, Mel I, Gibson was in I, it. Right? I tripled it. <laughs> Grant, from now, since then, I check, make sure the director, the actors all match up. I have to make sure. Yeah, Chris actually. called me this week to make sure he was watching the right best years of our lives. Yeah. He's like, yeah. there's two of them. They're, they're two if different you years. watch the wrong three-hour movie, yeah, exactly. that's yeah, yeah, you don't want to miss I'm never making that mistake again. Right, so, Chris, you're six. A beautiful mind. I have, okay. a six as, I have a six as well. Okay, so we're, it's a beautiful mind time. No one has it higher. We're, we're all locked in. I think we're all right, locked so in. Yeah. Chris and Grant have it at six. Artie, you had it seven. at yeah. seven. Eight. Joey had it at eight, and I had it at nine. Oh, um, oh, man. That's crazy. Do you want the low man to go first no, or the high man? First. You want yeah. the low man to go first. Okay. To the totem pole. Um, I love A Beautiful Mind. I, I don't have a ton negative to say about it. I, I I'm, was kind of really taken back as to how much hate it receives on Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter. I don't know if there's a, a, reason, a specific reason maybe that I'm missing that people dislike it so much because it didn't all seemed to be the same reason. It was like people were attacking it from all angles. Well, that's what um, I would love for anyone out there who really feels passionately about why they dislike it to kind of like, exp- you know, talk to us in length about it. Send, me an e- send us an email, bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com or DM us on Twitter at bestpicturecast because I would love to hear that a, a little more fleshed out. But here I am as the low man, so I'm going to have to give uh, my negatives on it. Okay, so ahead <laughs> of it, ahead of it, I had I had an English patient one ahead of it. We talked about Ben-Hur already. So we haven't discussed Ben-Hur in length, so we'll, we'll hold off on that. I had Beautiful Mind ahead of Grand Hotel, GG, Green Book, Around the World, Lady Day, Terrence by Tom Jones. All right. I think that the movies that I picked ahead of this one are on a grander scale. Employ just a little better filmmaking. Is that a Ron uh, Howard bash or a Roger uh, yeah, Deacons bash? Yeah, no, well, um, or what? Or what? <laughs> or bash? Roger Deacons bash. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, they're both fine filmmakers. I'm not. I, I, I think it's more of a it's more of a, a Ron Howard knock, I'd say. 
you know, I, I don't want to spoil my list here, though. Other than um, Michael Angela, my seven, six, five, three, two, and one are some of the best directors of all time. So, really, other than the director of The English Patient, the director of one other movie, and that other movie I think is probably one of the best directed movies on this list, I have iconic directors ahead of this. So, Ron Howard, I don't really view that as a major knock here. I just think there's there's slightly more craftsmanship in those other movies than there is in this one. I love the the listen if you've listened to the episode, you know I love the Jennifer Connelly performance. You know I love the Russell Crowe performance. Um, I love the supporting cast. It's just not a greater entity to me than the movies I have ahead of it. I you could sit me down on a on a given day and make a ton of points as to why it's better than the English patient and we can have that combo. I, I wouldn't budge on my seven through one though. I now, wouldn't budge. This is a movie where when I was doing the rankings, because because if you remember from the season two rankings, I kind of used the one through five method, mm-hmm. like the, the three mm-hmm. the three scores to kind of start to where I rank it. And when I did that, I had it a lot higher than I expected to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I take another look at this movie and move it down, because I feel like this movie's... I feel like I had this movie ranked higher than I wanted to. That oh, makes, which that which makes was, sense. again, what, six? Six. six. Yeah. Okay. I feel like... Because like I was like I don't know I feel like I want to put it behind like type like at least at least put it by, at least put it behind like Titanic if not how green is my valley but like for some reason like the math didn't work yeah. out that way well that's where the one to, this and, is a Brendan B thing is this is where the one to fives fail you a little bit well is this, because this, it's, this, well this well, I do, it's not a specific metric basically it's like one through ten though it's because I do the point five that, that, right. that 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 kind of helps things out but. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that come the the forty five rankings. I had this lower than so, than the other movies. Yeah. To tie this into baseball, what Grant's saying is that when he looks at the saber metrics, mm-hmm. this movie per, should perform better than it actually does. Right. Yeah, but like just like the gut feeling. Right. Right. Yeah. The gut yeah. feeling is the eye you test. Send him, you don't send him next to a lefty. The eye yeah. test. <laughs> the eye test is this guy should be ranked like one twenty. The saber metrics are like, but he could be ranked twenty five. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to tie in baseball. <laughs> yeah, you did. There you go. So it's appropriate. Right. Uh, Artie, you were on the episode. Um, Joe, thoughts? So I like this movie a lot. I really like Russell Crowe. I love Jennifer Connelly. I know yeah. her character gets a lot of criticism from people. And you were the next lowest one. Yeah, so I was yeah. eight. Her character gets criticism the, because um, the real life woman. I think she was Asian. Uh, uh, she's Latina. She's Latina. She's Latina. She's, uh, she was so I know that's a huge. But yeah, I digress. Um, she was fantastic. For a movie with a very interesting and good story, it doesn't take risks ever. And where if it took risks with some things, I think it really could have shot up the rankings. But I just think it plays everything safe. Even the yeah. scene where you're not sure if he's actually drive, you know, what's going on. If they just kind of let him drive back and see that that didn't happen, it's not a risk. But, it just, you know, I just think it, it didn't take any steps to go to the next level. Ron Howard doesn't take risks. <laughs> but I, think, I just checked the note off on my pen. <laughs> but I think you're right. I'm, right. I think you're right. He does. Yeah. He does. He's, it's he's a, a safe, group. He's a safe he knows what works. It's, and he goes it's very water. safe. It works, but it doesn't. It just doesn't do that thing to bring it to the next level where it's. Yeah, it's no. just. It's better. It's, you're dealing. Listen. Is this supposed to be a coda on mental illness? No. Like, do something to make it more. Okay, Chris. You were the high man. Was I? Uh, you and I shared it. I think. Oh, yeah. oh, Chris and Grant. Okay, so Chris, you, you, you've been quiet so far. So, what, what are your thoughts? Listen, at the end of the day, like we we've said over and over again, we we 
a lot of these movies we, we enjoy. The bottoms of our list, less so. A Beautiful Mind has that thing that a lot of those lower movies don't have, that satisfying quality. Like, it has this, like, it's fucking entertaining. It has mm. great, some great acting in it. It has a really compelling story. You know, it has flaws, but ultimately, it's, it's a really satisfying movie. And, like, a lot of those movies in my bottom five are just simply not satisfying. And this, and this one... Like, but there's a big gap between bottom five and number six, though. Fair enough. Well, what did you? What are the two you had it headed from? What was your seven and your eight? Well, I have Ben Hur and Green Book. Seven and lower eight. than that. Well, this this is a super watchable movie. Oh that's yeah, what, it's one, that's it's what I mean. You're gonna put on. You're gonna own. You're gonna. It's you know, sad watch every it time times. you can rewatch it, it. It's it's fantastic. It's it's a well made movie. I you said it has hate. I, I don't understand. So like, much yeah, hate. We addressed it on the episode. Like, we don't lot. get what no, the yeah. hate. The, the hate stems from people projecting. I'm so happy we I don't like have it a lot because of criticism of it. I, I really when, don't. I got. I got to say this too, though. I also received a ton of backlash after the episode about people shocked and stunned that it's hated. So it was like, there's oh, a, really? There's a, yeah, they were just like, wait a minute. People don't like this movie, so I think it's sometimes film Twitter gets in its bubble. No, that's true. Kira, when you put that question on Twitter, the day you guys were recording, I looked, I was like, oh, and I was blown away by how mad people were about it. I knew people hated it, just not not to this extent. Uh, You know what I think it is? I think it, it, it invented at least one trope that I know. Of that, like, you know, that genius that, like, can yeah. see the, the letters or, or the numbers coming yeah. off the page. Yeah. That it, like, I think it invented that. It and, and, but yeah. it's been done. Rain Man was probably, like, the start yeah, but of it. Not visually. Not visually. Not visually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've seen, we've seen that so many times <laughs> afterwards that now people associate, like, it's kind of like the Rocky effect, right? You associate the original with the, the sequels. So yeah. you, you associate that with lesser movies it's funny too like i've heard people like use like oh it's been parodied so many times as like a knock on a movie yeah, that, that's, to me it's like no sh- I, that's a compliment exa- no, that's, zach, that's my point exactly. the, the yeah. zach galifianakis or julia roberts memes or gifts of yeah. them doing math that's and calculating yeah. those yeah. are both from beautiful mind i will say because you, you you talked about this on the episode too i don't appreciate it when there's a movie with a twist in it that cheats and you you bring you bring that it, it, it does and like yes. and, and and even even like Fight Club does it a little bit, but it's not Oscar winner, so I can kind of yeah shoo it you know aside. It's a venture though, and it's a highly regarded venture. Oh sure, so but it, like it, there's it a movie where like Tyler Durden steals a car at the airport, and it's like yeah, like, right. right there. Um, well, I mean, they're literally putting images of Brad Pitt like. Well, that's that, well, that's, a, that's a little bit different. I like that, but like, <laughs> but, when, when, but I mean, when, they're telling you early yeah. on, you know. But when when a movie has like a, a big twist in the in the middle, they mask things along the way to kind of help sell that. I, I I don't like I don't like that crutch. See, I have one of the things I said on the episode is this is one of those rare movies with a twist that is rewatchable. It, oh, I'm not it saying it's not, oh, I'm not saying it's not rewatchable. You know what I mean though? Like a lot of movies that have a big twist. It doesn't take away. Right. right. It, 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 you can't you watch it and you go, all right, I got it. And yeah. never do you this, see it again. And Brendan brought up a good point on the episode is that that's not the main point. The yeah, main right. point is the bromance story, and yeah. this is just an element of his mental illness, not yeah. the main point. Right. And, and I actually found the post-twist stuff far more interesting on my rewatches. Totally. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Totally. That's the they keep about, it going, the hallucination. Yeah, that's the thing about this movie, too, is I, I thought like the first act was very slow. I could, well, they I, film I, it chronologically, Okay. so they get the character... I, I agreed with that. I thought the opening scene was the weakest scene. I also agree. Yeah. yeah. And then as it went, they all got more comfortable. And yeah, then they it was, yeah, it was filmed the sequence. I lap. believe Rain Man was filmed the sequence that way too. I'll talk about this more with the movie a little later on. This was one of my quickest watches of this season yeah. of where I would never check in my clock. 
was no. I, and I, I'm now I'm like I'm kind of conscious as to like run times. Which run times seem longer than they are? Which run times seem shorter than they are? This one seemed way shorter than it was. Yeah, and that's a credit to run hour. Yes, and, and, the, fo- and yeah. the focus groups that he employs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and his editing team for knowing what to leave in and what to take yes. out. That's yeah. Deacon's pacing. Yeah. No, he works with the same editors. Is two two guys um, that he works with on most of his his projects. So, Chris, you were the high man along with Grandpa. I'll let you get the closing words on Beautiful Mind before we move on. I don't have much more to say. I mean, we I think we covered it pretty well. I, I just think it's a it's one of those movies that sticks with you and and you remember and you want to rewatch and and. It's well made. A lot of time and effort was put into this thing, and it shows. It's high quality. And the same thing happened during the episode. Is I, I was just like, and Russell Crowe's amazing in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He's amazing. It goes yeah. hidden. Like, yeah. I mean, he's amazing. I, I mean, his career. I mean, is is defined by what this and Gladiator. I yeah, guess. I, I, they're I three, love, and they're two and a half years. Master Commander, probably. Yeah, that's the run though. Master Commander, I love Insider. This. Yeah, and I love how this Grinch. movie. Right, I haven't seen Master. This movie kind of serves as a tableau of that of that Russell Crowe run, where from from L.I. Confidential to The Insider to right. to, yeah. to to Gladiator to Gladiator. The movie's in many ways is is bigger and grander than just Russell Crowe. Like that character is bigger than Russell Crowe himself. But this this beautiful mind is like the showcase for Russell Russell yeah, Crowe, and we get Master Commander in the next year. So just that, what a run that, that unbelievable that was. big risk for him to take after being you know you're fucking gladiator. You're yeah, ten right. years yeah. off now you're gonna play a, a schizophrenic mathematician yeah. like a great, it's a great run for you, for him, man. Yeah. The Watchmaster Commander. Yeah, I think this is yeah. when we realize Russell Crowe is like, like the real deal. deal. Even the fact that he's an action star in Gladiator kind of really doesn't make sense in a lot of ways because <laughs> he doesn't really look the part generally. Yeah. He just fits that. But does in Gladiator though? No. I that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that movie, yeah. he pulls it off, and then when he does this, you're like, "Oh, this guy can like just kind of do anything." Right. You know? He's talented. Till yeah. he gets real <laughs> angry on the road. Until yeah. he gets real angry on the road. Floyd's <laughs> yeah. road rage. He was, he was. He's really great in the Nice Guys. Yep. Well, they yeah, made a movie really nice. Road Rage, and I heard that movie's good. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Check it out. Unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Connelly's amazing too. Oh, she's yes. fantastic. Oh, yes. Like she's just wonderful. And they, Christopher Plummer, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. And Paul Bettany's great. And all. I'm yeah. not going to not mention Christopher Plummer. North I mean, it would have been disappointing if you did. Good episode. I thought the episode was a good I really episode. liked the... Uh, Jay's great on Jay it. Jay's great in all of them. Okay, so we're up to Artie's six. So a, I have Green Book here. And I believe you're the high man. Yeah, that's... Chris uh, has yeah. it higher, no? No, I do not. No. no. You're yeah, the high okay. man. Okay, Artie's the high man. Before Artie... We'll, and we'll have you lead off, lead off as the high man. Let's just... Where are we at? Chris, you had that at what? Uh, eight. Chris had it at eight. I Brent? had uh, eleven. Eleven, and I believe me and Joey both had it at twelve. Twelve. Okay. Already six. That's uh, that's significantly higher than me and Joey's twelve. Let's uh, let's have you go first. Vigo Mortensen is fucking amazing <laughs> at acting. Yes, he he's is. amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. This is such a lovable character. The whole dynamic. The 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 girl from Grandma's Boy. Uh, his wife. I don't know the actress. <laughs> I just watched. Lindsay yeah, Cardellini. He's incredible. <laughs> um, Finish this an hour ago. I I know her. <laughs> From that too, so right. I, yeah, I hear you. The whole I love the buddy dynamic. I love. Mo- there were scenes where I was laughing out loud alone by myself. Yeah. The 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 fried chicken scene is hilarious, and then mm. it comes back later. The whole dynamic between them, I could just watch them hang out all day. And when you achieve that in a movie, there's not a lot of of movies that won Best Picture that have like the buddy dynamic going. On top of that, it's well shot. The dialogue is very good. The whole story is awesome. I love it. I think it's awesome. It's super entertaining. I would leave it on at, at any point in the movie. 
And and Vigo, in my opinion, is just it, dude. He's amazing. Yeah, Chris is getting a ton of this is an Eastern. Yeah, yeah. He didn't no, have any I, already, I don't know if you listen, you probably didn't listen to the episode because you haven't seen it. You didn't watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Listen, I watched it in the shower today when I was taking a shower. I had my phone on the ledge. I'm just joking. Um, um, yeah. So I mean, he. I mean, he said a lot of what I also. I. I he loved it more than I even did. Um, I was on the episode with you guys, so I know your criticism, Joey, and, and yours, Kieran. Joey really had a hard time with it, uh, and I get. I get all all of your points, but I. I agree with Artie. I think the performances both are in, insanely good. Uh, it's hilarious. It's uh, thought provoking. You know, I, I know it, it does spoon feed you a lot, Joey. I think that's your critique, right? A lot. Uh, yeah, I, I hear spoon you. Spoon feed does. Also, <laughs> another satisfying movie, another one that I could wa- I, I actually watched twice and enjoyed it the second time just as much as the first time. You know, so uh, yeah, there you go. Climbing up the ladder here to Grant. This movie is enjoyable, but I, I I kind of equate this movie to Argo, where it's it's a super watchable movie, really enjoyable, but like story is I feel is real thin. And then, like, where Argo excelled in the cinematography, I think Green Book excelled in the acting, but I thought everything else about it was lackluster. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fun watch, but... Um, it's an easy watch. And when, when you, yeah, but when you start stacking up against Oscar winners, you can start seeing the holes in it. Well, there well, therein lies the problem for me. And, and I, I just mentioned with, with A Beautiful Mind, as far as the quickest watches, this was one of the quickest two hours I've had in watching any of these yeah. movies. A movie that never, it, it never leaves you checking your watch. You're always in, it's fun to be no, around. It's, it's like that's, ro- that's the Peter Farrelly of it, you know. Right, yeah. He knows how to entertain Listen, a, an at, audience. At some point, I, I keep saying this, we can analyze these movies all day long, but isn't that what we're looking for? Yes, yes, of course. Yes, and, and yes, Artie's pumping his fist and gives his thumbs up. But, but it's a shallow but story. Yeah, but, we, but we are... We are comparing it to other best picture winners. You think and we it's need... more shallow than I think it is. Let's put, you know, I, I, I just, I know what you're. I think your problem with it is more that it's not, a, it's not that it's a shallow story. That it, they don't trust the audience enough to at all. Let you figure it out. For they don't trust the audience a little bit. I, I and I, I, right. I hear you. I don't always I need you. that though. I don't need a movie that makes me do it stuff. Was your whole big thing about Goodfellas, like let me infer things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They got, they do got you there. <laughs> No, this isn't a fair comparison. <laughs> when Artie said that about Goodfellas, he was talking about the um, voiceover. voiceover. Yeah. Right. That's and true. they didn't do voiceover in this. Yeah. Joey has a legitimate point that they and and, and I, I guess Grant and Karen feel the same way that they they kind of explain over explain things to you within the movie. They're but they're not. You were saying that about Goodfellas because they were literally explaining it to you. Telling you what you're looking. At. Yeah, yeah, they're telling I, you. See, I love I love the characters that were created in this movie. I love Vigo's character, and I love. I, I'm not going to try to Mahershala. Say it. Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala. Doctor Shirley. Both, yeah. They're both fantastic, and Linda uh, Carter. They're great. And great. if you're going to make very good, then. very good. You know what? I don't need a super thick substance story if the two characters on screen for most of it. Are that engaging and that fun? And, We're not and, ranking and I don't acting, need though. that. Yeah. The whole I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I get it. I'm gonna hop into my next criticism. Okay. Over here. I think this movie massively fails in the cinematography department. I yes. think it massively fails. I'm, a, I'm. Listen, I'm not someone who travels the world. Yeah. I've been out of the country a couple times, and they were to Canada and Puerto Rico, who, which might even be part of the country technically. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, but I am a great traveler of the United States of America and I take pride in going to different states and going around so when I get a, a, a an in-house road trip movie and we're going to be on you know running with the other movies up for best picture 
I need you to show me the land. Yeah. I want a road give trip me, shot. Yeah. Give me and you have which states. Show you have me the, the fucking opportunity. It's Easily. there for it's, you. Dude, it's, right. so, it, it's there for and you. And this is where I agree with you completely. Huge you, you, you have movies like we've covered, like Rain Man. Rain Man even did. Yeah. It's so Rain fucking Man, easy. Better, yeah. The story is giving you its hands. Its hand. Right. And frankly, you. super lazy way to do it. And yeah, frankly, yeah. Rain Man's not enough either. No, I Rain agree. Man I agree. deserves but now, I shit on it for the same thing. So you guys would be okay if Green Book was two hours and twenty five minutes but with more. Based on how, how how quickly it moved, that's of course. Exactly. You know what? Of course, that would be really cool. And visuals don't necessarily have to take so much yeah, time. They don't have to take so much. No, they don't at all. Give us a second of something bigger. Let us feel that we're part of the south. We're going to talk about a movie in a little bit, where you feel the south, right? Around similar subject material, it, it you can, feel the terrain. It can I never be, felt the it terrain. It can be as simple as showing them in the car and then panning out. Why? Yes. Them Give me why. the watch. Yes. And not for nothing, this is a movie about hotels. Yeah. This is a movie right. about having to live in a place that you're uncomfortable. Right. With. Let us feel let's the uncomfortability. Yeah. Let us let us feel. They don't let build us, anything yeah, enough. Yes, and that's that's a, that's a major sure. failure of this movie. So I can't just. I can't just sit and listen, sit by and hear that uh, it's, it's wonderfully shot. Right. It's not it's wonderfully not, shot I, enough. I, 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 I have enough. a question: is, is there is there better road trip cinematography in Dumb and Dumber? There is, yes. honestly, there is, hundred percent. And I was actually going to say that as my next point. That but John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> Who doesn't know that this the this, but, the scenery? And I think doesn't... another thing: as good as Vigo is, as good as Mahershala is, and Lind. Linda Car- um everyone else is not good. Like the rest of the supporting well, yeah, cast. We talked about yeah, they're right. Yeah, there's but, there, I mean, there's l- a lack l- of depth luckily, in the supporting cast. Yeah, luckily though, like it's base it's basically. No, I get like, that, but yeah, it hurts. It doesn't require small, But it doesn't build the portion. world. And, yeah. yeah and it doesn't God, require a lot. And it's a big story that they keep very small because I don't think they could have done bigger. This is the shitty part about what we're doing here, because I like Green Book. Me too. I don't dislike yeah. Green Book. I enjoy watching it, I'm good with it. Yeah. I just don't think it belongs in the category with a lot of these movies that we're discussing. That's why I'm forced to criticize. Fair enough. And I have that's an right, eight. That's what we're doing it's, here. It's not like I'm sucking its balls either. I have it at eight. It's like <laughs> I have it right in the middle. You know, it's like I think it's a really tight screenplay. And I think that does translate to a tight film that is super engaging. And like you said, you're not checking your watch and it's a it's it's got a little bit of the dumb and dumber vibes with the the buddies on a road trip. Well, so now, one... now saying they could have done some wider, more, you know, grandiose, grandiose shots. Sure, they chose not to, and this is the product they gave us. That hurts and it. this is the ranking that right. we have it at and because it, of it, that. And it, I know we're talking a couple spots here, but it, we're talking. It also won. It won best supporting actor, won best screenplay. Yeah, like, and and it's a best... controversial screenplay win. A lot of people oh, think yeah. it did not deserve. It. And I think it's a really tight screenplay. It's yeah. really good. So story. that was my next question: is is that it, it's it's by some considered one of the weaker winners of original screenplay? What would you? How would you respond to that? Uh, why do you disagree? Because that? that came up well. A lot. The people that say it's one of the weaker screenplay winners are they saying like, well, for this year, we're these other movies could have been better? No, we're or is no, it just no. in the in realm list of the list of the re- re- yeah. So just so what my question to you is. Defend the screenplay as an entity. Forget about what you're comparing it to. Just defend it as an entity. What did you like about it? Well written, developed multiple characters, uh, clever dialogue. Really, uh, Tony Lip is awesome. He's a great character. I love him. I, I root for him. I, he's tough. He, Vigo's awesome at creating the character. Mm. I I think the screenplay lended itself to some to phenomenal acting performances. 
It was written really well so they could work with it. it I, I don't know about like lending itself to grandiose cinematography, but I, I love the story too. I think it's good. Yeah. I will say wonderful editing. That it's it, awesome. The, it nails the editing because it, it's just seamless. The whole thing is yeah. just... Is just yeah, it's very quick yeah. moving. There's, there's no... There's it feels no, like... like there's not enough of a story for it not to move. Like I like already said before, like you know, I always think most movies can be cut by a lot. This one, I don't really see a, a place where you could have cut anything or anything was... Not really, there's no. There's no, no, nothing unimportant that was left in. A criticism that I will throw out there is, is that given the subject material, I think the movie could have provided some more uncomfortability. Yes, everything just was too easy. Ti- there was, there was just, I want right. to feel uncomfortable right. a little more given the subject material. 100%. Um, now, they had moments where right. it's like, oh my God, this went on. But, but it just thirty it, seconds. Uh, there should have been. There should have been a. Is it okay to just have a good, a, a happy movie that doesn't? But just we're ranking deal Oscar with that doesn't just. Doesn't just, but doesn't just deal. But talking with, about race? No, we're not, not really. We're it not be. Just, we're not just talking about race. We're talking about a guy who is lonely. He's a genius who's lonely. He's also a homosexual who has to live a, a, a life of, of loneliness because of that. He also is not cultured. Like, as Tony Lip says, the standard African-American. So he has to live like that. And he's not, quote-unquote, as he says in the movie, white enough. He's lonely. This is a lonely guy and a family-oriented guy. It's not just race. No. It's not just race. But it's big themes that they don't hit enough on. They just kind of let everything be. Those themes they hit on. I think they hit on him being lonely. The homosexuality might have been a little under They pass over everything very quickly. That was I think that was our criticism. Yeah. Of, sorry, Joey. No. I think that was our criticism within the episode. 100%. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they had that one of, scene where they kind of brushed they, on they the touched on it. But they, they brushed over everything in this movie. That, yeah. That's the problem oh, that's with this. But that's a problem. That's not a problem. It's the, it is. It's, it's how's, the how's idea it, how's it the point? of it. How is it the point? I didn't say it's the point. I said it's the idea of it. How is it the idea? They want to touch on a bunch of things. They don't want to just delve into one. Like they, they, The premise is you're going through the Deep South. Yeah. And now they're dealing with other issues in this. Mm. All right, I think that is the criticism. That is one of so they want to talk about it without really Yeah, that's the right. criticism. I, I don't agree. I should, you should be uncomfortable on, with these things. It's the broad brushing. Right. Listen, right. I enjoyed okay, it. Oh. Can we do that? <laughs> you can. can does can. everyone have you to take can. a stand? Well, I, I, I like, like, right, watch a movie. I liked, right, right. I liked the movie, but in comparing it to these other ones, I think that when you make the stand and you make it work with everything else that goes into the film that's when it and to, like, to Chris's point it gets to a point where you have to be entertained by movies so yeah. like if you're going to touch well, on all sure. these serious issues and make a highly entertaining movie that contains these serious issues I think that's an achievement I mean I don't have much else uh, I, you know, listen I, I was able to enjoy it for what what it is I'd see it I see its faults and I put it at eight I literally put it basically as far in the middle what? as I could okay um, there's definitely stronger movies in this and there's Definitely weaker movies than this. Yeah, so, for sure. That's the, at the end of the day, that's it falls where it falls for me for that reason. And to cap it off, you had it at eight, or you had it at six. Uh, at eleven. Where did you have it? Eleven. Eleven, yeah. and I had it. At, me and Joey both twelve. Had it at twelve. Yeah. And again, uh, it's, uh, and and I said eleven I, and up. I love. Me too. Twelve, I really like. I, I just don't I really am, consider it. A it's, I like them. I will watch it again. I am really uh, uh, a bit surprised that Kieran had it as low as you did. Yeah. Because I thought you enjoyed it a bit more, but I, I see what you're I saying. I do enjoy it. Compare it compared to these. I don't. Yeah, I just have, don't think it's great. I'm yeah. gonna have this yeah. like right, like this and Argo to be right next to each other for me. Yeah. Just in the, the I, I I drew the comparison yeah. to Argo. I think in the episode. Yeah, that came I, I think they're very yeah. similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. We'll get to it. Okay. I have GG ahead of it. I think. So do I. I was the only one who did it. You did too. Yeah. Ahead of Green Book. Yeah. Yeah. And Artie's not did just I mean, did you, not give us. A you you clearly have. I thought we have done. You clearly have. <laughs> We're done with that, right? We did. We did. Okay. 
We did GG. You clearly have How Green Is My Valley at, like, number two, so... Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> so I, I think you've lost your fucking mind, you know? Okay, well, <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. Would you uh, leave How Green Was My Valley on over Green Book? We're not there yet. You that's, can ask that's that. Why, let's, let's well, ask so that's that question. what I just said. We're not there yet. Okay. I stopped myself, let's, and now I'm waiting. Let's okay. ask that question when it's time. We'll move on now to six, so... Grand six? That was Grand my six. six. My, okay, my six, six was A Beautiful Mind. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, right. Okay, so it's up to my six now, and my six is... Titanic. I have it higher. Higher. Okay. A couple okay. people with it higher. So that locks in the sixes. We're going to our top fives. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, before we get there, it is time so to talk about our sport movies. Sports. We're talking sports here. We, we are going to make our own sports movie with uh, one of the characters from season three to coach the team. You get to pick your own sport. You get to pick your own circumstances. Possibly some teammates. Possibly some... Staff members, and who would like to? Ari wants to go first. He's feeling good. All right, let's do it. So I made a competitive cheerleading movie, similar to the vein of Bring It On. I love this. This is fantastic. Colonel Nicholson's in charge. (laughs) (laughs) And Saito's his assistant. You broke him. You broke him. You broke him. It was great being on the podcast, guys. Thanks. Just walk out. You can't get through. You can't get through. I don't even happens. have any more to add. That's it. What just happened? Colonel That's Nichols, it. We don't. Colonel Nicholson leads a chance. He There's a competitive. <laughs> he's a competitive cheerleading coach. Where Sa- is it taking place? Saito is his assistant. It's the movie Bring It On, but with him in charge. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just bring it on. Be it all, girls. It's nice and burn. Yeah. It's cold in here. There must Let's be some toros in the atmosphere. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I can see. I can yeah. see. I can see Nicholson with like. The pamphlet of the rules, like in his hand, yes. he carries it around. <laughs> Wait, Saito's his assistant? Yeah, his assistant coach. <laughs> he stands there silently, just discouraged by his whole existence. And he's just, <laughs> like he doesn't bridge. <laughs> to see, are you okay, Kieran? <laughs> to see Colonel, to see Nicholson doing spirit fingers. You, you, you can't. You can't. No, no, I, it's, oh it's my amazing. God. I never thought I needed it, but it's I know. Bring it on. It's, it's bring it on four. So bridge it on eerily <laughs> coherent. Like, I don't know, it just slides right in somehow. I don't, you know, the marching and the whistling, and clapping the with the little whistle and the thing under his arm. Oh, what have I done? He's got the he's got the cheerleading convention <laughs> yeah, he pamphlet. Does, yeah, he, does, he doesn't have he doesn't have the uh, oh, into the, the cheerleading convention. He has, he has like the spirit stick. Like, that was like the big the big plot thing there. They'll be talking so, about what we've done here for six hundred yeah, years. Seven hundred years they've been. He's talking about the children's making the pyramid. He's like, this will be around for 700 years. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, he just keeps building the girls higher and higher. <laughs> and they're like, girl, this is uh, this getting a little too much. We've got like 70 people on this cheerleading team. They, the roof is always alive. In 12 years, no one will remember this conference, but they'll remember the giant pyramid of girls. <laughs> Thank heaven. Uh, so there you go. That's great. Wow, that's amazing oh. way to kick it off. Uh, who would like to follow? <laughs> Just that for the last. I, I, have yeah, a, I have a really upsetting one. If anybody wants. No, to No, let's that. go that way. That's great. All right, segue. so I, I'm kind of doing uh, a remember the Titans kind of scenario. Okay. You know, high school football. We're uh, seg- we're integrating the students, and unfortunately, the only coach available is Epps from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His assistant coach coach is uh, Presper 2. It's going to be an uncomfortable situation for all. 
I thought Artie was going to be the one to break 12 years of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the, the two I cut. <laughs> I have to say, Fuck, there's man. a lot of learning going on in my in my movie. You know, a lot of a lot of growing. Got it. Happened. Oh man! So. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. Uh, so what happens in this way? Uh, you know, I don't want to get into too many details. I'll be honest with you. I had a loose premise. Uh, God forbid if one of those pl- one of the players steals soap for the showers. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh it's, it's an uncomfortable situation. They all, they all go to Penn State, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. All okay, right. uh, yeah. This segment's banger. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Joe? Yep. Mine is a disappointment compared well, to these two. Okay. I just went best years of our lives afterwards. Homer, Wilmer, Wilma have a kid homer falls apart again oh no goes into the booze as he gets older homer becomes the kid's football coach fred as the assistant coach i kept it more homer hook hands <laughs> oh man but i am just jealous oh, so, so he's coaching he's coaching assistant football like it's like a this is like a 1950s college Football team oh no! This is like hook hand coaching. Hook hand coaching in the like high school in the middle. And, of... But he's gone like the way back, like Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, guy, he's hit the hit the bottle. Oh yeah, he's drinking. Wow, love it, Grant. My coach is Tony Lip. And, <laughs> I almost said that awesome. too. Yeah. And he has to coach his he has to coach his son bas- he, has to, he has to coach his son's basketball team. <laughs> nice. And he has to, uh, you know, at first he like he kind of uses his way to, like bullshit to get like the equipment and get the fucking uniforms. <laughs> And, uh, but then he starts, like, bullshit, like, the referees and games, and he kind of learns that you can't do that. You know, but, you know, he teaches his kids a little bit about the streets. They teach him about how to play fair, and they kind of work with each other, and they learn more lessons. Is Dr. Shirley one of the refs, the main ref that he competes with? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> he would be in the audience, I guess. He, no, you know what? He's the <laughs> organist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. What is, what is his arc here? What is he? He, 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 less, he learns that like he just can't bullshit his way through these games. That he actually has yeah, he's to like, do it legit. He's gotta, like he analyze the play. He, 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 he can't throw the he learns, he learns that it's, he learns that it's better to lose without bullshitting than win with bullshitting. Wow. Okay. And this is college football or high school football? No. No. This is like this is like CYO basketball. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> sixth grade CYO basketball. Yeah. This is like we have the basketball. Coach. It's, it's his yeah. son's basketball. I, I was I was gonna do baseball. It's like too much of bad news bears. Yeah. But when, yeah, so Chris, you had you had high school football, high school right? football, yeah, and, yeah. and Joe yours was high school or college. High school. Was that all right? So we pretty much everyone went to high school rap. We grew up with the same. Yeah. 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 Yours, okay. I could, I literally was, envi- I was envisioning your movie as you were saying it. Like that yeah. is like could be a real yeah, movie. Like, I can yeah. see that. It'd be better yeah. than Green Book. <laughs> okay, Play, playbook. Playbook. Oh. <laughs> That's a great title for it. I love that. Perfect. So mine plays a little more like a like a trailer type of situation. Times are tough for the Cleveland Guardians. Every major league team that has won a World Series has won one since they have. The last time the Cleveland Guardians won the World Series was when Hamlet won Best Picture back in 1948. And they've been forced to change their name from the Indians to the Guardians for obvious reasons <laughs> enough. So the fans are real down in the dumps. The days of, of Charlie Sheen and President Palmer dancing around, hitting home runs and striking people out are are long gone, and they missed out on their World Series win over over the Cubs, who broke their curse. So now they become the longest tenured team to not have a World Series. Who is the coach they're going to bring in to, to take them over the top? Nash. None other than Judah Ben-Hur. Ah. He has come in to rise above all and take over the Guardians to the top. 
And uh, he's brought along his pitching coach, Hugh Griffith, who's going to have some issues with, <laughs> with some speaking of the war paint speak, that he's decided to wear. Speak, on speaking the... of uh, appropriation, <laughs> yes, he's, he, that's the side. That's the side arc here, where he's where his war paint is not uh, so real. Especially with a team that just changed their name yeah. away from he, that. He's sort of the guy that he hates. He hates rainy games <laughs> because yes. every time it rains, everything just right. he wants off. to bring in a horse as yeah. a mascot that doesn't go quite well either. He, he cites the Broncos as a. Thunder from the Broncos. Ben-Hur takes everyone in the locker room and teaches them what it's like to really be the king of kings. To take the once Indians back to the top <laughs> so the Guardians can rise to win the World Series once again. Judah Ben-Hur as the coach of the Indians. Major League Planet of the Guardians. Nice. And there it is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> are they actually changing the Indians' names to the Guardians? Yeah, they're, they're they are the Guardians. Right oh, that's it? It's oh, changed. that's a bummer, really? Yeah. The Redskins yeah. are the commanders. We'll cut this out. Oh, that's a great thing they should definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the announcers tough, keep fucking thing. it up, and it's been really fun to watch those Do clips. they really? Yeah. That's fine. Oh, it's that happens with the Redskins and commanders all the time. Does it? Yeah, they're like, oh, the Redskins are the football team. That's a bummer. Yeah, the Guardians announcers can't get it right. It's amazing. It's that must be, that's got to be weird for a fan. Okay, so we are in our top fives here. This is exciting, guys. Joey, you've been uh, the man on the on the spot here. This one, because, love it. because you've been so in sync, we've been going to you more than anyway. I like this. So, <clears throat> what's your number five? My number five is Titanic. Wow, number five, Titanic. Anyone have it higher? I do. I love that. Love that. I that love makes that me happy. Chris. Well done, Chris. Your number five. My number five is. Best years of our lives. Wow, the first person to bring up best years of our lives. Yeah. I have it higher. I have it higher. higher. Oh my god, Everyone really? Has it higher. Okay. Oh, I mean, I'm excited for that. I almost put it higher, so uh, okay. I'm in. So you're the low man, though, unfortunately. So ah, you're have to, damn. You have to break it against the I mean, I'm not going to bash it if that's what you're asking. Chris hates uh, that movie. Let's move on. Chris is fine. You heard it here. Chris, Chris does not support veterans. Oh, or the disabled. <laughs> or hooks. I, I love that. Um, and you heard his Indian comment. <laughs> okay, so we're on to Artie, your number five. Twelve years a slave. Ooh, the first man to say twelve years a slave. I have uh, it higher. Way higher. I have it higher. I honestly, man, I wanted to put it higher. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to it. Grant, your number five. Ben Hur. Ben Hur, are you the high man? Nope. Oh wow, this is our wow, first one. Wow. We're not going to talk a about little, a movie. This is a little cagey. Until yep. now. Right. What'd you got? My number five is the John Ford yeah, classic. How green was <laughs> number five? Number this this five. is where I I have to wonder if you're mentally ill, like something's actually wrong with you. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how you view these movies. What lens you use? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd All love right. to hear what. No, I honestly, I have to hear what you have to say. Yeah, first. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. yeah, I have to. I have a number six. Both of you. Yeah, I have, I have it. I have it. Yeah, you're. And uh, Greg, you eight. Where? Eight. Guardy. Eleven. Eleven and Chris. 13. 13. Yeah, okay. Five, right, so six, we, this eight, movie, 11, 13. This is our big, uh, this is our, our biggest yeah, Most variants. Right, so again, Kieran B, five, Joey, six, six, Grant, eight, eight, 11, 11 and 13. Chris, 13. We really covered the, the specials. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Primes. How like green is my value? Let's, uh, let's just preface this in case you didn't know the movie that beat Citizen Kane for Best Picture. Uh, along with Maltese Falcon in the same year. How Green is My Valley, directed by John Ford, who has won four Best Director Oscars, four, and no one else has won three. This was a movie that he considers the best of his work, and I would agree with him. I think that the movie, it brings you into a time and a place of a, a struggling culture 
at a very unique point in time in the world, technologically, where you're on an island and you cannot physically stay. You're forced to match that with your love for family and your needs as a person to survive. And choosing between the two. And there's all this opportunity to move in all these areas that, you know, whether it's Canada or whether it's Australia, I think were the two they cited. There's obviously many New more. New Zealand. Um, and, and having someone decide between staying with his, his family and his roots or starting anew. The parents and the family dynamic for there. And we have a family where the, most of the brothers leave and the main character stays. And we view his journey start to end. For starters, anything like that is going to get me in every time. We're, we're now, we're, we're talking about the family dynamic. We're talking about a worldly geographical dynamic. We're talking about economics. Uh, and, and just, and again, just the terrain that we're living in. Coal miners, you know, literally pulling rocks out of the ground to survive in a time where, you know, where we're dealing with, with famine and we're dealing with, um, I mean, literally like the, the, the land going sour. The camera work that John Ford employs, simple to a point of genius. Um, the still shots, the long shots, the shadows, um, some of the best black and white cinematography I think you'll ever see. The, what this movie could have been a year after Gone with the Wind and turning this into this giant technicolor, here we are in Wales, even though it's actually in Southern California, <laughs> yeah. and how big of a disaster it could have been. Um, the decision to scale everything back, to, to take it from William Wyler and, and turn it into this, this smaller, muddier, darker example of, of a, a world from before that, that tied into the personal nature of, of John Ford's upbringing. I, 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 this movie just fucking checks every box for me. I love it. I think it's, I think it's one of the, the biggest crimes and omissions from the AFI Top 100. Um, I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a flat-out masterpiece. And that's where I'm at with it. Top five. Boom. Yeah. I would like to hear from Chris and uh, Artie, just would be the low guys. All right, I mean, I'll go first. I listened to everything you just, just said, and uh, I respect the, the, uh, what you just said. But there's a lot of things I, I, I don't see what you're seeing. Like, mm. uh, I thought it was, the, like, you kind of, what did you say? How did you describe the sh the, how it's shot? It's, like, simplistic. Yeah, the the yeah. still and long shots, still, yeah. yeah. I, and and you, you said, it, like, it's not... There's nothing grandiose about it. In fact, I, I found it to be really dull. Like, the way it looks, even, like, the color saturation is kind of, like, not great to me. Uh, it also has a lot of elements that I guess I... Maybe this is, like, a, a personal... Um, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I, I don't come from a big family. I don't really relate to, to that. I, I don't relate to, like, the wanting to stay with the family, but then, you know, the circumstances come in where you have to leave. Or even, like, the, the, the political um, dynamics in the family change, right? Like, mm -hmm. the dad doesn't agree with the, the unions mm -hmm. and all that stuff, and the, yeah, right, and, the, right. and, the, and the kids are on a, on a different thing. They say, we need the power. We need power, and, and creating unions is going to help us. And so all, all, the, all these things, I just, I, I just didn't relate to it. I, the story seemed it's it's a it was a long two hours for me. I don't know, man. I, I really it was a it was a painful watch to me. Wow. I I agree with you, Chris. I I heard everything you just said, and I didn't connect to any of it. Mm -hmm. I didn't get that viewing experience from this movie. They they started a lot of stories that they didn't quite continue with and wrap up in a in a cohesive manner. 
Satisfying. The cam, the ca- what? Satisfying one. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the camera work was very good. Black and white cinematography isn't the easiest thing, and he did a great job with it, especially the outside shots. Particularly not at a time when everything's moving to color. Just right. so I just want to make that point. And and right. and I'm gonna say there was a lot of outside shots where it was very nice. Honestly, this movie drug dragged on. Um, also, I didn't connect with I don't know about you, but I didn't connect with any of the characters. I didn't really care all that much about what was happening to them. See, uh, what I, what happened to me is I liked the the element that came out of nowhere that uh, I, I'm never going to get her name right. Agahard, Agahard, yes. and and the priest, the preacher, liked each other, but that vanishes for an hour, and then they come back to it. Yeah, and it, it's like. Uh, that might have been the most interesting part of the movie. I, I I do I do see Kieran's points with a lot of this. I'm kind of in the middle here. Yeah. Um, I think I think it it's brilliantly shot. I think it looks fantastic. I, I, I like all the performances. I like the char- I like most of the characters. Like I like the parents. I like the I like the kid. Um, Maureen O'Hara is great. The uh, the the preacher is great. There are like I, I think I said this on the episode. There are like five really good movies in here somewhere. Mm. And yeah. they just they oh, don't, yeah. and they That's don't and they don't really they kind of make they kind of make the decision to give cliff notes on like what happens instead of like like we said before like this could have been gone with the wonder this could have been cavalcade like it could have been like this huge sweeping epic thing and I, I I think they just they either tried to do too much or they didn't do enough I I don't know yeah. I don't know what you let's is. take it to Joey in the positive end yeah. of it and... yeah so I. I for some reason, I waited to watch this. I, I watched... Yeah, you, this is one that you just watched. Yeah, yeah I just... I normally watch things before they're released, and this one I waited for a little while ago. Then I put it in the rankings, number six, and I was like, I need to watch that again. I think I'm wrong. I watched it, I was like, no, that's where I have it. Now, I get the criticism. <laughs> the biggest criticism of this movie, I think, is the aging. Yeah. The kid just a, doesn't age. But whatever, I got past... of its time. Yeah, yeah. so that's why... I, it didn't bother. It actually didn't bother me that much. No, but was but fine I, know what saying. I think that's the bit... My, was my biggest issue. But because of when it was made, I think it was fine. I agree with everything what Kieran said. I just have Titanic over it for reasons we'll discuss when we get there. I was so into this movie from the point it started and everything that was going on. You know, watching the brothers and the dad struggle as he goes through and has things change. And when he's becomes an outsider in the community and everything. Just, I really loved what this movie did. Yeah, I, see, I, yeah, I, 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 like, I like these elements. I just wish that they picked maybe a couple... And they and they then they flush it out more. To me, it felt flat. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the the story wasn't dynamic to me, and it it was even the performances were were kind of blah dull to me. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, okay, I don't so the, the, yeah. uh, before the parents, it, they were fine. They were okay. Uh, fine. I the parents. Kieran's opening, okay, so Kieran's I'm, opening a zipper. So let's I, I don't hate your take on the performances. There, there are performances that I love. There's in this nothing movie. dynamic. Going I on. think that this movie goes to the next level with a couple of the performances being enhanced with better actors. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm understanding that take of it, and that will be probably maybe one of the reasons why I don't have it even higher. I do want to comment on this thematic element of the movie, and you guys brought up the relationship between uh, Anna, uh, the priest and Angerhard. and Angerhard. which was I um, think the most this interesting. Is, right. One. This is a movie about not engaging in opportunity. This is a movie about not seeing the pass downfield and throwing the ball and, and taking and taking the sack. And and that the the priests not engaging in that relationship 
is the same as Hugh never leaving the town. Right. The, the, the characters never take the chance. And that's why there's so many things going on that never come to fruition because that's the theme of the movie is, is that when you stay in your place with what you're comfortable with for the right reasons, for the reasons of family, for the reasons of, of faith in the sense mm -hmm. of the priest, right. even though in that religion you can legally... Right, but he didn't feel like he could give her the right life. He said, everyone is, is so safe in where they're going that they never get anywhere. And when and people go, they disappear. So loose ends within the movie. Right. But the movie feels that way. Safe, and no one goes anywhere. That's not super entertaining. Like, it wasn't... Well, I'm not calling it the yeah. most entertaining movie in the world, but now maybe we're talking about the opposite things that we were talking about with, with Green Book and maybe A Beautiful Mind, where those movies kept you entertained all the time. But were they, were they reaching deeper themes that we can sit and have a long conversation about? I, Depends Garrett, how you value movies, but and movies. how you connect to them. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I agree that that is the theme of the movie. Is that sometimes, like real life, people make decisions based on community or family or whatever, and they don't they don't make decisions that maybe they they should or would benefit them. I guess I I, I have to admit maybe I have personal uh, feelings about that, and I, I it, it didn't connect to me. That that's mm. not some that's you know my family not agreeing about. Uh, a decision I'd make, or, or or my community, or my faith. I don't I don't have those things holding me back. So I guess I just didn't relate to it. I I really mm. didn't. You know, maybe it's a personal thing. You know, obviously, yeah. all these opinions are personally, of course, motivated. Of course, yeah. That's why we're all different. Yeah, I, I will say about the John Ford style and the John Ford Ford filmmaking. The Searchers is a beloved John Ford movie that's on the top one hundred, and I think that John Ford's style is often a tough hang, and. I had a hard time with the searchers, and it's like number eleven on the AFI top. I've never seen it, and but I it's just up there, I don't yeah. really get it either. He's about letting the camera sit back and staying there, and then moving it in a moment to make that moment mean something, and then go back and sit there. It's 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 a it's a very patient and use the word dull, and it is a, it's a kind of a dull style of entertainment, but it's it, there's a there's an interesting craft to it. I mean, yeah. is there something to he said for your knowledge of his work does that affect your opinion of the movie I don't it really have any base of him it enhanced my ranking I'll say that yeah. that's what I, that's yeah. exactly what my, I'm asking you yeah know? but I've researched all 15 of these movies equally so <clears throat> I think enough. that in in on a scale on a ratio I think it's it's not I'm not ranking it over a movie I haven't researched yet I, I think it's important know? to take an opinion of somebody who knows that person's work really well and is basing their opinion on that and also basing it on the opinions of people that don't know anything about his work and are just looking at it objectively. Yeah, and no, I'm, not, I think, I think, I'm not trying no, to convince no, you guys otherwise. I'm, no, I'm giving you my perspective. No, and, right. and I'm saying that's what's important about what we're doing because we're all we're coming from completely different perspectives. And I want to say I had a great viewing experience watching this. Like I had the most attention paid to this movie. You outside the window at Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Watched over four parts in three days. I was cooking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's on uh, the flight it, just to watch it. <laughs> it. It got a lot of my attention, like, and it it didn't feel rewarding at the end. It was one of my well. I, I think I think watches. that's the the point of it is that it's it's not a happy ending. It's not a rewarding movie. It's not a happy ending. Uh, you know, it, you're kind of left about like thinking about what could have happened or what should have happened, right. right? Versus what did happen. A lot, a lot of think about, a lot and of talk listen, about. But that can be rewarding. Okay, and, and this wasn't and to yeah. me. And, 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 and anyway, listen, we t we we talked well, about everything's to me. Yeah. We talked about this, I think, with Rebecca 
a few times, and I think that you two guys were on the same page. And remember, Rebecca is one. I'm year, watching it. Yeah. Okay. Well, one, Rebecca's one year before this, so a lot of yeah the things that are going on with both of those movies are a bit similar as far as the time that they were made. So I think, and again, we, this could be the next debate. It's like, all right, yeah, you say I should rewatch it, and then I like it better. But what if I don't want to rewatch it? And then that's the circular conversation there. But I think you know, Chris, I had a, I, had a, I really. Didn't, you knew. I did not. I, th- this had mutiny in the bounty written all over yeah. it, where you were going to have it ranked very low, and yeah. then others might have it high. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it's just it, not made it, to order. Is it an age thing? Because I have a movie that's very old, but this very high. You know, this like, style at that time yeah. doesn't speak to you, no. Artie. I would be genuinely surprised if you gave this a genuine rewatch. Listen, listen to our episode. Gave it a rewatch. I would be surprised if you didn't bump it up at least a little higher. Right. I, I, and I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I would just be saying I would be surprised. The other thing I think the listener needs to understand about these rankings is we don't work off a set criteria for these rankings. Right. These rankings are personal to us. Yeah. Grant, you have your own system. Chris, you have your own system. Yeah. Artie, Joey, myself. We have our own this feelings is, about how what movies, right. how they move us. There is no BPC textbook that we have to follow, right. and if we don't would, follow it, defeat, we have to justify it. That would defeat the purpose of all of this. Right, this, exactly. This and again, we are not... We are not Professional critics. We're no. These no. Are, no. We're regular, yeah. we're, regular, we're regular dudes. We're regular, really handsome dudes just sitting in a room. We're just dudes talking being about bros. what we think about movies. Just dudes being bros. Dudes being bros. That's great name for a new podcast. That's, yes. <laughs> and that sentence just lost us a ton of listeners. In <laughs> Film bros. Film bros. Been people being, We've been accused already of people being people. <laughs> Everyone's a person. All right, so there it was. There's the How Green Was My Valley defense. Any closing thoughts, Joey? Do it. I... This movie just really, I didn't expect it, and I love the parents. I, I... Yeah. Parents are great. I, I really like the parents. Really That's my favorite the... character in the movie. The, you didn't the dig the, the ending father. with the... Come on, Beth. Yeah, I love the end. Oh, not you uh, were not talking Chris, you didn't dig the ending with the with the caddy coming up from the... Yeah, that was good. That was good. Listen, yeah. it... Yeah, I, there was elements of it. There's elements of every, except for Tom Jones. There's no element, <laughs> no element there. Uh, every oh, other movie has elements that I liked. You know, of course, right for sure. Yeah, okay. I, just 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 for like, there's only in my 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 numeral rankings. There's a point five difference between this and. My number five movie. So it's yeah. all like... Yeah, for, yeah for you me, were, you're pretty kind to this. this race. And Grant, yeah. it seems like this is another one that's kind of gone up since the episode. Because yeah, you still, were the I tougher still, one on I still stuff. think... I wasn't as tough as, as Oz was. Oz was the tougher one? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think... No, because I, I think from a, a, a craftsmanship standpoint, this movie is excellent. But I just do think that the whole... All the, all the different plot lines kind of get like kind of speed past you yeah i think that hurts the movie and i I said i said that in the episode Uh, yeah and uh, it's funny how you know we're three uh we're two years and two plus years into Mm -hmm. this and three seasons two plus years but it's funny how i'm like learning the sensibilities of you guys and like this was one that i was very sure chris was gonna rank low and it was one i was very sure joey was gonna rank pretty high yeah i I didn't Artie is a little bit of a wild card chris you're a little bit wild card too sometimes you surprise me sometimes too but like there are with certain movies with certain movies i I just same with chris with certain movies um and you know with any of you you but there's just funny how there's ones that match up with certain sensibilities and i'm like oh joey's gonna like this one chris is not you know this one might be one kieran where like if you and i 
or you, me, and our, or any of us watched it, if you if I was watching it not by myself, and you we were like appreciating it together, maybe I could I could see it, but like alone, this just fucking thing yeah. dragged. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, it's work. Like, the movie's it's, work. The it movie's was, work. It was work. Dude. The movie like, is work. There's not. I'm not denying that. I finished it. Just wanted to talk. It was about hard it. for me to get through. Grant really seems was. to know what I'm gonna like and not like. You know what? With it's this, a good feel for me. With this one, I was like. Artie's either gonna love this or hate this. It, it's it's whether it grabs you or not. Yeah. It's whether it grabs you. Yeah, me. and I, I I wasn't sure how you were gonna be with this one. When a movie grabs Artie, he's were... locked in. He's locked yeah. in. This, um, yeah. I want to just say we're tying into this year's movies too. Belfast. Yes. You know, you get, I mean, the, the Belfast hits everything that this. The, how the, is that connected to? What um, I'm about? Thematically, very tight. Very much. It's very yeah. thematically oh, yeah. It's just a thing. family story. Same about... part of the world, same thing. Obviously, it's, there's no way that. I was thinking about Belfast. Without thinking about Hungry is My Valley. Okay, so it's funny how uh, it's funny how five was the moment where we all just went opposite directions. Yeah. Like every it's single one of us had to go somewhere. It was, well, Karen, it was like solid for a while. We're going down the list, and my number thirteen is still open. I'm like, why? How is this the happening? Mutant, the Mutant Mutant effect. Yeah, my the number Mutant eleven. Mutant. Yeah, well, the Mutant. Yeah, you got to rewatch Mutiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch Neither it of you guys. I'll have, watch it with you. Maybe that will help. Yeah. Neither of you guys have rewatched Rebecca since we sat in this room and had to rewatch it two years ago. So. It wasn't two years ago. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, it was yeah. about yeah. point. Yeah. Okay, so we are on to number fours. Oh Joey. God. This four. this is where it changed. This is where it got less easy to Oh, I gotta say, my number fours are all oh, they're all So I struggled with the top four because I, I really love them all, but at number four I have Twelve Years a Slave. Does anybody have, I have a higher? higher? Definitely higher. I also have Twelve Years a Slave at number four. Fuck Joey, it's, me, it's me and you today, Joey. Yeah. I think it was you and, and Me and, and Chris, Chris last, last time. time. I have it at five. I mean I'm not far behind. Chris is number four. Chris is number four. Chris is number four. Is Titanic. Okay, and that is the it. high spot. Does anyone have it higher? No. No. Okay, let's talk Titanic here. Now, do we want to have the... Let's have the low guy. Yeah, we'll talk first, guy. which is Artie. And you had it at... It's on the episode. At what? I don't have it low. I have it at... You have it the lowest. Nine. You have it nine. Lowest, right? It's the yeah, lowest. It's lowest. pretty low for... I don't have the low. I have it at 13. <laughs> Um, you're the lowest. All right. Why don't you give? You had it at at nine. Why don't you give us your eight, your seven, and your six? Grand Hotel, A Beautiful Mind, Green Book. Okay, so I think that's wow. cause for you explaining yourself because does it? This yeah. is, does it? <laughs> is a it much, though? I, well, yeah. I want to know. I want to know. I t- Titanic's good. Why is it weaker than those three movies? It has grandiose effects. And shots that are awesome and game-changing technology. The script is poor at best. The story is very, you know, ninth grade English, very elementary. I'm not going to rank it higher than some movies that are well-made, well-acted, and, and, and have, you know, better dialogue. I'm not going to rank it over Grand Hotel, Beautiful Mind, or Green Book. Okay, let's flip that to Chris, who had it as the high, in the high spot. I mean... This is arguably one of the most epic movies ever made. It's on a scale that, honestly, still to this day, we haven't really seen in, in that, you know, now we have CGI and, and you know, all, all this stuff that, that we don't need to do things on the scale. It's to a scale that could arguably be never matched again. Exactly, correct. I mean, acting-wise, the two stars are some, two of the best actors we have had in, in our generation. Not the best performances, or even... The yeah. middle middle range for us to be there, but they're lovely performances. I like oh, them too. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate, I, I, but I, yeah, I feel great like, point I feel though. Like they are two of the best. I mean, I feel like this is one of Leo's worst movies. And and I also and think and it's a jumping off point for him that he but needs. But uh, worst performances. Yeah, yeah. 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 Two not of, one of the worst movies. Okay, the two of them. No. 
the two of them in their worst performances are better than 90% of the actors we, we have. This is fair. Um, I, I don't think the story is thin. I think it's a, I mean, it's based on, uh, of course, the, the love story is, and, 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 and it's, I know the, the facts are not there, and I, I get all that. So it's not based on anything. Okay, go ahead. But that's a, Dude, it's based on a fucking real event, dude. Yeah, the so, Titanic thinking. Yeah! But the whole story that was created is thin. Dude, it's about the boat sinking. That's the... the, the yeah, there's oh, it's other... it's about the love story. There's secondary storylines, but the main focus is the, the fucking The main sinking. story is the love story. The, the movie is about living the sinking of the ship. Right. That's yeah, what the movie's right. about. Sure. No, that's it's not what... about Rose and Jack. It's He's about, agreeing it's about, with me. It's about, <laughs> right. it's about being on the ship and having it go down. It's why it, the movie's duration is the exact time that it took for the ship to sink. It right. wants you to... It wants you to be a passenger on the Titanic as it sinks. And, and, That's and the point I think it's extremely effective in that way. I mean, I, I, dude, I've watched that movie a million times, and I, I, I get sucked into it every time. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's, I, it hits all the marks for me. I, I think it's one of the best movies ever made. I don't think it could be matched. Like, the only part of the movie that sucks me in is the end. As they're getting sucked into the water. She drops the the, the, the water. Once the boat hits the iceberg, and now we have the sinking process. But dude, that engages Look at how awesome Everything everything leading up to that is very one-dimensional. Artie, I'm going to talk to uh, Grant here for a second. It's very Jaws-esque in that it it has act one, and then bang, act two happens. Sure. did you have the, it's, the, clear, it's clearly defined in that way. Yeah, which I I love that like it, yeah. that it's clearly defined. It knows what it's doing. It, it, there there's no point of this movie where it doesn't know exactly what it's trying to accomplish. Oh sure, no, it, listen, of course. we it's, know it's, the, it's, the ship sinks. Listen, it's it's an effective it's an effective movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm, I'm but like where did I, you have I, it? I'm sorry, where did you have it? I have it at seven. Oh, you had it pretty high. Dude. I mean, that's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, like, I have it at six. Yeah, it's it's not like I have it at nine. Yeah. Six, seven, nine. What are we really talking about? We're here? talking about yeah. that gap. I, I, gap. Do, yeah. I do. I do agree with Artie that the like, the telling of the story is really thin and it's just kind of on the surface and it's very much like the opposite of an iceberg. What story? Like what? Which story are you talk, referring to? Uh, well, the, the Jack yeah. the Jack and Rose story. I, I, I feel like that's that is. I feel like that's that's the main plot that is being used to tell the story of the Titanic. So. I, I just think it's kind of a paint by paint by numbers kind of story, but it's allowed to be because of the experience, and the experience of Titanic is probably going to be unlike any of the other ninety four movies that we talk about. It's one of the most unique movies yeah. on the list. I think it stands alone. It, it, it absolutely it, it, stands alone. It's it's hard. Sorry, but it's it's hard when I give it if I care more about characters in steerage that I barely see more than I do about Jack and Rose. Well, it's not perfect. It's definitely not perfect, which is why it's not number one, and it's not, and I have it at it, six, and it misses my top I mean, five. I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I would think, I would say that multi-millions of people would disagree with you in that. They, I mean, they, those are beloved characters. People's they were when it came out. No, dude, I always think they still people are. Yeah, they still yeah, people, people still love, love those two. I mean, people still want them in movies together, and they want them to be. I think they're well, I think people like love that they're friends in real life. Still, I mean, they, they're committed to those yeah. characters, dude. Like, this is, I love the idea that she's telling a story about an event and changing it to you know she makes Jack perfect, she makes Cam 
cartoony villain to tell her story. I love the entire thing, and I do think it works. I don't think it's as shallow as you guys are saying, because I think it okay, it is a little paint-by-numbers, clearly. But the, lo- the love story aspect. Right. the lens you look at it in. Right, I mean, but I think uh, it's... Uh, it's uh, it, it, it's not paint-by-numbers at all in the scale of the project. We're talking about the most expensive movie of the world it, ever made being the highest grossing movie ever made. This is the... This is, there's nothing paint-by-numbers by that. Right. You're no, spending that. more no. money than anyone's ever conceived. And it was supposed and, well, to be a failure. And making more... talking about the story. And making more money than anyone's ever conceived. And within that is one of the largest projects of all time. And the experience lends to that. And it was supposed to be a failure. So are you talking about Infinity War or are you talking about Titanic? Because that's the same there's thing. There's no challenge to Infinity War. But my point is the three points, the three points you just made... Spending money, highest grossing money. We're talking about We're talking about spending money here. you don't have. People everyone looked at him like a fool as he was doing it. This is a Walt Disney project. This was this is Walt Disney making Snow White when everyone thought he was gonna fail, putting every penny he had into it. It it, it would have broke not just him, the studio, everyone involved. And it ended up being one of the biggest successful. That's not Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars was playing with money that was, was playing with the other Disney money hundreds of years later. That, it, that there was no risk to Infinity Wars, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. A, it, there wasn't a challenge. I don't it. even know what Infinity Wars is. Marvel. I know what, what's it about. Spider Man or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't do see not know. You know, it's hard to hearing it down for this thing. To your to your, to your point know. about the you're talking Same. about how. Talk about the vision. better myself. That's I said this before, but that's not necessarily a factor for me when I'm ranking these movies. Okay, so so what? Just my direct response to that was: is the director's vision being so far outside the box that everyone around him told him it was an an inconceivable task? You could not complete it, and him putting it to screen and it becoming one of the biggest sensations in movie history. That doesn't factor into your rankings at all. Not not really. No, I, I I think, I, I, but to me that doesn't that doesn't make up for the the weaknesses I I see in this movie. There are weaknesses, by the way. I, right, I don't that's, think but that's why it's at four. That's why it's at five, six. I think. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, remember, sure. just, let's just let's not get too wrapped up in the four, five, six because this conversation becomes greater when we get to the nineties. Well, so we're a, we're laying yeah. the groundwork for these sure. conversations to come. So we would let's yeah. But it matters in what we're yeah, talking it, about. It now. matters in for this episode, right? right? But what I'm saying is, like, me and Grant are arguing. I think we have it right the same number. That's one apart, right? Yeah. So, right, that, 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 that will change. That was my point. And you and I think yeah. you and I are one number apart. What did you have it? Uh, seven. Oh, okay, I'm at five. You're at four. No, but like okay, this. So but like when we when I when I put this up against the 45, it's it's going to be it's, it's going to it's not going to be as high. You know, yeah. Like yeah. Seven, yeah. Seven, and that's and that's what he's saying. The fives and the six aren't necessary. But in context, we do. I will say that. Honestly, this this will remain. I mean, the, the, my top four or five movies probably will remain. The top five in this this season are some of my favorite movies we've seen. My, I top, my top four, my top four, my top four are going to be really high. The, the, the bottom yeah. ones are the worst I've seen. <laughs> the top ones are some of the best. Stars and Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Purge. The Purge. Yeah. The Purge. This is our new platoon. This is going to be the this is one, platoon yeah. on on ice. I knew Titanic uh, was going to be uh, me too. The, yeah, the platoon on ice. And, uh, <laughs> Can you uh, imagine a Disney <laughs> presentation of platoon? On, that should be a with segment pu- with puppets. Wait, next uh, next rankings episode. What movie could you make 
on ice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, a, a teaser. A teaser for the season four finale. Yeah. Oh yeah. of Arabia on, on ice. ice. <laughs> Joey, we, we filled a lot of airtime with Titanic there. Do you have, uh, we'll I'll let you get the last word on it because I feel like this is a debate that's going to rage yeah, on this, a bit this here. is an ending. Wow, yeah. I can't wait for the... <laughs> 45 on this first platoon. If, if I, uh, Joey, if I can address something that you said before, um, when you talk about how Rose told the story in such a way where she kind of embellishes one and embellishes the, the other. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think just I think Cameron's just really bad at writing characters. But she's telling the story. Yeah, but no, she's, I think but I think James Cameron's bad at writing he's characters. He's not factoring in what you just accounted for. Like I what you just said is more interesting than what James But Cameron's I disagree doing. because I think Cam's great as the over the top. I love him. He's my right. favorite part of the movie. But I don't understand liking him and not liking Leo. Because I think they're the same with a different coin because they're I, being I told know. through her eyes. And I, that's why I like both of those characters. I love Cam. Yeah. I, 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 he's my favorite but Cal. I also Cal sorry I love Cal too um, but that's why I like Jack too, a lot too because of the fact that she's telling him that's why he always knows what to do see Jack to me is such a poorly written character that he just serves a purpose yeah I, I think I think you're I, in, my, in my eyes I think you're giving Cameron more credit but I, we, I guess we really won't know what his intentions no, are, well, but I think I think he's just bad at writing characters. I think we're back on the Oliver Stone thing too, because I I agree that James Cameron is not very good at writing characters. That is, if you look at the body of his work, sure. that's kind of there. Like, no, I don't think there'd be a ton of people that argue that. But I don't think that matters when you're talking about why Titanic is great. I don't I don't think Jack interferes with the greatness of Titanic. I, agree I don't with, think Rose agree interferes with, with the greatness of Titanic. I think the, the the Titanic is on a scale that most movies will never achieve, and I don't I don't know that they can again. I think that there have some in the past that have, but I don't know that I don't know that we will ever experience another Titanic. I, I also part of part of me, and maybe this isn't something I should factor in, but I do that the the cultural impact it's you. Yeah. like this does matter to me. Like, dude, like Kieran just said. I don't think we'll ever see something to the, at that to that scale ever no. again. And like, I want to bring it back to Around the World in 80 Days because Around the World in 80 Days was the Titanic yeah. of 1956, but it never left 1956. And Titanic is still relevant today. Yeah. People still watch Titanic and still show it to their kids and still get enthralled by it That's right. because it works right. visually. Mm-hmm. It works oh, visually. It There's works. nothing it about it that's stable. It doesn't yeah, look. Important. It doesn't look no, like it was made. When it was made. Well, he made another movie, Avatar, that doesn't today. Yeah. It works and, visually, Avatar. Uh, but it, it, it's, Bomber, it's sticky yeah. today. Yeah. It's, it's sticky today. It's, it doesn't work the way that I Titanic. Think, I think. I think. Titanic Titanic is is in the, I think Titanic is the best version of Avatar. It made more. Avatar made more than Titanic, and he put more into it. All right. Well, using that argument. Yeah, but you're not warping argument. Warping but it didn't it, have the not cultural it. impact that Titanic did. I think it not made, as long lasting. But when it, when when Avatar came out, it was a fucking for, yes. for a brief time. Sure, I think it made the, Avatar made that much money because of Titanic. This is this is gonna be a fun one moving forward, boys. I love it. We have our new platoon. <laughs> I'm already dreading it. Define fun. Yes, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a blast. It's, this is the most fun. <laughs> it's kind of funny that the teams are drawn. Like we pulled. It seems like we pulled Chris over. Yeah, at least for this debate. But um, you pulled them onto your lifeboat. You pulled them onto your lifeboat. Are you surprised um, that I had Titanic so high? A little bit. Yeah. 
a little bit. I thought that would be one that you guys wouldn't expect. I didn't expect yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I, didn't think think it I love it. I love, I yeah. love that I love movie. It. <laughs> well, this is like this is one of the ones where I'm jealous that I didn't have it ranked higher. Like I want to hop on your life boat now. I want to yeah, hop on your life. I feel boat. like I feel like you're much higher on it than you than, thought. Than to, we you ranking. thought to take someone's baby and take it onto the light bulb. I didn't think of that. Molly has the Billy Zane move. Okay. Order! <laughs> there will be order! order. Sure the I order don't. award goes to. He thought, I thought the boats were buckled! We up to. Wow, that was so good! <laughs> <laughs> that was so good! Um, that was Chris's four. four. Four? We're up to Artie's four. Best years of our lives. Okay. Higher. I have it higher. higher. I don't, but. Great, Great. four. My four is uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. Mm. Higher. I have it higher. Thank you for listening to Best Picture Cast. We'll see you on... <laughs> oh, boy. I have it higher. Um, my you, better, you better start thinking, Grant. Listen. Hey, listen. Yeah, I mean, oh, listen. Oh, 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 hey, we're not there. there. Oh, oh, oh. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> my number four is 12 Years a Slave. I have it higher. Also, Joey's four. Yeah. I have it um, Okay. Joey, you're number three. We're on the top three now. Let's go. My number three, Best Years of Our Lives. I have a three also. Also three for me. Okay. So it's Best Years time, right? Okay. Anyone have it higher? I have a five. Four, four. four. Okay. Best, best years done. Okay. Pretty, pretty all pretty close, um, right, too? Yeah, three, four, yeah. five. Um, so I, I just want to say when Chris, well, you, you found three? out. Yeah, three, three, three. Chris, when you found out you were the low man, you were like, oh, no. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to, can I move it up higher, please? Yeah, like, and I loved your reaction to it. So, so Chris, you watched it today or last uh, night? No, no, I yeah. watched it, uh, yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah, it's yeah. a blur. So we'll uh, let you lead off of it. I watched it yesterday. Uh, dude, this, this movie could have been four or three. I, it was really hard for me to figure. I mean, I, I love, I loved it. I loved it. It was a surprise to me, probably a surprise to you guys, because it is an older movie. Oh, man, the th- theme, really, I really love the subject matter, the themes. It was way, way before its time. Way. I mean, way. Dude, I, I'm, I'm still kind of blown away by it. Um, they're talking about like, you know, PTSD, or what what it's like to come home um, alcoholism at, yeah what it's like to come home yeah. after um, a war how things have changed for you and your family disabilities marital problems divorce I mean unemployment all, all, unemployment yeah a lot of things that like I don't think a lot of people were dealing with we're not handling it great yeah. now I think a lot of people were dealing with the, those issues but nobody was talking about them no um, it it's shot well it looks great. The, the acting is natural yeah. and 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 really well well done. I I care. It's the storytelling is phenomenal. It tells every story. All the three men, you get enough of every. You, you get all the details you need. Doesn't overdo or underdo anything. I I. So it's fucking fantastic. So what did you hate about it? <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. And you know, is, this is splitting hairs territory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I think this, I, I, I can see just it. gushed over. It. I feel bad that yeah. I rate them more. Yeah, than yeah, and I hate that feeling too. Five, and, right? and I think yeah, five. and I think this is a conversation where the low man and the high man doesn't matter. This is yeah. just to right. talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah. I have it. The four of us were on the episode, but I have it at four. I love. I was on this episode. I love everything about this movie for the most part, except for the one actor that you really liked with the hook. Yeah, yeah. I, Harold Russell. Yeah, Russell but he's yeah. not an actor. I I yeah. talked to Karen about this off uh, Mike there. Uh, I noticed that he, his acting wasn't as strong. Yeah. And but then I asked. I actually asked you, Karen. Right. Mm-hmm. I said like, and that's guy. It's not an actor, right? He he's obviously somebody yeah. with that mm-hmm. with right. the hooks. 
because I was like, wow, look at how he's using those hooks. I mean, it was incredible. Efficient, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. He's and, showing off and, at the beginning with the, the cigarettes, cigarettes and the lighter. He's completely serviceable yeah. in yeah. that role. He's fine. He's the weakest actor, but it's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only reason I have it four and not in the top three. Is yeah. that's, it, it, it's, a, it's a non-actor acting. And I, you said it's mm-hmm. one of the most unique, if not, I believe you said unique or memorable characters in any yeah. of the Best Picture winners that we will see. Yeah, it makes yeah. it kind of cool that he's, he's not so winner award winner. Yeah. And he has yeah. two Oscars for it. That's awesome. Yeah. The way it's shot is beyond good. Mm. Um, the mm. drunk acting is second, is awesome. Yeah, we it's did awesome. the best. It's best. Yeah. awesome. So I haven't heard... It's the best drunk I have not ever. heard your episode on, on this movie, but, I, but you, you guys referenced oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah drunk yeah. acting's a nitpick of mine, and yeah. this is all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So let's get, let's get Chris's take on it, because he wasn't on the episode. The drunk acting? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, listen, it... It says, for the time, it was as natural as you could act. It'd be. Listen, he's hammering it up a little bit. His eyes are rolling around. Um, um, I forget the guy's name. Frederick March is the yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah but, but honestly, it's it's better than some drunk acting I see in modern movies. So for me, it's, totally. it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, the behavior of the drunks. They want to keep staying out yeah, and oh my partying. God. They don't really, want to go home. I, like re- I related to that. I... I, I am like, like that. Yeah, like, so I, I, Why when do you I'm, think these episodes are so long? <laughs> so long. Yeah, yeah, when I'm rolling, right I don't want to stop. Like, mm. like next, the next place. Oh, what's going on in the next place? I, I love all of it. You know, I, their I, buddy I, shows up. They go crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, just really ahead of its time. Yeah. When you have a movie like this, where it's a three-hour drama, basically, like a talking yeah. drama, I, I, I've never fallen in love with three characters as quickly. Yeah, as right. as the three of them on the plane, they they develop like, a as, really that plane scene is <clears throat> such strong like, character you, development. You know, yeah. like, it's amazing. It's so like you can't even like quantify. You can't put your finger on it. You're just like, oh, I love these guys. Yeah, they're I want to hang out with them. Uh, yeah, I want to see what happens next. The car ride where they're dropping the ball. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's oh why don't we drop you off first? So fucking good. Yeah, you guys want to get a drink first? Let's go get a drink. We're all anxious to go home. We could we could gush over this. We're all anxious to go home, but they're all scared. What do you have this at? I, I, I'm going to talk in a second. But I just want to kick it to Joey first right. and get his get his thoughts on it. Just the characters and how this is a for, like, kind of forgotten movie. Like, yeah. it doesn't get talked about. And when it won that poll, I was like, oh, it's great. And blew my fucking mind. I, I can't kinda... believe I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah. Same. Well, Same. That, that Joey, you, you just brought up my next point there for me. Mm. As I'm doing my rankings, I looked at this and was kind of mad at myself for putting it in this season with two other movies uh, that this would be three because it, it, it hurts yeah. that I have a three for me because it really does. It hurts. And I'm like, oh, man, I couldn't put this in another spot. And then I remembered, wait a minute, I didn't pick this movie. Right. Twitter, the people picked it. Yeah. We did a poll yeah. of the most underappreciated Best Picture and winners. It and handily. it won. Handily. As it should have. And Chris, as you just said, I can't believe I haven't heard of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That defines everything. This movie is perfect for that slot. Yeah. Grant. Uh, during our season two rankings, you said... Amadeus is the best Oscar movie that nobody has heard of. Mm-hmm. This is the best Oscar movie that nobody's heard yeah, of. I yeah, agree. I agree. Because Amadeus does have a bit of a pop culture um, uh, uh, aura to it. And closer sure. to yeah. 80s or a little closer to today. Yeah, this, movie, this movie is like an... Un- it was just on SNL, yeah, Amadeus. Like a dusty gem. Yes. It's a crime that that everyone will talk about a Citizen Kane and not this. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I it's, would say Lost Weekend might be up there. Yeah, I would agree. It's with probably up there too. That's my number one. Grant, it's funny. That no one's heard of that... It's and probably that's totally fair. Unbelievable. I did, hadn't seen uh, Amadeus before. 
sure. and wasn't aware of it. Once I was aware of it, I have noticed that I see a lot of Amadeus. It's, it's there. Yeah, it's around in, in pop culture. It's around. Yeah, uh, Lost Weekend is a good example. of Lost one Weekend that Simpsons is referenced a few times. Yeah. Lost Weekend, if you just watch it in a vacuum, some of these some of these movies fucking good. Yep, some it's of these amazing. movies you once you know them, you see it, but otherwise they're not in your in your hundred uh, percent uh, because it's just not zeitgeist. So, Chris, that's my next point, and that was the yeah. one that I was sitting on. You guys asked me before when we were talking how great is my valley. Do you think you appreciate it so much just because you researched it and just because you know yeah. about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's something to be said about a movie that you just watch. You take it in. You immediately see its greatness. Yeah. And then when you research about it, you realize it's that much greater. Yeah. And that's what this movie is. Deep focus. Focus, yeah. focus when baby. We, that blew all of our minds when we yeah. really got into the that scene in the bar. That went into this. This yeah. movie is... The, the, the layers that you peel off of this yep. movie when you really learn more about it and how it was made and, and the work that William Wyler did. And I need to say that I didn't think this would be the first William Wyler movie we're talking about. But crazy, we're, right? I guess I don't want to put any teasers out here. Um, but it, this is this is truly one of the greatest movies ever made. I, I really, it's unbelievable. Dude, yeah. it actually... And I, I have to say this is probably the oldest movie that's ever made me feel emotional. Mm. Like, I, I dude, I really love the characters and I got attached yeah. to them. And stuff. that's one that you said off mic, Chris, is that yeah. it uses multiple characters, but you care about every one of them. Yep. Yeah, every yeah, one yeah, of them yeah, you yeah. care about. Yeah. And we talk about a movie like The English Patient, where there's a lot of different things going on, and it never really sinks in. Yeah. This movie sinks in at every step of the way. This is this is one of the this is one of the greatest movies. This movie is expertly made. Yeah. Expertly. Oh my god. Expertly. Yeah, yeah I, it made me. You know, it, this is a movie I have to say that made me. It's an old movie, and I bitch about them all the time. And I'm like, maybe it's not old movies I don't like. It's just... Bad old movies. Particular old movies I don't like. This one is right up my alley. I mean, I dude, I watch it again tomorrow. Dude, anyway. same. This movie is incredibly grounded. Yes. Mm. It's, a, it's a real life how people handle things. Grounded is a great way to describe it. It's also yeah. notable that like it was made right after World War II. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. like People were... This is like... Almost in real time. The I audience mean, was ready for this. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that's one that will be way on my on my overall list. That's oh, yeah. Okay, so we are on Chris's three. Chris's three. Your bronze medal, Chris. All right, buddy. Uh, here we go. Ready? Bridge over Ooh. the river Kwai. Bridge on Bridge the river Kwai. That's Kwai. what I meant. The source well, material the book, is Bridge over. Is yes. over. Yeah, there so. we go. So you had it ready. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Bridge on the river Kwai three. I have that one higher. Yeah, higher. Yeah. Shit. Artie, number three. <clears throat> Judea <laughs> Ben-Hur Judah Ben-Hur Okay, so this was the other William Wyler movie that I was referring to Here it is awesome. Come, oh, on, does he, does he right. Right. Come on, guys get What are we talking about? Can we get everybody's rankings first? Okay, I've, I've Artie, has, Artie has Ben-Hur 3 I have it 7 Me also 7 I also have 7 too I have yeah. uh, at 5 Oh, that's right Grant was this right So, Artie 3, Grant 5 The three of us, 7 Yeah And Artie, I love this, by the way. I just want to say, before you start, like, um, this is amazing. I think it's great. Um, I, I, I want to be, like, I want to be with you. I want to be, this. I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, by the way, I I'm love like Charles movie, too, so I I'm, love it. I'm like Charles Dutton and, and Rudy, like, uh, like clapping in with the, with the ring coat. <laughs> Trying on, to learn like, how to clap. I said, <laughs> I said I never watched it from the stands. You know, I'm, I'm I got a bad attitude. <laughs> I had a bad attitude. Artie, go. I mean, it's, it's countless great acting performances the cinematography is phenomenal the story's awesome they touch on jesus but they don't 
they hide him. I love it. And and they never show his face, and they never really. I love all you know, It doesn't take it over. Here. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's super you know, clever. The right? book I is think. the yeah. book is Ben Hur: A Tale of Christ. This is not Ben Hur: A Tale of Christ. It's Ben Hur: Tale of Ben Hur. And the chariot scene at the end is one of the best things on film in yeah. the history of Earth. Facts. True. Yeah. The chariot scene is one of the best things. <laughs> period. Not gonna, not gonna get much argument for me. So. I just I, think after the chariot scene hurts the movie. I, I'm, I, after? I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I liked I it. It's a tough 45 minutes stretch. I, I, re- I love the movie. The chariot scene's amazing. And I rewatched this recently. T- I, I, I have a hard time not with Not a big after. fan of lepers. Joe. Just nothing about it works. It, I think it, it's... The movie up until the... When... The movie up until when Masala dies is great. Amazing. Great. Then, to me, it takes a little bit of a... Like, the, la- like the last quarter of the movie kind of falters a little bit. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know, man. It had me, dude. I was yeah, it had me, too, like, man. I, it, I don't know. It didn't falter and, for And uh, you all had it most... I mean, you had it higher than I did. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the weakest parts for me... Honestly, I have to disagree with Artie a little bit. Charlton Heston... Yeah. He's kind of a one-dimensional actor, like not not the best. He's not a great. No, he's, I lo- I like it. I like him. No, I, what did I, say? I? I think I said this to you guys off off uh, you know off the podcast that like he's a movie. He's a fucking movie star. Oh yeah, there's, oh there's absolutely. A, there's like a but Chris, not a great. There's like actor, a Christopher right? Walking character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quality he's to the him. One, you know, where it's, one he's dimension. doing a shtick. He's know, doing. He's doing. It works. Dirty apes. I kept. I would never say it's a great actor. I kept expecting him to s- literally say, You damn dirty ape. Because <laughs> it's so much the same. One, well, he has one thing. One time a man gave me water when I was thirsty. I wonder why he did that then. But I love that. He's, it, like, it, like, it's that's fine. To- it's tonally, fine. tonally, he's the same pretty much throughout just, the movie. Yeah, but when, right, but right. When, he's, when he's acting against Stephen Boyd and Jack Hawkins. It, it, you can really see the disparity yes. there. It, yeah, but I don't know that if if I view it as a disparity because there there is when a shtick works, damn does it work. But and it's a on shtick. this scale, it is a shtick. But but Christopher Walken would be my example. It works. Like, like when when you get it in the right frequency, it can it's a it's a right hand hook to the face, and I think it works. I think movie. his his movie star big dick energy. Yeah. Really oh, it's a mega big. Oh, he's energy. a movie star. I don't know if he should. I don't know if he was deserving of the Oscar win for best actor. I don't either. Yeah, no, but, I agree with you there. But it, but it's goddamn compelling. But to he watch. wasn't gonna not win, and boy, yeah. is that not big dick? Again, I'm criticizing him. At the same star. time, I'm praising it. Like, yeah. he's it's oh, not well, a great. Is, perf- yeah. It's not the best performance I've ever seen. But also, just it fucking he's works. Rockstar. Give him the Oscar. Awesome. <laughs> awesome story, too. It's really it's great. Gladiator. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, when you watch, you know, when you watch this, F- I, and then well, gla- it is the that, Gladiator. That is something story, I didn't, right? I felt stupid, I, and, and uh, we're going to talk about this in our uh, recommends. I felt stupid not knowing that Gladiator was clearly. Based on Ben Like, Ben-Hur. not just based on, like, well, just Rick. basically ripped off the movie. Yeah, I mean, that's Ben-Hur's goddess. What's that? Ben-Hur and Spartacus. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. I, I didn't I didn't realize it. And I get I've actually never I prefer this movie to Gladiator. I've never been a huge Gladiator fan. It's fine. I like it. I've watched it a few I times. I think I might I think I might be with you there. Yeah, I this I much prefer this movie. But now I realize why. Because this is the OG version. And then that and the, that chariot scene. The chariot scene's amazing. Uh, great uh, Artie could have said yeah. it better. Yeah. One of the best yeah. things yeah. ever caught a film. It's on yeah. Earth. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I haven't watched this movie and not rewound that back to the beginning yeah, of it great. to start watching over. It again. is great. It's at the perfect point of the movie too, where you're waiting to get to it, but still yeah. loving what you're seeing, but you you know it's coming, and and you get to, like I think there was like I don't know I might have it was either Chris or Artie was I I think it was Chris, you were like saying about how much you loved it and you weren't even up to the charity race no. yet. It might have been Artie also. It was Artie. Yeah. I, 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 it, it was, was actually probably yeah, it was both. Artie. I think it was, it was both, both of you. Like, and I'm like, oh wow, they're not even at the charity yeah. race in those? But like, this was this movie was a bit of a victory for me in, in a sense that like, I think the episode was the first one where I was alone in liking it. Like truly alone in liking it. Now, yeah, I, 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 granted, you, you I've said, softened on it, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was really pivoting and trying to defend a lot of areas and when I heard like, when I, when I, when I saw Artie's thoughts sprouting and Chris's thoughts sprouting and saw how much they were really enjoying it. Artie, you had it ranked as high as three, right? I have a three. Th that was, that was a, a, a little victory in itself. That's why I'm saying I'm clapping on the sidelines, you know, with the poncho on. It, you know what I also, I, I have, this might be controversial, I, like I'm not religious in any way. I don't really even know a lot about uh, Christianity or anything, but I loved the Jesus stuff like the scene and you know what the director is jewish so there you go <coughs> listen i'm not religious either and i love the jesus stuff i i think i said in the episodes i the crucifixion scene was done yeah so tastefully and so yeah. craftily with, with the camera and this is again we're talking about i mean we're talking about the guy who was the cinematographer of the graduate which is arguably, arguably one of the best film movies of robert surtees uh, one of the best film movies of all time I mean, the choice, the camera choices in this movie throughout. I have great, say, the claustrophobia of the caves, like, really good stuff. One of my favorite scenes is, is about, I mean, it looks like he's about to die from dehydration. And uh, he, a man, long hair, robe, it's on, it clearly is Jesus, Hot. gives him water, you don't see his face. <laughs> and just, you see him from behind, and you kind of, he pans down, they pan down to Jonah, and pan up. Judah. And Judah sorry, Judah. Judah, excuse me. They pan up, and it's clearly Jesus, but you don't see his face. I... I and the, the the reaction everybody looks at his face and reacts. Mm. I I loved it. Like yeah. I was like yeah. I was like wow, this is it's beautiful. I loved very it. very well made. I, I I loved it. Yeah, it told I, the story. The movie's yeah, yeah. Amazing. without Joey. Wait, wait. They told you everything you needed to know, but didn't actually tell you anything. Right. Right. They just showed you. They hand feed you everything. No, you're right. Can we talk about the boats crashing into each other and the oh, ship with the slave ships? With the spilled in William Myler's. Bathtub. bathtub. <laughs> but dude, it, it looks like, so pew, good. Pew. Oh, dude, you said that in the episode. Is that actually really what happened? No, I'm, no, I'm not. Not. <laughs> I was like, if they did that, that's but incredible. Dude, if the they movie... did that, it's like Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the scene looks so good with it's the amazing. water pouring into the ship. Oh, it's it's amazing. Amazing. And I love Jack Hawkins. I love Come his on. whole story arc as a as a slave. Like, yeah, it's yeah. So the whole the whole below deck of the ship is amazing. That whole scene. The when the when they're when when Jack Hawkins is changing the speed. Yeah, just just fantastic. to see a bender would break. It's just it's great. Yeah, yeah. I, again, we could go through every scene by scene, but I mean, I I love it. And and effect, the fact is, I have it at seven. Again, it could be four. It could be. I mean, I it was hard. It was hard to choose mm. these these top movies. You know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it ended with Chris. You had it at seven. at seven, which is where I had it as well. Me too. And I'm. I'm I'm a little I'm, as I'm sitting here I'm, I'm staring at Titanic and I'm a little scared I'm a little torn and two two AFI top 100s there um, they're both visual achievements for sure similar reasons yeah, they have and different they reasons. have some similarities in, in that way I think ultimately why I went Titanic is I think like the whole thing is the achievement where the Ben Hur had moments of achievement and the cultural and, uh, 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 um, 
impact too. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that Ben Hur didn't have a cultural. Yeah, no, it's a big I mean, deal. That's a, even, I mean, you guys, you guys had never seen Ben Hur, but you heard. Oh, sure. The word it's not like that. The title, not like Best Years of Our Lives, where there, it meant nothing. Joey, you had it where seven, seven. Okay, I'll give you the closing thoughts on it. There, Chariot Scene's one of the best things that. Yeah. I mean, I've Ever said it a few times. I mean, it's those. unbelievable what they did there. After that, I do think it hurts the movie, but everything up to it is... From the beginning, I don't love the nativity scene, but from there to the end of the chariot races is one of my favorite things on movies. Yes. Ever. What was your five and your six? Right five was Titanic, six was How Green Was My Valley. Okay, and and I had both of those movies ahead of it as well. I had Titanic was my six and five was Hercules my best. So we're on the same today. And what was your eight and your nine? Eight was Beautiful Mind. Nine was English Patient. And eight was English Patient. Nine was Beautiful Mind. Right. So we're so right. Right. you guys that, are that, blowing down. Yeah, that nine to that nine to five. We're, we're right there. Great. Your number three. Uh, my number three was Best Years of Our Lives. Was mine too. So we're moving yeah. over to Joey's number two. My number two is Godfather Two. I have wow. it higher. Wow, I have it higher too. Boy, that's the first time we heard that word. I huh? also have it at two. No. My suspicions were confirmed. Wow, okay. I have it higher. Grant has it higher. Yeah. Chris has it higher. Chris, your number two? My number two is 12 Years Asleep. There it is. Same spot. Also, God, Grant's number that, two. Right. It's 12 Years so of Slaves. Too good movie. Wait, where did it's everybody so have it? Sorry. Good. I have it at five. At a four. Five, five, four, four two, 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 four, 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 five, four, four, okay. two, two. Listen, it's a um, masterpiece. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Uh, amazing. I'm, 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 dress, Great, I'm drafting it. I'm, I'm, I'm ranking it say, amidst other masterpieces. Right. I just want to say one thing, and then you can go. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it, it was almost my number one. So wow. Go. Okay. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I was I was on this episode in love with it. I I expressed all of my feelings about it. It's just to me where it sets it apart from. Bridge on the River Kwai and Best Years of Our Lives is uh, the subject matter is incredibly important. I feel like it's a very important movie to see, but not only in its powerful material, it is, this movie is built in such a powerful way that the cinematography is unreal, but, it, it, but everything feels so natural. And, but it just, like, the sound design is perfect. The acting is unparalleled. Like, everything except for the Brad Pitt stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 right. I feel like this movie is nearly perfect besides that. Yeah. Chris, you said this is almost your number one. Talk I, I think this is clo as close to a perfectly made movie as I've oh ever God. seen. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't, okay, look, I'm just going to get out of the way because I don't want to fucking deal, I don't want to talk about it again. Brad Pitt is shoehorned in. It's not great. I, I don't love it. I love him. It just, it seems, especially... It, feel, it felt pretty, weird. It just felt out of place. Producer, it just seems like they, they just jammed him in there. It doesn't make sense. Other than that, everything about it, I, the fucking editing is fantastic. Perfect. They make some crazy, like, innovative, uh, interesting decisions. The cuts, the cuts are they, amazing. They cut yeah. and sound. They do a great job with sound where, like, there, there'll be a, a sound from one scene and then... They'll cut to another scene, and then the the, the audio from the last mm -hmm. scene will continue. Don't carry on. Oh it's man, amazing. that's so creative and so interesting. It's, and the act, I mean, the it's so heartbreaking. Acting is so heartbreaking. Yeah. They they do a gr perfect job of like respecting the um, the composition, like respecting what this movie is about, and yeah, but not it's a back. hard subject to cover, and they do it beautifully. It's hard to watch, which it should be. Absolutely. Um, I think Steve B said it the best on the podcast. You said that uh, 
everybody should see this movie. It's yeah. required. I completely agree. As an American, it's required in, viewing. You should see yeah. it in school. Like you should be made to see it. It's just it's a beautiful movie. It's amazing. It's going to be in my in top ten probably going forward. Joey, what this movie makes you feel and the way they sit in the things for longer than you would think they do to really make you process what you're doing. It's unbelievable. Not, Boy, that's such not, Joey R. Brand right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I want to see Joey. I totally agree. I want to be as painfully uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. And they let you, they make you sit in they it. Don't t- they don't make it easy on the audience. No, and I no, fucking even, love no. that because I hate, I hate when things get glossed over as we've talked about. I hate, and this, and then Lupita Nyong'o's, her first ever performance. Unbelievable. Masterful performance. I mean, what? Masterful performance. Yes. Yeah. It's your first performance. Yep. Master. It's amazing. <laughs> what this movie does, and the sound. And, the and she wasn't a flash in the pan either. She went on to have a, or is going on to have a She's going to have a good career. career. She's, right. she's amazing. Yeah. But Whoa. even if you, you know, you see people like, oh, turn away, cover. The sound doesn't let you do that. Everything about this immerses you and makes you live in this movie. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's un- un- brilliant. I don't know if one of you said it already. Unrelenting. Yes, yes. Unflinching. Yeah, unflinching. Um, yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah, it really is. There's a scene in this movie that is, in my opinion, an all all time scene, and it's when he's hanging by the rope. Yeah. Oh yeah, with his, with his feet mm-hmm. kicking. The long and the tape. camera does not fucking no. cut. Doesn't let you and, blink. And every and everyone else in the plantation is living going about their day. Ca- they, this is yeah. what happens. Kids are playing in the background. I, yeah, this is a like a almost like a life like a a life changing scene. Like you see this scene and you go, oh, yes, yeah. they're just not cutting, and I don't want them to cut. I want to see what yeah. happens. And then he just shows up and fucking just cuts the rope and he slams to the ground. It's not even like a gentle. Nope. The guy saves him. He yeah. saves him, but he goes, "Yeah, go get the well, master. I, I'm I not have, gonna cut you down." I have to call this back from the episode, just in Chris. I'll, I'll go to you right yeah, after, no but because um, we did get. It. A, a Twitter question about that scene, and they said, you know, did w- 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 how is that? Did you feel like they stayed in that scene too long? And Steve, who read the source material, answered the question, and he goes, "If you're asking, was that shot too long?" The answer is no, because when you read the book, that scene goes on for pages and yeah. pages and pages, and each page you Steve turn, read the book? you hope, yeah, yeah. You, each page you turn, Poor you guy. hope that it's over, and it just keeps going. Yeah. So, like, so the, what a what a what an adaptation, make, what an adaptation, the adaptation of. Whatever right. is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. There's very few movies I've ever seen that I watch and I'm like, this, this, I don't know for sure, but this seems to be exactly historically accurate. Like, it this is, must have been what it was like. And yeah. like, I don't think you get that very often from, uh, from historical Never. based movies. <laughs> yeah, feels, hardly it feels, ever. It, it feels ever. extremely yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It's so well as crafted. honest as you can get, you know. And, yeah. and um, I love it. And I, I think that's that, that a lot to do with, like, even like the lighting stuff. All feels very natural. Yes. They did a really good job of lighting the scenes in, in in a way that it almost feels like there's no additional lighting. There was a mood to recording this episode. Yeah. Unlike any episode we've recorded oh, today. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 Joey, you were there too. It was the three of us and Steve B. And. I want to say, when I read the intro, the regular BBC intro that I read every time, mm, man, the mood, I felt like I was sinking in quicksand while I was reading it. There was a, there was a visceral um, thickness to the air. While it, it just it's felt serious. like we were covering something so different from everything else we, oh, we've course. covered before. Um, and I don't know if you can hear it in my voice and you listen, but I felt it as, as, as I was reading it. And it was 
Um, it was such a unique Best Picture guest episode yeah. that I'm really proud of. That I'm, I'm, I'm oh, really I love proud that of. episode. This it, is one of the ones I had to watch in the last few days that I thought would be like kind of like an Oscar Beatty movie where I'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's whatever. I'll, I'll rank it in the middle. And then I watched it and I'm like, oh my God, this is yeah, right. It's a modern yeah. masterpiece. Like, uh, it, it is a modern masterpiece. I, I, it's, it's, Do you guys wonder, like, I wonder why, I feel like it doesn't get talked about as much as it I should. It's such a hard, 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 hard watch. People want to talk about it. People want to put it on WPIX it. on Saturday. <laughs> comes, like, comes in a... You can put Predator on WPIX. It's a serious, intense topic that people are uncomfortable. But I mean, this should be talked about as... 100%. This is required. It should be fucking masterpiece. It should be required viewing. Yeah. As both as both like as a film student and as a history student. Totally agree with that. It comes in a weird Oscar... Era, I guess mid mid twenty tens, where yeah, 13, I think a lot right, of people didn't it's take it. Twenty thirteen. Uh, thirty. It's, it's it, it beats Gravity. Yeah. That was the big. Uh, right. that was Which the big is, I mean, thank God, because yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You know, while gravity Gravity's fu- no, I'm, <laughs> I don't really. I'm like not it. saying Gravity's bad. I'm just saying this movie should fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is better than Gravity. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Dano. It's way for, better than Gravity for every reason you can think of. This movie should win. Like not just because of the content. Yeah, because of the fucking movie. It's I love Gravity, but this movie accomplishes everything skillfully yeah. that yeah. you could accomplish. Expertly. Like, <laughs> cinematographically, sound, like you said, the sound design is unbelievable. Super subtle. Yeah. yeah. But, but like they lead bit. you into the next scene yeah. before you know you're being led into the next scene with sound. Yeah. The, the scene of the woman that got her kids ripped from her. Oh, oh God. When she was Jeez. crying in the plantation and then <sighs> after her argument with, with Solomon... And she's still crying, and then that crying leads into this, the church scene. Yep. Like in the, in the very next scene, it but like it's flawless. Well, that's it's, what I was I was yeah. mentioning with the sound. I, I that was really like her pain didn't just end with the scene; it no, continues to the next scene, and then through and through her entire life. Benedict Cabbage is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch Shame, which is um the Steve McQueen uh, yeah Steve McQueen's other yeah. movie with oh, um yeah. that Fastbender. Fast Fast I gotta Bender. watch it. I mean, Fastbender is fucking amazing at acting. Yeah. Yes. Paul Dano. Paul is... Dano. Right. Listen, like okay, Williams. There's there's no there's no weak except from Brad. Paul Giamatti. There's no weak spot. Yes. Okay. So no, we, can, I, can we talk correct. about this? Did you guys okay, really have major issues with the Brad Pitt stuff? I did. It felt kind of weird. It, 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 it needed to happen it, for it felt, this movie felt, to be made. It was the problem. It felt, yeah, it felt the producer, yeah. so. But, like, it's based on his novel. Didn't he meet someone who was building... It's not the character. It's just, like... The casting. It's just weird that, like... The casting. And then, like, because he needed... And he put, didn't want to do it. He had to put himself in the right, movie to get financed. He had to get financed. Yeah. And that's the only way it was going to get done. That and actually makes me appreciate that makes it a me, little better. Yeah, than, you know what? You did okay then, if that's yeah. the case. You need it for it's money. Not, it just, it just, I will write you your letter. Just, when you're talking about a near-perfect it, movie, that takes it, away from it. It, it. Just, it, it just felt a, a distraction. Little it takes me out of it. Especially, I think, having a history with him, it did seem to me, not knowing that he was forced to do this, be in the movie, I was like, what, did he shoehorn himself into this? Like, grandstanding kind of Yeah, like, oh, what is he trying to... like? But now that I actually know that, that yeah. makes me hate it a little bit less. It's weird. Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't out of my seem mind when I watch because it. Because I don't care. Mm. It's hard for most people to put that stuff aside. Um, I didn't know. I usually, I usually 
don't try not to let that bother me, but for some reason there was just yeah. like there was a movie yeah. star factor that the other movie like Paul Giamatti yeah. blended into what he was doing. This was a Greg movie. Pitt was a little yeah. Yeah. Was he was, was too, big, he was too big of a star to be in that um, movie in that yeah. role. But like I, like already like the <laughs> the movie poster is totally versus life in Italy had Brad Pitt on the cover. Ugh. That's gross to me. That's like, but like disgusting but, but Hollywood But that's just, this is part of it, though. That's how the movie got released. Four people. Doctors, I must insist. I must insist that we move on. Doctors, the storm's coming. I must insist we move on. So so that was, uh, um, that was Chris, that was your number two. And that's my number two. Uh, also, Grant's number two. Correct. Artie, you had that. I think you already with a low man, but I mean, I mean like five. Right? I would have five. Five, yeah. right? And four. And, and I had a four, four too. I mean, the three movies ahead of it are all contenders for. I consider them some of the best movies ever made, and contenders for number one overall. Like, right, even right. when it's said and yeah. done, my number three in this season could be my number one overall. If so. the top four movie, if my top four movies were spread out in other seasons. Th- Probably yeah. number one. So. Yeah, yeah, so we're up to my number two, and my number two is Bridge on the River Cole. And what was your number three? Higher. My number three was Best of Ross. Joey, you have it higher. higher. And Joey, you're next, my friend. You're number one. Hold on. Guys, we're at number one right now. This is it. Whoa. This is crazy. All right. Let's do it. Joey, you're number Whoa. one. My number one? Bridge on the River Kwai. Bridge on the River Kwai. Now, that episode was supposed to be the final three. I have Bridge at one. Yeah. Wow. Artie wow. and Joey with Bridge at wow. one. Okay. All right. So let's. We're going uh, a long, right hard time about that. Yeah, it's a hard one. Um, um, until will, Thursday. So I have one and one. Sorry. So Joey, you weren't on the episode. This is your time to speak. Do it. Bridge number one, season three. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Alec Guinness is, I think, probably in all the movies we've seen, that's the best acting performance overall. I think I said that on the episode. Um, and then if you take in William Holden and Saito, and Jack Hawkins. The acting is through the roof. The story, you know, when you have different cultures, how they look at things, when it's the Geneva Conventions versus the Bushido Code and what all that means versus, you know, honor and integrity and how just leadership, just everything about this movie brought me into it. I just don't have a complaint about this movie. Number one, season three. There it yeah, is. Yeah, I Rocked mean... Already number one season three. I said on the episode it's going to be top five at the end of this. Out of no matter how many we ranked, it's going to be top five. It's it's probably going to be top three. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, my number two. Uh, this movie is the best way I can describe this movie is, is it's a part of my life. Like uh, it's 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 such an easy recommend to anyone oh who, who anyone who says they want to get into the big bigger movies. Yeah, or go on. Bridge Never Quiet. Yeah. You know, it's, right. it's it's it's. Kieran, I think it was one of the first movies you actually asked me to watch. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's yeah. in our his, in our history. Yeah, the themes, the themes amidst everything else, amidst the acting, amidst the wonderful camera work, the setting, all that. Just the themes, the themes of legacy. And what your personally like your personal legacy means to yourself versus what it means to the rest of the world. I mean, it's just it's just it's it's immense. It's perfect, immense within dude. this movie. It's perfect. It's, it's, movie's perfect. God, we're, we're, God. This, this movie's up there competing with other perfect movies. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I just can't say enough about I'm, the bridge. Remember, five, 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 five doesn't feel enough for this. No, I said that. I said it was blinking six with acting. Like yeah. it's just it's um, the fact that Alec Guinness again outrageous, and then everyone else because. If everyone else was like, all right, he was so good, but everybody else is this just is fucking good. Two, two for me, uh, Grant and Chris. Two. I had a four, four and 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 uh, oh, three, sorry, three. and three. Okay, three and four. So let's go to the low man, Grant. 
this movie sucks. No, um, <laughs> this uh, no, this movie is this movie is spectacular. It really is. Um, it, this is one of those things where you compare it to the the three movies I have in front of it. You know, those resonate more with me for for one reason or another. I was I was vocal about this when we made the episode. Um, I wasn't crazy about William Holden's performance. Mm. Okay, well, um, and but that was that was reason enough for me to to knock it down behind you, three of the best movies I've ever seen. When you yeah. rewatched it, did you like Holden's performance better? It didn't change. It, my, my opinion about it didn't really change. No, Joey, you took a little exception to this one when listening to the episode. Yeah. Because you, you were supposed to be there. And he was my MVP. I was, I was just going to ask. Who yeah. was your MVP? He was my MVP. So was Chris's MVP so too, right? let's talk. Because I felt yeah. Shears was the connector through the whole thing that held the whole movie together and drove everybody. He made everybody else... He, he does this really... He does it... I've not, not seen a lot of his movies, but he does it every time I see him, William Holden. He makes everybody else very strong. He mm. He's really a good... He pushes everybody, and I think... He's an assist guy in the hockey world. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought he was... He held every, every single Joe piece of this movie was him, and I thought he was excellent throughout the entire thing. Grant, uh, why do you hate Bridge on the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I just... I, I, I just don't agree. I, 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 we've talked about this in the episode where this movie, movie feels timeless, mm-hmm. right? You can watch this in the 50s, 80s, today, it'll feel just the same. To me, his performance is the only thing that ages in the movie. Hmm. I feel like his movie, is, his performance is of its time. Interesting. I don't hate that opinion. And that, um, and that, I don't know that I agree, but it, that I, I see where you're coming from with that because there's... A, there's a movie star. There's a 1950s style movie style, doing. movie star quality to him that, that doesn't fit. In the that, 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 it, that he nails. Yeah, oh, he definitely sure. nails it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he nails. Yeah, he nails it. But I, I, it's one of those things where, like, that's the one thing that's preventing this movie to being completely timeless to me. Shears and Holden's performance are one of my favorite parts of the movie. I, 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 I love um, the Shears character. He's, just... he's a but a splash of water on the face of the viewer who's so sucked into this Saito. Saito. Well, he's, he's uh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's just, we kind of need, and I think, Chris, you said this on the episode, is you need a break from these guys at one point. Yeah. He yeah. gives that. He yeah. gives that to you. Yeah. I mean, he he lets a you, bit of like not levity isn't the just, right just word. A, just, like, a, just splash another the perspective. Right yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. need someone who's so in, ingrained in either this or that. Just somebody who represents the audience. That's survival. He's just trying to make it to He represents the audience, and that's great. Yeah, screen, right. That's great screenwriting. Right. Great yeah. screenwriting. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't have a dog in this fight either way. We just want. We just want something comfortable. We want to be comfortable somewhere. We want to see what happens. Right. I mean, we see the movie through through his eyes, basically. Yeah, he's and, just trying to get. Yeah, well, there's tomorrow. a harsh reality on every side. He's just like, I just want to go. I just want to get out. I just want to be done. Want to survive? Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that he's asked to perform in three very separate settings in three separate acts. And I, I, I really genuinely believe he works in all three of them because you, he's your introduction to it with him digging the graves. And, mm-hmm. and that's definitely, Grant, where you, I think what you're talking about with the 50s movie star, other than him laying on the beach. That's, that's probably like that scene. Even <laughs> David Lean himself. Yeah, says he, he doesn't even yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. But digging the graves, and that's the, hey, we're bringing you into this world. But then the, the clash when Hawkins is introducing him to the mission, like that clash where you, you, you have to react to it. And then the trek through that the jungle, was... which I think is the Arguably the strongest part of his performance, like just because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the quietest part of his right. performance. Right. I think his performance in the second act is the strongest. When mm, he's talking, yes. when he's talking to Hawkins in the in the office, 
and he's trying to get out of it. I feel like yeah. that's him at his strongest. See, I think from then on, yeah, I, I, he's awesome. Well, I, I think, think there's subtleties to his character. I think in it's the also it starts with him talking to Hawkins in that office. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that dialogue is also awesome. Yeah, it's very good. I think it's also when you get to know who that character really is. Is from then on, mm. like this. Oh, this is the guy. Yeah, he he went through this hell. But now he's out of it. He's like, I don't want to fucking back there. You he know? did the like, impossible. He got out. Yeah, yeah. and now he's going to go. And, and even in their trek in the woods, he's kind of like, you know, man, like, he's doing this because he has to. He's doing this because of duty. You know, you get to know him more the second act. Yeah. Than he ultimately first. decides, like, fuck, we got to do this. Like, yeah, yeah. We have to do this. Yeah, like, and, if it's but, me, and I got to do it. And then you're realizing he also, he has some scruples. Like, he's not going to leave men behind. Right. You know, you, right. you yeah. start to get to know who this guy really is in yeah. that second act. There's depth to him. And we have even talk about the David Lean of it all. And right. That's, yeah. and I think it's probably the biggest directorial performance out of any of these movies by far. Period. This the, is one of my that, yeah. favorite movies of all time. And it is one of mine too. Me too. It's it, one of mine too. And it, it hurts me that it's not number one here, yeah. but... You know, oh, I we'll, made it number one. We have a movie that we have to talk about. And it, and it is your number one. And Joey, it is your number one. Okay, so let's talk about the remaining number one. And Chris, we're going to head to you. What was your number one, Chris? My number one was Godfather 2. Godfather Part 2. Grant, your number one? Godfather Part 2. Also my number one, Godfather Part 2. Last rankings episode, Godfather was the consensus number one, except for you, Joey. It was your two. And you've uh, you've pulled someone over this time around. We're already as uh, is Godfather, Godfather one was my number one in the last round. right last season. But this season you have the Godfather two did not make it to your number one slot. It moved to, to two with with Bridge. Yes. Yes. Chris, you were the only one not on that episode here. The, well, the rest of the four of us did it. Yeah. So why don't you lead off the case here? So uh, it was my first time viewing. I watched it with Kieran and my yeah. wife. It's amazing. What can I say yeah. that hasn't been said like a billion times over? Uh, every media possible. I well, mean, this like, is your opportunity to do so. so. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, I mean, it's one of the most amazing things ever ever created. De Niro, Pacino, uh, Coppola. I mean, I, what, what can I really say? Uh, it, it's amazing. I have to say this. 12 years almost overtook it. I, I really... Mm, I, wow. I, I erased more than twice. Nice. Wow. More than three times, maybe. Yeah. To try to figure it out because I loved that movie very much and honestly I can't say that my opinion won't change at by the end of this right it's allowed uh, to yeah but it's hard to argue that this isn't one a mass a, a cinematic masterpiece I don't well, know it is I, I mean go for it I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say I mean, it's, it, it's an absolute achievement on every single level yeah. of filmmaking Godfather achieves everything that it Godfather 2 achieves everything it yeah it wants to even the mistakes, like uh, or the uh, the uh, Karen, <laughs> will explain. I was a little bit confused by the uh, uh, Michael Corleone. Michael says, Corleone says hello, hello. and <laughs> no. I, I, we had to stop the movie. And I'm like, wait, what? It's didn't he not, didn't he yeah. not kill the guy? And, and Karen's like, no, no, yes, he, you're right. In the story, Michael does, isn't responsible for that, but it's purposely confusing. They, well, they well, left it in because it was uh, the actor's choice, right? Well, yeah, yeah but it was more Danny than Aiello one. They retook. They did retakes. Yeah, Danny Aiello wanted more money for the movie. He wanted to yeah, he so he to through that line, and, and Coppola liked it. But it wasn't like a, an so, ad lib that they loved the shot and kept it. Coppola saw it and go, "Whoa, why did you do that?" And then they explained it, and then they reshot it and right. fit it in. It wasn't like they, okay, they, he wrote it. Yeah, they yeah. did just to fuck yeah. with Pantangeli. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is, even while it was a bit confusing, it's still like a classic scene. I mean, that's that I knew that line. You know, it, it's yeah. part of our lexicon, yeah. uh, popular culture. Artie says that Stralikis' performance is the best of this of this season. I think it's Al Pacino mm-hmm. in this movie. I I think what he does 
in the big moments and the really quiet moments, just acting with his yeah. eyes, yes. like from his nose to his forehead, oh, yeah. what he what he can portray to the audience in these these minute ways yeah. is so impressive. I mean, the, the abortion scene alone is... Oh, so, oh yeah. We're at the price God. of admission. Just right? just like, seeing his eyes after, like, Kay's whole speech, yeah. and he's just... His, oh, eye, his eyes are actually end. twitching. Right? Yeah. His eyes are twitching. It's, I mean, I don't even understand how you do that. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a brilliant just, actor. just embody the moment. Yeah, he's a brilliant actor. And I would yeah. say De Niro is right up there. I mean, the guy learned Italian, did he not? For, I'm sorry. I like the De Niro performance better than Pacino. Yeah, I mean, I can... That's a legitimate thing to say. It's fine. Me too. Yeah, I'm with Grant on that in that world, but I, I, I I'm also hear what with you Grant. But I, I yeah. can see why you would say that. I just love the subtlety mm-hmm. with the I don't want to say development of the character that De Niro does, but the all the little all yeah all the little mannerisms that he does that after you see well, Brando's performance a, in one, there's you an, go, how do I do this as a younger guy? He did it perfectly. He embodies yeah. the art perfectly. really well. Right. Yeah. Perfectly. He, he finds an aggressive compassion. Leadership through strength. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Puzo's Godfather's based on. Mm. The, the, the idea yeah. that you can lead through strength and love. It's, it's based on the Tao Te Ching. It's This is all... And how do we have this conversation without talking about what the word sequel has become yeah. in, in today's culture yep. and how this movie is the kick through the center of the uprights of oh every sequel God. that was ever made. I mean, it, it and the pressure that was on Francis Ford Coppola oh to build this thing. It, 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 this should have been a failure a million times over, <laughs> a million times over. And it just, it takes the source material and builds a world that can make you rewatch this movie. I rewatched this movie with people. Yeah. Four times since we've recorded the episode. I can't say that about anything. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. wow. I don't think there's many movies I've rewatched since. I've seen, I've gone my way, I've seen probably about five times. Um, but, <laughs> um, love that. Dude, it's, it is, this movie is, um, it's, it's, it's a book this thick. If you're not seeing my arms, it's it's I'm I'm, Very I'm, big. I'm playing a very thick That's book. Like, um, I, I want to note no thing. one can see his arms. <laughs> yeah. I can watch this movie any yeah. day of the week. No, I won't feel great afterwards. And already, I think that's a point that you have. That well, I'll kick to you next. But this is this is talk about peeling the layers off an onion. Who opened the drapes? Does anyone oh. ever know? Will anyone ever know? Who Grant figured it out. Actually, well, in his well, in his mind, he did. But someone might have an argument. What's the guy's name? Who did? Uh, Rocco. Rocco. Might have been Rocco. No, might have been Rocco. Um, Artie, talk about how the movie makes you feel. Because I think this might have been... Well, I, I had a feeling this wouldn't be your number one. This is a... It's a I mean, it's not my Why number one. Godfather I'm comparing it to Bridge <laughs> on the River Kwai. These are two perfectly made movies. Okay, they're both perfectly made. Bridge on the River Kwai is a contained environment. And Godfather 2 is a descent into darkness mm. and Isolation. Hell. Yeah. yeah. Hell, I'm just gonna give you a view of my point of view of movies. I like happiness. Like I like. Movies. Oh, Bridge is so happy. Doesn't have joint. Madness. No, but dude, fine. But I'll tell you, watching so well said. Fine. I don't mean to step on. And you're not. And you're not. You're leading me to another point. By when I watch Bridge on the River Kwai, I feel I feel joy. I like it. I'm into it. I, I like, I, I feel, I, I'm into it in a positive manner. 
The Godfather 2 just... I love it. It's uh, it's perfectly made. The but it doesn't make unbelievable. you feel... Yeah, I, I'm with what you're the saying. The end right? of the movie is some of the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life on film. It's, yeah. it's flushing the mom out that has no business being flushed out other than she didn't want to, to birth another psychopathic murderer. I think... The amazing thing about this movie, you have to give it, you have to put it in perspective of like the connection to the first one, where like the juxtaposition between Don Corleone, his father, and his style of leadership. They do a good job of showing subtly the differences. Vito Corleone is leading with through love and strength. And right, you, like what you said, love, respect, uh, and respect, and Michael like, leads through fear and compassion, and compassion, yeah. and 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 you, I did you a favor, you do me a favor, and, and De Niro shows that in in the mm-hmm. in this movie in, in two, Michael does things, and it's it's very different, and you can see the the effects, right? Oh, People, yeah. you know, are betraying him. His own wife is 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 betraying him, and, and, like, and they do a good job of showing these how these two things and descent and, and how yeah. and how while. Vito does everything for the right reasons. He's still living in a dark world of crime, and all of his qualities get parceled out to his kids separately. Mm-hmm. And therefore, none of them can function as individuals because they don't have the other qualities that the other siblings have, and therefore they all fail. Right. So, yes, it worked for Vito, and yes, he could, he could find peace and solace in this criminal world but when he tried to expand and we tried to, it, it, it didn't work. Yeah. The, uh, in my opinion, the best scene of Godfather 2 is the last scene, which is the dinner scene yeah, with the I kids talking. And Michael says he joins the army. And Sal, who, eventually, who eventually turns on yeah, Michael, Ava Gota, yeah. Sal makes a subtle look when he says he joins the army like this. like Just like a subtle look. Like, oh, this guy's not listening to his dad. So when Sal later is motivated to mm. do other things, he might be like, listen, it's turning to Michael. Michael's the leader now. I don't trust Michael. I've seen Michael from, this, own way. from this dinner scene. Go his own way, yeah. And that shows, and that shows you the, the narcissism of Michael Corleone mm. and how he's always been about himself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and instead of it, it, like his father embracing people and, and bringing them in, Michael take like it's almost like Michael taking a, a handful right. of sand and squeezing it until yeah. everything just uh, yeah. uh, seeps out between his fingertips, yeah. crushing them to the point where he's losing everything yeah. and everybody. Joe, you had it at two. I'm gonna let you have the closing word here on this one. Yeah, when I so I watched this for the first time for this. And That's right. You had never seen it. Before. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, oh, there's no way this isn't gonna be number one. It's unbelievable, and I. You know, I, I love when a movie ends awfully. It's just for me, Bridge hits some more things. But okay. every De Niro scene, I would rewatch a million times. He was put in an impossible position. An yeah. iconic performance. Yeah. And now you had to prequel that. No kidding. And make it <clears throat> your own, make but... sense to Vito while also making it your own. That shouldn't... There is no world where that works. Yeah, it's and a the, low success. Of, it's a the low fa- rate of success. The fact... That scene where he's just walking along the... I didn't blink during that. Oh as many God, times I've seen it. It's um, an all-time special scene. It's always interesting for me to, to, to see people's reactions to the Pacino versus De Niro stuff and which way they go. And for me, I flip flop every time I see a movie. Yeah. I really do. It depends. It, it yeah. kind of depends on what kind of mood you're in. Yeah. I think. I think. I think if yeah. you look at it from like what was asked of the actor, 
De Niro, what he did, like you just said, what what he was asked to, what role Learning he was the language. At, yeah. Well, I was going to say the footsteps he had to walk in, you know, be, uh, portraying Marlon Brando's uh, iconic character, a younger version, is a, a big enough task. But then he has to learn Italian, yeah, and then he has to do it well somehow, and, and he like that's a lot to ask of any actor. It's like asking know? someone to do Hannibal Lecter younger. Right. Mm. Yeah. And them nailing it. And that's it. been tried. And, and them nailing it. Like every but, time. But imagine them nailing it. Yeah. Like that's that's what it, he it's did. almost yeah. impossible to He nice. basically took an iconic performance and went, I'm gonna do the younger yeah. version and nail yeah. it. Yeah. Alright, so here we go. Uh, those are our those are our top things. We're gonna have them read them from fifteen to one. Joey, you're gonna go first just and give the numbers yeah. with the with the movies. Fifteen Chariots of Fire. Fourteen Tom Jones. Thirteen Around the World in Eighty Days. 12, Green Book. 11, Gigi. 10, Grand Hotel. 9, The English Patient. 8, A Beautiful Mind. 7, Ben-Hur. 6, How Green Was My Valley. 5, Titanic. 4, 12 Years a Slave. 3, The Best Years of Our Lives. 2, Godfather 2. And 1, Bridge on the River Fly. Well done, Joey. Our Chris G, your list. Okay, number 15, Tom Jones. Number 14, Chariots of Fire. Number 13, How Green Was My Valley. Number 12, Gigi. Number 11, Around the World in 80 Days. Number 10, Grand Hotel. Number 9, English Patient. Number 8, Green Book. Number 7, Ben-Hur. Number 6, A Beautiful Mind. Number 5, Best Years of Our Lives. Number 4, Titanic. Number 3, Bridge on the River Kwai. Number 2, 12 Years a Slave. Number one, Godfather Two. Love it. Artie, B, let's go. Number 15, Tom Jones. Number 14, Chariots of Fire. Number 13, Around the World in 80 Days. Number 12, Gigi. Gigi. Number 11, How Green Was My Valley. Number 10, The English Patient. Number 9, Titanic. Number 8, Grand Hotel. Number 7, A Beautiful Mind. Number six, Green Book. Number five, 12 Years a Slave. Number four, Best Years of Our Lives. Number three, Ben-Hur. Number two, Godfather Two. Number one, Bridge on the River Kwai. Well done, Grancy. <clears throat> Number 15, Chariots of Fire. Number 14, Tom Jones. Number 13, Around the World in 80 Days. Number 12, Gigi. Number 11, Green Book. Number 10, Grand Hotel. Number 9, The English Patient. Number 8, How Green Was My Valley. Number 7, Titanic. Number 6, A Beautiful Mind. Number 5, Ben-Hur. Number 4, Bridge on the River Kwai. Number 3, Best Years of Our Lives. Number 2, 12 Years a Slave. Number 1, The Godfather, Part 2. Excellent, and that leads me to Kieran B's rankings here. We go number 15, Tom Jones. Number 14, Chariots of Fire. Number 13, Around the World in 80 Days. Number 12, Green Book. Number 11, Gigi. Number 10, Grand Hotel. Number 9, A Beautiful Mind. Number 8, The English Patient. Number 7, Ben-Hur. Number 6, Titanic. Number 5, How Green Was My Valley. Number four, 12 Years a Slave. 
Number three, the best years of our lives. Number two, the bridge on the River Kwai. And number one, the Godfather Part Two. Grant, you and I have very similar. I mean, there's a couple of discrepancies. I mean, all yeah. of us kind of, yeah. we weren't that. Me and Joey were, yeah. were very loud. There were a few big ones. There were a few big ones that screwed things up, but otherwise, everybody, I mean, you and I were really close. Yeah. I going through them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, awesome. Good. All right, so uh, before we do our awards, the MVP, LVP, honorable mention, little recommend section like we do, but this is going to be a little twist on if, if you have been following along on our Christmas episode. We gave each other secret Santa recommends. We're going into it. We knew we had a person to pick. And we were going to recommend them a movie, hopefully one that they hadn't seen before. I think for the most part we got that. Um, so we're going to go around the, around the room. You were going to say the movie that was recommended to you and the person that recommended it. Give your little spiel on it and just kind of tell us whether it's a movie you'd recommend to someone else or not. And uh, we won't go too long with it. We're going to go spoiler free. Joey, we'll obviously start with you because you've been the man in the hot seat today. Love Who it. recommended the movie to you, and what was the movie? So, Artie recommended The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yes. A, a, a great recommendation, I must say. But what, how movie. did you feel about it? Um, I loved it. Tuco is an all-time character that I want to talk about for like four days. All when time. we have the chance. The way it's <laughs> shot is unbelievable. Super happy it was recommended to me. Westerns are movies that I never go search for myself, and then when I see one, I'm really happy I did. Um, you know, I've seen Fistful of Dollars. I don't know why... This was a gap for me. So I'm super happy I've added this in. And yeah, it was great. I'm definitely going to recommend it to people. What did you think of... Um, two questions. What did you think? What did you think of Clint's performance? And then what did you think of the, the syncing up with the um, the different languages? Languages didn't bother me at all. Didn't bother you. The, the... Um, I think this was Tuco's movie. I think Clint's better in Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. And the, um, score, the, the score. Unbelievable. The scores. It's like three songs that are all-time songs that are all... Well, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's from so recognizable, really? and not to mention the execute goal, which is usually right. our, uh, yeah. our that's our, um, our battle our, to- our totality <laughs> rankings. Yeah, yeah. With, with the the fifteen, the thirty, the forty five, the sixty, and so on. Um, yeah, yeah. And right. I love that so much. Plays going. I'm in glad you like the job. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you, yeah. Chris. You're up. All right, I got a recommendation from uh, my friend Kieran over here. Yeah, and uh, I got one, and I have a lot of feelings about it. I got a movie. It is Terrence Malick's. Badlands. Yes, it was. I had never heard of this movie before, and I'm embarrassed about it. You liked it. Dude. First of all, Kieran picked it for a reason. Uh, Okay, so it's hard to ignore that it's that true romance, one of my favorite movies of all time, basically ripped off this movie (laughs) in almost every way. Well, it stole the score, number one. It stole the score. It's the yeah. same exact it's the score. score. It's the score. Right. And also, I mean, the premise is almost exactly the same. It's it's uh, beautifully acted by Sissy Spacek and Martin Sheen. Mm. Very young. You know, this is uh, 1973. Heavenly Creatures. Uh, it, it's a couple, you know, uh, I won't give away too many details. Two young people that find each other and the, the man is a bad, inf- the boy is a bad influence. And they do something terrible. And they go on the run. It's basically true romance. It's a little you know, true romance changes things, but it's basically the same movie. Uh, it's unbelievable. I, I loved it. That was a great recommendation. Oh, dude! I, I mean, I know so my here, guy, Chris G. Let, I know let me, my guy let, me Chris let me ask you this: when you when I, you and I I made you watch True Romance for the first time, right? You did. We yeah. did it together. Did you know at the time? 
this was not this recommendation was not rooted in true in romance. That. Yes, that that there's it, there are some elements there that are coincidental. Like I did not say oh, like and this is not a you made me watch true romance and here's what you should really be watching. That's not one of those at all. Like oh, <laughs> there's honestly honestly kind of, man, if it was that, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah, but like, I think I think some I of should that, educate myself a little bit more. I think know? a lot of that was subconscious. Like really? um, wow, like, that's even more yeah, amazing. I think that that probably led into the recommendation is just the vibe of the two movies okay. and the. So if anybody is into Tarantino or specifically True Romance, you should definitely watch this movie. Um, it's also considered one of the most influential movies in the last like 50 years. I did some research. Mm. It's widely considered highly influential in like modern cinema. Is that the one with uh, Dennis Hopper? No, that's Easy that- Rider. Okay, okay, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking. Well, and yeah. that was one of the reasons why I recommended this because there are some Easy Rider vibes. Yeah, there's the, the poster. I, I, I'm a big Easy Rider um, fan, yes. Talk about a movie that encapsulates the surroundings. Yes. And, and oh my Badlands God, yeah. does that so well. I mean, it better. It's called The Badlands. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. You. Recommend. Uh, anyone else? Have you guys have seen it? I have not. No, I'm going to check it out. I think it's a big PP, BBC. Uh, would be a big favorite. If you I think everyone will love it. Hearing you say it's influential for other movies makes me want to watch it. Artie B, you're up, my friend. Chris, rec- Chris G recommended that I watch Brokeback Mountain. Now, I don't know if he was trying to punish me or whatnot, <laughs> but this movie's really good. Uh, it's Everyone says it's very cinematographically well done. I don't agree with that. Ooh, I think. Really? I thought it was okay cinematographically. I thought the real substance of the movie to me is in the characters. Of course, and absolutely. Cinematographically, it's very, it's kind of lame to me. Now, I the movie's really good. It's very upsetting. Michelle Williams is the MVP to me. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Period. Yeah, I mean, I think period. she's considered her performance is like career. I love her in that. It's she's, a career-defining performance. Like, she is. You can win, so if that's what you're wincing at. I'm wincing at career-defining performance. All right, go, 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 finish your thoughts. I shouldn't be wincing, you're right. She's excellent in the movie. Like, there are scenes where she's acting towards Heath Ledger. He walks past, she, he walks past her, just passes her shoulder, and she bursts out crying while holding her child. It's just, it's fucking great A acting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good story. It's a good movie. I, I enjoyed the recommendation. I liked watching it. I was at... No point board. No runtime was not involved. I totally liked the movie. Loved it. Great recommendation. I think we have to ask the obvious question here to Artie. Yeah. It's the Jake Gyllenhaal question, right? Yeah. This is the guy you've been beating down. You're not a big Jake G fan. This was his Uh, one Oscar-nominated role. Let's talk about his Did you enjoy or not enjoy his uh, his performance? He was Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. All right. So you, you nothing, ready, he didn't, he didn't really, uptick. He no, didn't uptick. No. What about Ledger? Are you are you a fan of Ledger in this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Ledger is the stronger performance. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I do also think, uh, as parents, I think I said this to you guys off uh, mic. The cats in the cradle vibes are really strong in this one. Like you know, this guy's so busy hiding from his uh, his identity or his you know who he really is that he he misses. The entire opportunity to, to be with his kids and raise his kids, basically, oh, yeah. or, or know his kids, and that that part that's actually the part that of the hit, movie to hard. me that hits me the most. It's yeah. like, you know, this guy is so distracted with his his life that he doesn't realize he lost his entire life with his kids. When his daughter asks to live with him, and he's like, you know, I'm not really set up for that. I'm like, heartbreaking. Jesus. Yeah, that's a tar scene. I can't watch you, this shit. It, yeah. That is also, I react to that too. I'm like, that ah, just, just, just say yes. Just, just bring her in. Like, make it work. What do you yeah. mean you're not set up for that? Of the three movies we just talked about, 
the setting, the setting. And oh, already you didn't yeah. love the film work, fine, but like I, I don't, talk I don't about, understand that. And again, yeah, again, show me parts of the country that yeah. we don't normally see, and that this movie does that. You yeah. know, we're, we're, Wyoming is it Wyoming or yeah, is it Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming? Oh yeah. my God! And you're there. I've been to there. Wyoming, and it it does it's as beautiful as it looks like and and the good good the bad and the ugly i mean geez you're you're there you're You're there badlands you're there you know these are the movies that that are that are that just always speak you know what i'll say one more thing about this and then and then we can put the movie to bed or you can say what you want the time the the beginning it's a short period of time in that movie that you're on you're actually on brokeback mountain right Mm. and it's so beautiful and it's such a place i want to be that the rest of the movie, you don't you don't get back there in the rest of the movie. Spoiler alert, sorry. And uh, it makes you yearn well to said. go back, just like the characters do. It right. makes you yearn for it. Yeah. Well said. Grant, your movie, you're up. Mine was Old Boy. Old Boy. This was a bit of a journey, just even getting to watch <laughs> Just to get my hands on it. This Spike was, Lee one or the other one? This no, was the, good the, one. the original yeah. Korean version. Um, Who recommended this? Joey recommended this to me. Joey R. I've never heard of this movie. Oh, because oh, you would oh, love it. Really? You yeah, and I would okay. love it. Oh, okay. we, we know this. It's, I think we need to talk about the... Yeah, yeah getting so, our hands of course on. I so, made it So difficult. Joey recommended a movie to me that was streaming nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> you can even buy it on streaming. Really? And luckily, Kieran uh, also had it recommended to him by somebody else. So he just bought the DVD and I, and I borrowed it from him. Um, yeah, this was one that has been sitting at the top of my watch list because I couldn't watch it. A Asian, South Korean movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, so yeah, I had to buy a used DVD. To but, like, it was so good that it got remade by Spike, Spike Lee. Spike Lee, which is not a great movie. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so, uh, um, and it's, it's, it is a fucking trip, man. It is, I don't want to, like, especially because... Did you like it? Loved it. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, um... Chris, you would love it so much. You would okay. love it. it it's, oh, it's, it's, a movie, it's a movie that for, for people listening and for you guys, I don't want to talk about yeah, it yeah. too yeah. much because this is a movie where the less you know going in, the better. better. It is a wild movie. Um, incredibly uh, complex story with great themes in it. Hallway, hammer scene is great. Colorful movie, man. Really vibrant. Really vibrant. Oh, I like that. Um, it just in, in, incredibly stylistic ways that you're not really accustomed to seeing in American cinema. What year is this? Uh, early 2000s, right? Yeah. 2003? 2003, yeah. Joey, words on the recommend. Oh, I'm so happy you liked it because yeah, it's, 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 it's such a cool, different movie that if you could definitely turn people away if you don't let it go in. It's not It's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. But, but that's what for, I wonder. It is for Chris. It's definitely for definitely Chris. for Chris and Artie would like it too. Yeah, but I, I like movies that aren't for everybody. Sure, it's kind of upsetting. Yeah, it's a grizzly. Oh yeah, it's, it's why I guess that's why they think I like it so much. <laughs> no, but it's just like it's like a it's just a fucking you feel shit. Movie. It'll make you feel like shit, Chris. You'll dark, love this movie. Dark, <laughs> really twist, really dark, really sad. Chris, I mean, I do, I do love all of those things. You're you look, from a stylistic standpoint, um, and just how the movie how the movie's made. It's just it's just really fucking cool. Yeah, all right. yeah. All right, Tom, that leaves me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm not gonna go too long because I have talked about this on a previous episode. But Grant C, yeah, Grant C, and I on the Calgary's my value. Yes. Was, but Grant C, you recommended Paddington too. I did, and <laughs> it's a hell of a transition. It's um, the hell, most hilarious recommendation <laughs> I've ever heard. Yeah, it. and I did watch it. Wow, I mean, talk about making a believer out of someone. Uh, I I'm one thousand percent all 
Padding, Team Paddington from it's now on out. Great. <laughs> Not only did I watch two, I went and watched one. Um, if I could, if I could turn, if I could turn a movie into a stuffed animal and sleep with it every night, it would be Paddington too. Um, it's it's wonderful. It it also completely sold me on Hugh Grant's entire career. Like yeah. I, now, I love all of his performances yeah. after watching Paddington too. This explains the how green is my valley. Uh, uh, <laughs> Have you seen Paddington too? No, dude. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Dude, even if I have, I probably have seen it. I just fell asleep. Like, dude. Um, honestly, have you seen Paddington one? I, after watching Paddington two, I went. You don't need to see Paddington one to see Paddington two. But I went. No, I watched Paddington two uh, first. Saying, but you don't need to. I watched Paddington two there. first. Paddington two is better. But I went and watched Paddington one and loved that too. Um, I'll tell you what, Hugh Grant. Deserved an Oscar nomination for his role in Paddington. What he is, is happening? It's an incredible watch it. performance. Right. I will. I mean, watch dude, it. I will. It is, it is such. It is a movie that's. It's so heartwarming. It just makes you feel real good. Grant passed me the Kool Aid. Grant passed me the Kool Aid, and I'm now mainlining it. Yeah, baby. I'm mainlining it to my right. system. It's fantastic. Go, everyone, go out and see Paddington. Too. It's a it wonderful. Deserves wonderful an Oscar, movie. you said. Hugh Grant. I, it, it, Hugh Grant deserves an Oscar is, nomination for supporting actor, for supporting actor there, in his role in Paddington. Is there a Paddington? Make a note of this. this is there a Paddington three? You'll agree. I don't know. I don't think there's a third one. Kieran, uh, no, no, no. okay. Kieran, if there is one, opening night, me and you. <laughs> I was going to ask you: Will you go? What is happening? <laughs> will I go? What? What? Will you go to see Paddington three alone in a theater? No, Grant's going to come with me. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Okay, good. That's the right um, answer. Yes. Okay. No, like honestly, man, check it out. You you won't regret no, dude, watching. We're gonna close out with the awards like we normally do here. Yeah, let's do it. MVP season three, LVP season three, participation award season three, and then we call it a wrap. Right, cool. Joey, MVP. William Wyler, MVP. William Wyler, director of Ben Hur, and Best You've Ever Lost. Also my MVP. They have here. We're on. Yeah, we're we're on the same we're on the same point here. How could how could you not? Chris, MVP, season three. For me, MVP is uh, Steve McQueen. I, I wow, just wow. I, love that. Wanted was, to rank his movie number one. You really I did. I, I, yeah. I, and, and honestly, again, I, I'm questioning myself every second. So, uh, yeah. Wow. So it happens at the 45 rankings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. That's right. I, I just, you know, change it. I just change thought, it. man, he, he really... Uh, I can't argue that. He, he crushed it. I can't argue that's that. That's all. Artie, MVP. David Lee. Yeah, of course. Love it. How, how could you argue with it? Uh, mine's Coppola. And Coppola. Yeah, which yeah. is hard okay. to argue, <laughs> Yes. All right, good. Right answers, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what's uh, LVP. Did you give yours, Karen? Uh, yeah, uh, with Joey. Oh, Wilder. William okay. Wyler. Two movies, both in the in the top tier there. So, yeah. Yeah, William Wyler. Yeah. LVP, I'll go first. Ooh. On the cast and crew of Chariots of Fire. Holy shit. Me too. You, oh, are, you, you, guys are, are, you are, guys are love. you are gift wrapped the number one billboard song to start and end your movie. All you gotta do in between is just a little bit. Yeah. You win the best too. picture and you just leave nothing to be desired. It, it, it's a horrible performance from everyone. At least Tom Jones annoys me. The, you the, feel the, something. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Kieran, so again, I, I, Joe, holy like shit. It. I love it. Well, Grant, LVP. Um, my LVP is Hugh Griffith. 
Oh, that is actually that. the right answer. I'm sorry. I thought about that. He was, That's he was in Tom Jones, which is awful, and he does brown face in Ben Hur. And he and, and, and he's he, good in Ben Hur, though. Yeah, but I, first of all, I don't even think he's that great in Ben Hur. But it's great. Uh, I don't think he's that great. He's he splashes a pint of beer in a bulldog's face in Tom Jones. Yeah, Adam will do. Fuck that guy. Oh my god, that's amazing. That might actually that's a good one. Probably the right answer. Artie B. LVP. The actor who plays Tom Jones and Tom Jones the Albert, character Albert Finney. Yeah, Albert bad, Finney and the, and the Broly portraits. My, my LVP is Tom Jones. <laughs> Period. But you know what? Fuck it. Tom Jones Period. is a singer too just because he's associated. In, interpret however, Tom Jones however you want. <laughs> That's the it. Take Tom it, Jones. Alright, my LVP is John Osborne. Do you guys know who that is? John Osborne? Is that Ozzy's son? He, he, you know, he wrote the screenplay for Tom Jones. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Tom Jones. Fuck that movie. Wow, a screenplay guy I getting a season LVP. I love it. That's fantastic. That's amazing. That's a that's um, wonderful so fucking good. Participation <laughs> award. Let's have Artie B go for us. William Wyler. Per- okay. Yep. Yep. Two movies. William I mean, that's so. oh, all. Artie, Artie, here we go. Participation, David Lean. Okay. I mean, I, right. I, I, yeah. I had somebody for MVP, MVP but... runner-up. Yeah, runner-up. Uh, my participation uh, trophy goes to the guy who got my participation trophy twice this it's season. Me Jack too, Hawkins. Grant. Yes, sir. Nice. Jack Hawkins. Really How could you not? Two, Jack Hawkins. Two, two was my MVP great. for a he's little not, bit. I think he's got three participation awards from, from either, either of us, right? He's mm. racking them up. Well, he got mine, he got mine in Ben Hur. He got mine in uh, and he, and he got well, mine I'm joining in you guys on the yes. Jack Hawkins. Yeah, buddy. That's he's, like, I just remember everything he six, fucking does. He's got like nine participation awards. That's a BPC Hall of Fame material. That's a lot of hardware. Right that's a lot of hardware. I love that. Okay, gentlemen, this was a trip, as it always is. Another lengthy episode. We gave the people everything we had. Um, you can listen up. So we're we're not going to kick right into gear with uh, with the next group of best picture guys. We have a couple things going. We have our recap episodes of the tournaments coming up. Yep. We're going to have. Two specialty episodes coming up. A sports movie, a rom-com that was very elaborately picked for these tournaments. Um, this is this is great stuff coming up, guys. And then we'll be kicking off Season 4 with Lawrence Arabia. Two-part episode. Amazing. It's, um, it's going to be great stuff. Uh, also, Joey, Oz, and I are having a special uh, Star Wars episode. Of Worst, yeah, worst Picture Cast is doing... Um, coming out May 4th. Yep. Why is Star Not Wars on Worst Picture Cast? Well, uh, it just, to, just for branding, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's not it one place. of the worst movies. Well, some of them might be, right? Yeah, well, that's what we're debating, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. So you're going to rank the Star Wars. You're movies. doing Attack yeah. of the Clones. We're do- no, we're we're ranking all the episodes. All we're ranking every all Star the, Wars all the live movie. action movies. Now, does Rogue One qualify? Yes. Oh, it does. Okay. Rogue One Solo, they're a part of it, right? But the Is shows Rogue don't. Like Mandalorian doesn't. No, no, no. The live yeah, action with the movies. Movies, live action movies. Is Rogue One good? Yes, I'm fine. Check in. Some people love it. Yeah, I've tried to watch it several times. I'm not. Okay. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, we say goodbye now. Chris, closing thoughts? No? Just get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris I, is always surprised he's going I, I have to say, no, I, I had a great time. Uh, I, honestly, this was a, uh, a really polarizing uh, season. There was a mm. lot of great ones and a lot of horrible yeah. ones. So uh, yeah. ready for the next season. For Joey, for Chris, for Artie, for Grant, anyone have to say anything to on the way up? Citizen Kane should have. One. Fuck Dune. Uh, one, one, one of those? Okay, fuck. okay. Okay, I say thank heaven for little podcasters. <laughs> <laughs>
Such was... ample eyes and uh, wonderful opinions. <laughs> All right. God. Thank you. We'll see you. We'll, see you. we'll see you next season. Thank heaven for little girls. Thank heaven for them all. No matter where, no matter who. Without them, what would little boys do? Thank heaven. Thank heaven.